Oh, happy anniversary to me. What's up, guys? Uh, as uh, as it's been lately, um, you know, I just want to give a shout out to my first ever uh, sponsor. When, when I say sponsor, I mean a dude that I've known for a long time that owns his own business asked uh, to put a little ad on my show for a couple of bucks. So uh, J&B Music, um, their location now, 3512 Caton Farm Road in Joliet. Uh, they do music lessons, anything you can think of, drums, bass, you know, different types of instruments. Uh, they have uh, vinyl on sale. You can go in there and buy some records from them. Uh, they fix instruments, uh, amps, uh, repairs on guitars, anything, tuning, setups, anything a musician might need. Uh, great place to take your kids to get piano lessons, guitar lessons, bass lessons, drums lessons. The guys are just awesome. So shout out to them. Uh, so, yeah, it's my one-year anniversary episode. Last year... December 6, 2017, I recorded my first episode with, uh, I like to call them my friends, over at Iron and Glass. Eric and uh, Eric and Kristen sat down. Um, one day we'll get Colton Maggie on there as well. But uh, one of the finest bottle shops on the planet. So Iron and Glass, first episode about a year ago. And finally, after a year of, of asking and hanging out with them and trying to help them can beer all that stuff hot butcher sat down i mean they are about as hot as it gets in chicago there was definitely some articles recently referring to them as the hop gods of chicago so it was great uh we went total marathon on this one so uh, i had justin and jude on unfortunately jeremiah couldn't make it but uh, uh he would have been awesome to talk to but obviously he sends his love to uh to the chicago beer scene so check it out. It's a marathon of a four-hour throwdown between uh, Jude, myself, and Justin. We had a ton of fun. We drank a bunch of their new beer releasing this week. So Elder Secrets, uh, you'll hear all about it on the podcast. Another batch of Double Grid. Tried some some uh, new milkshake they got coming out called Ribbit, uh, Strawberry, Kiwi, Little Lime Edge on that. Uh, we talked about hops. We talked about the beer scene. We talked about where they came from, how Justin came into the picture in the last year. So I was really proud to have these guys on as my one-year episode. They are probably, you know, they're one of my favorites. Uh, I drink more of their beer than, God, I mean, them and more probably drink the most of their beer. So, yeah, enjoy it. And as always, follow me on Instagram. That's uh, at Average Joe's Beer Podcast. Uh, you can get me on Untapped and Twitter at JoeBob41. And then go to the Facebook page, like it. The big one is if you could just go to iTunes or if you're listening in the podcast app, if you could just click on my stupid little cartoon face and, and leave a rating, uh, leave your stars and your comments. That really helps boost the podcast. So, Cheers to a year, guys, and I uh, appreciate everybody listening and, and making it a good idea to keep doing this show. All right. Well, now it's for real. Now it's right. happening. Like, you guys okay. are going to clam up now? <laughs> no, hell no. You can't take anything back from this point. All right. It's, it's a year in the making, guys. It's like one whole year in the making. So, not. I mean, honestly, it's one year because it's my anniversary, but it's it's over one year since I started talking to Jeremiah. So, so I was like... Can we do this? He's like, yeah, one day we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. And boom, a year later, here we are. You finally busted right down the wall. And he and he found a way to not be here. He's like, I don't, I don't want to hang out with you guys. No, <laughs> happy anniversary. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, cheers. Happy anniversary, man. Che- let's let's cheers, cheers with the, one of your new releases here. Thanks Ooh. for having us. That's a good place to start, right? What's, what's, Hell yeah. What are we drinking? Justin, give him the details. All right. So today we are drinking Elder Secrets of an Ancient Past. So is that what you said? You named this one? Yes. You're, you're yep. a clown. You're a clown. It evokes <laughs> memories of uh, the first time you watched Indiana Jones. You know, whenever you, whenever I think of... Uh, the beer itself or the can? 
Which oh, one? Name. Which of the Both. three? All of three. I mean, when you when you first watched Indiana Jones, you weren't drinking a New England style IPA <laughs> for sure. Was. In the eighties, I was crushing, yeah, crushing yeah, doubles dude. for sure. Man. I saw into the future, oh. drinking hazy IPAs as a six year old. Yep, that's how I do. No, uh, the name came from, uh, we, we were actually canning, uh, we were canning beer and we were talking about what our next name would be and we came up with this milkshake I- idea that we were going to do with uh, the guys from Sweden, uh, Bro- Brewski. Brewski, and uh, we were like, man, we, we really need a name for that, we're brewing that next week, <laughs> and we had a name lined up for the beer we're actually drinking right now and it was called Ribbit, because <laughs> we, we just, we, you know, Ribbit, it's, uh, it's super easy to say. It's uh, it's it's kind of fun, you know, and it's the sound that frogs make. In case you didn't know, <laughs> ribbit. Although I've never actually Straight heard education. a frog. This is education, say ribbit, right, you know. Right and have here. you ever heard? You no, ever heard a ribbit? No, no, like, not, does it not, sound like a ribbit? A, not enunciated like the way I would want it to be. Right. Man. Yeah. Like the way you're on a monopoly, right? Like on a ribbit. So, so due to some timing and some artwork issues, we had to switch it up. It's like the, it's like a dirty secret of well not an elder secret but like a dirty secret sure. of the industry like oh my god the logistics behind they, it all deadline. they just they just changed the name of a beer because yep. they had art issues yep. like, and no so, one would have known unless we just said it right now so go deeper on what story. constitutes an art issue as I throw up my air quotes nothing it, there was, I wouldn't even case. call it an issue to just be honest deadlines and timing we have to get things in at a certain point mm-hmm. and then as you start to run up against a deadline. It's like, all right, we need to do something about this. You don't just fly by the seat of your pants and we do whatever do. you want. I mean, we, we do. do. That's why this beer ended up not being called Ribbon. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, Joe, it was so close. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, when, when you drink this beer, you could think of what could have been and that it could have been called Ribbon. But don't think about that. But instead, it's called Elder Secrets of an Ancient Past. Correct. And any reasoning behind that, Justin? Why would you want to throw that one out? At, at, it's, just okay. thought it was it's, tight. It's super intuitive. We we talked a lot about doing uh, abstract stuff, so we needed it. We wanted to use an abstract piece of dance, and then we also wanted to pair it with an abstract name. Okay. So like, oh, we got the canning line in the background Ooh, now, boys. Hey, that's right. It makes, us, a little makes bit of that. it feel more legit. Can oh, you hear that? It feel more legit. Oh yeah, we'll be able to hear it. Don't be oh, yeah. It I've sounds like compressors uh, and canning lines. Sounds and like like the snow on the TV. <laughs> All right. So it's uh it's super abstract. It's very, uh, it, it evokes memories of like hidden temples and For ancient sure. secrets and writings on the wall that have been etched in for millennia. And uh, the, the main reason it's called Elder Secrets is because it's got El Dorado and Vic uh, Secret. Is that where that came from? How did, oh! How did I miss that? I knew the, the Vic Secret I thought was a tie-in, but the Elder, I didn't even put that I together. I didn't think the Elder the El was. No, it was. It's good. You guys should argue about it right now. No, um, I mean... Well, uh, you quickly... You glanced over uh, somebody that we should probably give a little love to, and you said Dan. Oh, you yeah, said Dan. one of Dan's pieces. Dan the man. man. Yeah, so our artist's name is Dan Jetza. Um, kicks out some... But it's spelled like... It's, it's, I don't even want to know what it's spelled. His last name is G-R-Z-E-C-A, I believe. G-R-Z-E-C-A. Dan, I apologize yeah, if I spelled it wrong. You pronounce it Jetza. Um, he does all of our artwork. Um we had first come into, I'd say with this beer, we, this beer is modeled or centered around a hop called Big Secret. Uh, the first time that we brewed with it was in a beer called The Jewels, which we actually just re-released for the first time. Um, I was impressed with it. Um, I thought because it smelled like Galaxy. I think Justin was the same thing and Jeremiah as well. Mm-hmm. We were just kind of blown away with its, uh, its big fruit and like grass and pine character. So since then, we've been finding ways to get our hands on that and mix that into beer so we had a beer called the jewels that had Vic secret and mosaic since then we kind of were like on a path 
to use it more. We got a beer called Tavern Cut. It's got Vic Secret and Citra, so we're super high. Fan on favorite beer, right, right there. Mm-hmm. Right on, I think, us too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is very much so in the same vein as Tavern Cut. It's got that, that super, super yeah. dank Vic Secret. Super. It smells like Kool-Aid, you know, and, and Tavern Cut did too. It's and this is not a Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid-sponsored ad, but... Uh, <laughs> No, we're going to have the guy oh, bust, yeah. bust through, yeah, bust through the, bust oh, through the window. Oh, yeah. Miss Copyright infringement. Oh, yeah. we got to pay that back, that, that, that busted wall. Um, um, so I think since then we, uh, I mean, like, so it, definitely in our head, it's like, all right, so what can we put Vic with? So we've done it with Mosaic. We've done it with Citra. Um, we thought it'd be cool to not pair it with something huge like a Citra or a Mosaic or a Galaxy or a Nelson. So this time it came with Eldo. I think we'd both like to see it, or we, us three would like to see it with Simcoe and just kind of mm-hmm. keep riding that wave. It's oh, a cool shit. hop. It's big Galaxy. Fruit. Yeah, that'd be insane. Now, now, do you attribute uh, Vic's kind of characteristics? Is, I mean, that's considered a uh, like an Australian hop too, or like a New yep. Zealand, or like, no, it's it, Australian, Australian, yeah, just like Galaxy. So Galaxy, then that's why maybe they have some of those characteristics or that oh, climate, sure. the terroir, the earth. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I believe it's Victoria's Secret, right? So that's got to come from the royals right mm-hmm yeah most so yeah bras and underwear yeah totally it's got that totally. you know 100%. what i feel that that's that's what used to uh, my first like when i first heard Vic secret i was like like the lingerie yeah and i was yeah, thinking yeah. about that the other day how i don't really think about the lingerie as much and i think of the actual <laughs> hop that's really good yeah though. the actual nice. hop that's how far beer is like creeped into everyone's life right it's like that's you hear those things and that's what you think of now yeah it also sure. recalls what was the show on netflix the crown yeah, The Crown. That's and then also, I watched the shit out of that show. It's a good show. And Bodyguard. Really well done. Bodyguards on Netflix right now. So I feel it's all pulling. Right now, as we're releasing this beer, there's a lot of ties. Oh, look at that. It's synergistic, guys. Sure. It's, wow. The circle it's is a good real. Good buzzword. Uh, the, uh, the, do you remember that? Remember that we were talking about Tavern Cut for a minute? I think I was here for like a canning day, and you pointed out the two different barrels that the Tavern Cut came out of. And we would use the can codes on the bottom that one, one had like anchovies and one mm-hmm. had like pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's something that I, I, I always try to talk to people about, you know, in, in beer conversations. Like so you can get differences on so many levels, whether it be this run of one beer and that run of one beer or like the same run of the beer, just in different tanks. Like you may get some sort of a like variance in it. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's is a- that something that you guys fight against or is that something that you guys embrace? I mean, well, embrace. Well, yeah, okay. To some extent, we you embrace get, you it because, going, because uh, we have to. But I guess from a, from like a brew day perspective, <laughs> I do my best to make sure that you know right. every single turn that I cool into those fermenters is identical. Because you know you want to make sure you can't you can't really control what happens after. I mean, you can to some extent, but when it comes to like the amount of sugar going into the tank, the, like everything, like the brew day stats, the IBUs, all that stuff. You can control that, and I always try to do my best because we don't want someone to open a can of Tavern Cut and then someone to open another can and they drink them next to each other and they taste completely different. That's not that's not something we're going for. Which was here. not the case. They didn't taste completely different. It was it's like one had a little more fruity note or something versus yeah. like a you know just very muted. Like you'd have to really know your shit to to find the difference. And so in that case specifically, if I remember correctly, there were two different fermentation uh, manufa- fermentation vessel manufacturers that were involved in that scenario, which we normally don't try to do. But the way that the the tank schedule worked out, I ended up putting. Uh, 30 barrels of it into one of our tanks and 30 barrels of it into one of Miskatonic's tanks. Okay. And they're both different uh, tank manufacturers. So it was kind of like the first time we'd, we've ever done the same beer in two different 
manufacturers yep. tanks and it was we were we were kind of worried about it because uh our tanks have a lot more headspace uh and their tanks are a little little wider a little more squat and uh it could affect the way that the hops like sort of sit in the tank and like the kind of aromatics you get and just the overall flavor profile so um yeah it was it was super interesting to see the subtle differences and uh you know we in the past i had kind of shied away from trying to do that like like if if i I would make sure the tanks would be done in a way where i didn't have to you know even to the detriment of our schedule sometimes i'd be like all right we're gonna have to clean this tank so that way we can make sure we get the beers in the same manufacturer's tanks but after we saw that there wasn't a massive difference it kind of opens up the possibilities for scheduling and makes life a little easier for all of us (laughs) so i mean i would argue that we nailed everything like that, that you just spoke of, we nailed everything on the hot side and going into the fermenter mm-hmm. that it all occurred on the cold side. And I think that that 100%. is what I would say from an embracing standpoint is what's the coolest thing about what we're doing is because it is, this is, this is all very crafted and handmade uh, and special, you know, each, I mean, what I mean in terms of like uh, it's such a small batch that everyone comes out is its own, you know, whatever you want to call it. Oh, yeah. um, and then, the coolest thing about this is like these are our agricultural products so um you know you, it's the beer is a you know direct like downline product of the ingredients that you use um and and again the the dry hop contact time the type of contact it gets the geometry of the tanks how oh yeah we could add the same amount of hops and in the same proportion in two different tanks and that could lead to two different types of flavors maybe only picked up by us um, but each time it comes out, I think that's what makes it special in a sense. You could argue for consistency, um, especially as you make more and you can knock it probably on that. I would still say it's pretty consistent. There just might be as a result, some gnarly things that happen because it's small batch. It's that's, not that it's bad, yeah. you know, it's all very good, that's but it's just, it's just, a, to, it's a new, had. exactly. <laughs> And it's just a different. It's just that it expressed itself slightly different. We yep. may have gotten more of a, you know, uh, less of a dry hop or a different dry hop character. The hops. I mean, who knows what goes on in there? I don't yeah, know. The hops could just take off and do their own thing. There's a the other thing that is important to keep keep uh, keep note of is that like we we go through a ton of hops, so we're always getting them from different suppliers and and stuff like that, different farms. And although the overarching flavor profile and aroma of the hops is pretty similar, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's always going to be some subtle differences from different growers and different farms. So I, I try my best to make sure that both beers are being hopped with the same ratio of hops from the same farms. But sometimes, you know, I'll be like one b- bag of Galaxy short from being even on both sides. So we'll get like this one has one extra bag from this farm and this one has one extra bag from this supplier, you know. And then that can create subtle differences too. It's 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 kind of crazy, and and you know I talk about this all the time to the guys, but like I don't think the the farmers and the the growers get nearly enough credit for these these IPAs that people Almost brew, none. man. Almost none, like, honestly. I mean, not for at least from consumers. Yeah, right? it's when crazy, it comes to man. You guys, yeah, I'm sure you guys throw a lot of praise. I know you're repping that gear all the time too, right? And oh yeah, yeah. We we love we love the hop growers and the the malt growers and everyone who's. Everyone is really killing it these days. Uh. And I think that's one of the coolest things um, is that when we, when we're rubbing a hop uh, before we dry hop with it or before we, you know, even before that, before we add it to the Whirlpool, when we, when there's a hop we really love and we rub it for the first time and it just truly comes off like the bomb and we're just like, holy cow, like this is a really good 
crop of whatever a really good bag of this i think that's the coolest thing i think those are like the the little victories or like the coolest moments we'll look back when this is all kind of said and done and i don't know the day-to-day the day-to-day like real kick-ass experiences like that yeah i remember the first time i smelled strata i was like all right this is going in a lot of beers (laughs) it was like it was group text worthy I i i messaged the guys and i I took a, I don't know if I took a picture of the bag or whatever. I'm just like, guys, get this. this Strata, we're doing a single hop beer with it, which we haven't done yet, but there's one coming soon. Uh, spoilers. But, um, man, we love that hop, and I think that you're going to see it a lot in, in the 2019 yeah. and 2020 and years going on. It's, it's, it brings sort of what Vic Seeger brings to the table in terms of providing a lot of the old school hop characteristics like that, that pine and grassy dankness but not at the expense of the insane tropical fruit and fruit flavor. It's, it's, it's super well done, and I'm very excited to see how that hop grows and how uh, people embrace it and see what it does in beer. Was Herbs the, the Strata one mm-hmm. that you did that was yep. a non-milkshake? Yep. That, that was, was our first non-milkshake right. beer that you Strata. Well, because yep. Old School Hawaii, Blazed Orange, and Codename, right? All Codename, su- no, Codename Supernally Codename. didn't have Strata. No, that right? was no? Uh, Monroe and Enigma. Okay, okay, yeah. So and the Amarillo. Strata Hop, I think, was introduced to me by Blazed Orange Milkshake. Yep. And, and I thought, man, this is exciting. And Herbs and Hordo, you guys got to be proud of that one. I mean, that, oh, that, yeah, yeah. that beer came out, and I don't think anybody realized what, what, what it was going to be. And then once people started to try it, it was like, whoa. Yeah. Lately, the check-ins uh, and, and the words behind it have been pretty cool. Um, I think to get anyone to describe your beer as, or your beer as smelling marijuana-like um, is a pretty high compliment. Uh, and I've seen a, a bunch of that lately. So that's real a cool. A pretty high compliment, this guy. Yeah. Well, it's cool that to see. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that, uh, that a plant, well, I mean, it's a closely associated from the same family type plant. But uh, that, uh, that a hop could... could express those type of notes is pretty cool and that could people could pick up on that well, especially in 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 such a saturated form as it as it does and thanks to cool. jude uh, you jude uh, we should uh, introduce ourselves probably well, right you know I, I, you we can <laughs> just from a voice standpoint. At, the, at the beginning at the beginning of the show you know i'll probably tag something on the front and say say who you guys are all right yeah, you, no you, no i don't mean i talking no I, <laughs> yeah just from a whose voice is who joe you talk no no they, they know, they who know I your am. Name. if they're bothering listening to this they probably they already know, your know who i am yeah. justin I, I give them that so. those bass notes what's up this is uh justin that doesn't sound. This is uh, Justin. It's like sounds like a voicemail. This is Justin. <laughs> Which, like, hey, hey girl. Grace, this is Jeremiah. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Just kidding. Oh man. I'm Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Gonna he, Jeremiah's going to listen to this. He ran fuming. into some issues this morning. I know he wanted to be here. We've been talking about this forever. Let me before before we. I got to tell this story because. Jeremiah, we had this scheduled once before. I mean, right now we're We've sitting here. We had scheduled like two or three times. This with is what, us December third, twenty eighteen. We scheduled one like maybe in April, May, something in May. like that. It was May. And, uh, and Jeremiah calls me the night before, and he's like, "Man, you're gonna kill me." And I'm like, "What?" And he's like, hey, "We can't do it tomorrow." He's like, "I got stuff going on," and uh, you know, something had come up, and. Instead of like being like, all right, hey, you know, and I was like, oh, that's no, no big deal. We'll get a day. You know, we, we went through that. Instead of being like, okay, that's cool, and then we're done, we sat on the phone for 45 minutes talking. And right I on. told him, I'm like, I should have just recorded that conversation <laughs> and made it a podcast. I mean, he went from like everything to just talking, like we're talking about hops and different, you know, hop rubs to, 
to eventually tell me about uh, his plans for wanting this certain festivals that he's been dreaming up for years about high ones and in building, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. Like, you know, just, just re- really, you guys are you guys are awesome people. And he was trying to sell. You, he was trying to sell you on the top of the the, the yep, top yep, of the Sears Tower idea too. I mean, trying to get you, and perhaps the Hancock as well. Right. Yeah. He was thinking two. He was thinking two different ones concurrently. He was like, somebody. <laughs> we should build a bridge between the two, he probably, said, and try to have a festival. About like, you know, I wanted to have the first mile high beer festival, and then somebody explained to me we that can Colorado have the first has mile high <laughs> <Colorado> beer <laughs> festival all the time. <laughs> you could do that in Illinois it. too. Yeah, but hilarious either way. But yeah, and it, and you know, that's my uh, my Jeremiah impression is like. <laughs> I would say it's like a one out of ten. It's it's terrible. It's we so should say thank you no too for your, for your patience, by the way, too. I know nah, this was a, a long that. time coming. I believe that I saw a message from you probably going back to like late 2016. Um, and that led me on a path of being like, <laughs> all right, let's check these out. The hilarious part is, well, no, I didn't start till 2017. So all right. late 2017 was, was when late. I started. But So that would have been December 2017, so we're a year in. But the, the funny thing was I talked to Jeremiah for a while through text messages right on and then like i had started through the facebook page sure contacting you guys and then eventually i was talking to you through facebook right talking to jeremiah like you know i would talk to him and then like two days later jude would send me a message through facebook and then this was before justin even came on i mean and then then i met this this beast of a man he <laughs> just, just fell in love just fell in love with this guy i mean Oh, okay. Sorry. So let's get back to that's that's Justin talking. You got his voice. Yeah, now we got Jude. This is Jude. We should probably grab another beer. By the way, I don't know if there's ever a time. We're to gonna run out. always the time to to take to a break and grab one. We're not, I'm not gonna stop. Me and Justin can keep talking, or whoever whoever wants to go get the beer, go get the beer. We'll, we'll get more of these. We'll chat. Get some we'll double chat. grit, or Ooh. some uh, milk stachio. All of the above. So yeah. So now that Jude's gone, let's let's get real <laughs> with it. <No. laughs> we sent him on his way. So uh, what are you what are you brewing today? Because you, you you guys are that the Miskatonic hot butcher thing. Yeah, You're yeah. waiting on forklifts. You know it's a brew day. It's a Monday. Yeah, yeah. So Miskatonic is actually canning and brewing today, which makes it uh it makes it a little tougher to prepare for my brew day. It's going to happen directly after their brew day. Uh, it helps kill. Uh, th- this podcast is actually at the perfect time because uh, there's not really much I can do in here it's right now. It's what I do, Justin. It's what I do. It's like you timed it perfectly. It's like I knew. It's like I knew. It's like you knew. So, uh, yeah, they're canning, and uh, I'm kind of waiting on the forklift to load up my grain and get it milled. And um, the beer that's going to be going into the mash tun and the kettle and the fermenter today is uh, is actually going to be double blazed orange milkshake. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Why? Wait, why? why would you say that? Why would you say that to people? What do you right, mean? So now people are going to be all excited, and they're going to be, they're going to be. <laughs> it's going to, I mean, expectations, you know. Mad erections, mean? son. Yeah, I mean, I mean. All right. So what? What blaze orange milkshake is a uh, six percent or seven six, and a half? Se- is it? Yeah. So isn't that already like double? Bla- <laughs> no, it's a double IPA, but it's not double blazed orange. So when you say double blazed orange, you're talking like double vanilla. Yep. Double, double uh, lactose. Double uh, hops maybe like not double lactose. Probably like one and a half the lactose. I mean, it's okay. not it's not super linear. Okay. Uh, I don't really want to go double the hops because then it's going to be like a double dry opt IPA, <laughs> which you know just could be could be everything. good. It just okay. it's just for milkshake IPAs. You know, I for me personally, I feel like you kind of want to dial down the the hop level. You want it to be there, but you don't want it to get in the way of the vanilla and the the orange. So yeah, double the vanilla, double the orange. Uh, probably hops along the lines of like. 
maybe some of our IPAs, um, and then nine and a half percent. So we're we're oh. super excited about it. Uh, it'll and be our first time brewing it. Strata. Oh yeah. What what else is in there? Strata. Citra. Strata. Citra. Citra. Strata. Yep. Okay. So that'll be fun. Oh my god! You just killed like half the noise by sh- no by shutting that door. Oh, he did. Good move. <laughs> that actually killed like a bunch of the it noise. It did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of it that way. I was thinking it's coming like from right here on this door. Let's go more of this. Anyways, my apologies. So yeah, so so what's the what's the approach? I mean, honestly, I'd rather go back to the. I want I want to go back to the origins to tie into what you're saying right now yeah, about yeah. about blazed orange milkshake. I mean, you guys made uh, as Jude and Jeremiah uh, early days hot butcher. You guys made blazed orange. I mean, blazed orange was the thing. That was a what, like a six percent APA, six and a half percent. Yeah, like APA, you nailed it. Right? Yeah, Citra and Simcoe. Okay, so what what sparked the the thought to like, you know, obviously somewhere along the line somebody said we should try a milkshake. Yeah. And then why? Let's do it based on blazed orange. Um, the name I would say. I don't want to say it's pretty obvious, but um, that was probably like the vehicle, the license to do it. Um, I mean, I think just like anything, we had had brewed with hops from the very beginning and said that that was going to be um, that was going to be our mo. Um, and having a name like Hopbutcher for the world was licensed to not only use all the bangers, but seek out the up and comers and the ones that didn't have names to them and that were just numbers. Um, always with the goal of kicking out exciting beer kicking out kind of this this like new flavor experience hopefully new layers of flavors derived from hops that we had never um experienced or tasted or maybe tasted with some of our contemporaries that were motivated and inspired by or some of our um you know the 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 shoulders of giants that i think that that we find ourselves standing on with a lot of breweries in this uh in the city um and within the country um so it all kind of came from First and foremost, wanting to create kick-ass beers and exciting beers that that people really dug, so, and I so think wait, part of that you... space. Go ahead. Go part ahead. of that Sorry. space, I think, was that um, we got clear beers and we have hazy beers, um, and we hadn't made a milkshake type beer. Um, and I think there's nothing cooler than than making something yourself and be able to taste what comes of it. Um, so I thought that that was a, or we thought that that was an exciting space that we were not yet playing in what's that conversation um, look like i mean is at this point I, is it the three of you guys yeah. is, it, is it jeremiah justin jude it's us three sitting out there talking about what we're going to do within the next month or two or three um kind of assessing where we currently are finding any gaps there talking about and not even that that sounds all that sounds lame uh just talking <laughs> about like what 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 would really You're excite an old man, us jude um all right you know, right uh, but we knew <laughs> but but we knew that uh on the flip side we wanted to get into milkshakes um justin drinks a lot of beer justin's got a good palate just he just told me he doesn't yeah. that's justin. what he just said <laughs> he's tied in i mean i think one of the the greatest things that i respect of you justin um and one of the things i value the most is that he's 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 passionate um he's knowledgeable got a great palate and he's tied into current events and what's really going on so i feel he's got his ear to the ground which i think is important that we all have our ear to the ground he's got a spotify subscription <laughs> yeah. so no, that, it's a prescription prescription yeah come on I, we should have recorded all of that we, yeah, missed, yeah, we right. missed out <laughs> everyone's so gonna miss content. that joke they have no <laughs> idea what we're talking about um i'll i'll throw it over to him but we knew first time one of the first two or three times justin and i met probably sat down had a couple beers had some food together he had brewed a beer um, that was really kick-ass. I'm not going to ruin the story. I'm going to let him tell it. So we kind of <laughs> knew it. already that, 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 that we tasted something 
that we knew we could be capable capable of producing and that we knew that Justin knew the the right the exact way to execute it because he had already made a kick-ass beer just like it yeah, so yeah. I'll turn over the page to you yeah so uh I remember the first time that I had seen like a tired hands milkshake uh, and I remember being kind of enamored with the way they made it. Like it seemed like they went through so many steps to to make a beer like that. And I I wasn't quite sure if it was the flavor profile was completely derived from all the different things they did to make their milkshake a milkshake. You know they use like they use green apple puree. They use uh, they use wheat flour, I believe, and they use a bunch of other stuff. And I always thought like, hmm, Is I wonder green apple puree. Yeah, they do every single one. Uh, what? Yeah, they use green apple puree. They does condition it, it on. Does the world know that? Or I think so. Yeah, yeah I, I never so. heard. I was that. There, I actually it was in the Steel the Steel Beer, beer Podcast. podcast yeah. 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 What? Which one? There's a podcast hosted by uh, Augie Carton of Carton Brewing out okay. of New Jersey. It's oh called God. Steel This Beer. I gotta find this. Okay. Yeah, 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 it's a so, good podcast. So I remember Steel becoming kind of enamored with it, and and I had mentioned back when I was when I was the assistant brewer at Ram under under Sean Burns, uh, who's now at Moore. Uh, I remember talking with him about it, and we had just started brewing a bunch of New England style IPAs, and I was like. I was like, hey, man, let's let's do a milkshake. And, and you know, like we were just kind of like I, I'm that kind of person that even even though we're still trying to figure out, you know, how to how to make one thing the right way. I'm I'm let's try kind all. of never satisfied in, in the sense of doing uh, doing the same thing over and over and over again. I, I'm not really a big fan of that. <laughs> so uh, while we were trying, even though we weren't doing the same thing, we were it was sort of the same kind of concept. Where we're like, all right, let's make an APA this time, or let's make a New England double, let's make a New England triple, let's double dry hop it. Like, we're I'm still trying, trying to figure all. all that out in Chicago, and uh, I was like, let's do a milkshake. And you know, there's a lot of moving parts that go into that, and you know, me and Sean ended up never doing one together. So uh, eventually, when he left to go open more, they promoted me to head brewer at Ram, and I was like, all right, it's my time to shine. I'm going to do a milkshake. Is that how you were? You're like, my uh, time, bitches. Yeah, so in uh, in pure Justin fashion, the first beer I brewed wasn't a milkshake. It was actually an Imperial Brown Ale. I thought you were going to say like a Pilsner or something. <laughs> no, no. It was an Imperial Brown Ale with uh, coffee, cinnamon, and uh, maple syrup. It was awesome. No uh, cacao sounds, nibs. That sounds no awesome. No cacao nibs? No nibs. The one I brought to the festival had nibs. No The nibs. one that you first tried. No nibs. But, uh... The second beer I did was a New England style, and I had full intentions of kegging off half of it, uh, serving that as a New England style, and then taking what was left in the serving vessel and turning that into a milkshake. So that was uh, that was whisk. That was the first ever milkshake I ever did, and it was actually it was a mango milkshake IPA. So, so wait, so in the serving vessel? Yeah. So it was in kegs. Wait. So when, half when the batch serving was in vessel. kegs. Close. Serving vessel is like a bright tank. And at Ram, we had eight of them, and they so sat in the So you're pouring right off the tanks. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yep. Like if you go to dry hop. Cry, open out cry pours right off the tank. Right. Corridor pours yep. right off the tanks. Can we plug okay. for a second? If you go to dry hop on December 5th. Who's dry hop? For the release. Tell me more. Our partners in brand. crime on a brand beer boys. called Milk Stachio, which is uh, chocolate pistachio milk stout, which comes out this uh, Wednesday. December so fifth. Ho- December fifth, uh, Wednesday. I'll see if I can get December fifth. See if I can get this out today or tomorrow if I get time. But you know, that, uh, hopefully. In retrospect, I hope you were all there. I hope we had a lot yeah. of beers. Get a time machine. And I hope that you had. A, I hope fifth, that you had a great time. But if you go there or if you went there and you saw what was above the bar, those are all serving tanks. Now, will uh, who will be representing for Hot Butcher at Dry Hop? I think all three of us are yeah. there. Okay, so future people go say <laughs> go say hi <laughs> yes. to future jude and go say hi to future jeremiah and justin nice don't be afraid to pat them on the back justin likes it on the bum so and, I, you know. and i hope we uh, his shoulders too 
shoulders. A lot of shoulder work. Oh god! This guy throws a lot of gra- a lot of grain in hot water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Builds yeah, out some deltoids and pecs and forearms. Oh, wait, oh let me plug he while you guys are plugging. Next week I'll be sitting down with Brant. Is it Dubevic? Uh, it's, I believe it's Dubovic. Dubovic. So I'll be sitting down be with Brant at Dry Hop uh, for the you know the, just a week from today. So his his episode will be coming up too. So they make nice. really good beer, they really 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 good beer, and they have dynamite a, food too. Yeah, they do. They got a really cool crew. Oh, for sure. Over there, can't wait to get over there. It'll be my Who's first it? time. Steve, Zach, Frank, what's yeah. up? Shout out. <laughs> what's up? It's like New York Radio. <laughs> All right, my bad. My bad. Let's let's go. Justin, go back, go back. So oh, so I mean, whisk serving I? vessel. We're <laughs> yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, splitting yeah, off half of that yeah, first yeah. New England uh, whisk um, serving tanks. So difference in kegs. Yeah. So I, uh, I I tried a bunch of different vanillas. I tried everything from like extract to imitation to vanilla beans. I aged a bunch of the different kegs, and I ended up selling on something I liked. And I I added to the serving tank, and I did the whole the whole half batch, and uh, it it actually turned out way better than i expected for a first try and i i uh, i took it to uh i think i took it to like uh like a schaumburg ballpark brew fest or something like that i don't remember where i, I served that, for like the, the schaumburg flyers the boomers, flyers, or, the, yeah. boomers yeah. or the flyers and or? i had i had done some uh some leg work and uh had gotten i kind of like drew my own label in microsoft paint or something like that or photoshop and I was, like, I was like, that we're going to send it. Paint. Well, that sounds typical of here. <laughs> Who's the old guy here? He's bringing up paint. He's like 25. Yeah, right. We're going, <laughs> they uh, still make paint? No, uh, they officially don't make paint anymore. Yeah, but either way. <laughs> sweeper. I, I okay, it was, it was Photoshop. My bad, my bad. So I send that into corporate, and they send me back a label that's like professional. I was like, sweet. But it had all the same sort of, uh, same sort of things going on that my you know really janky homemade label had and i was like cool we're gonna put this in crawlers we're gonna release this beer and uh it's gonna it's kind of it's gonna be like the whole full experience it's not gonna be like someone coming to a brew pub and just being like oh there's a milkshake on tap it's like i was presenting a united front in that like this is a brand of a milkshake that's gonna be released and it actually it worked out really well so i made a couple i made an orange one which what, what time frame was that justin was that 2017 2016? late 2017 right okay. mid yeah, mid seventeen. Uh, it had to be around. I had orange October seventeen. Around so. April or May, there wasn't a shit cool. ton of milkshakes going on outside of like Tired Hands and maybe some people right, that yeah. had followed that path at that time. Yeah. Right, and uh, I mean it. It turned out really good, and uh, so I had made. I made. I ended up making like three of three of them while I was at Ram. So then when I joined Hot Butcher, I was like, I gotta keep going down this train. I, I want to do it. Let's do thirty barrels of a milkshake. <laughs> And uh, you know the first couple week, the first couple months, uh, how about you? I mean, every other week, I'm saying to these guys, let's do a milkshake. Is that how it happened? I don't recall. Uh, I think I think it happened like that. Nope, I want to hear how every other week we're we're like we're like uh, we're we're coming up up. with the 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 brew schedule, the production schedule, and let's do a milkshake. I'm like whispering in their ears, like late night. You know, three a.m. Three a.m. I would text them. uh, (laughs) So now, now it's late late night booty call. No, I mean, yeah, I I would just uh, let's make that. Let's make. I drive to their I drive to their houses, drop notes in their mailbox. Let's make a milkshake. And uh, (laughs) one day that was you calligraphy. (laughs) Letters. I thought that I thought it was getting a random milkshake. And then Jude was like, Jude was like, let's uh let's expand what we do. Let's make a milkshake. I was like. Brilliant. And they're like, oh, man. <laughs> like, I've been like, saying glad, this. Glad I thought of this. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying this the whole time. So uh, we, we pretty much uh, we started with the base recipe and I had been brewing at Ram, um, and we scaled it up 30 barrels. Is that legal? Will they yell at you for brewing it? 
Uh, I mean, <laughs> there's only so many grains out there. That's it's true. uh, it's That's it's not point. the exact same recipe. There's some there's some subtle differences. Vanilla ice would tell you the same thing about pressure. Yeah, <laughs> there's only so many so many chords out there. One of the those aren't huge songs <laughs> like that. <laughs> one of the most important differences is that uh, instead of Chinook, which I used in the original one. We uh, we we tried to find a Chinook substitute because we didn't have any at the time. We wanted it too. We wanted it. Strata was a backup plan. Interesting, because uh, you know Chinook's not exactly what everybody's ideal hop for the right hazies. Right. Unless you're like you get good Chinook. I just I or loved the you get balance good that it created with Citra. You know, like Citra Chinook, like when they're together, it's you get you get massive massive tropical fruit, but then you get that little bit of light like spicy pine that works super well with any sort of like sweet fruit and vanilla that you put in with the beer so and it depends who you get it from too and where it grew and what lot yeah. it came from big shout out to crosby's yeah. chinook i love it yeah yeah Who's, what's crosby's where are they at? what's up with them uh they're just more another farm, i mean yeah. just one of you know three or four i mean there's several actually but just like anything we get our our grains and we get our hops from certain malts or from certain suppliers we back up um and they're located at different points in the country that have different climates different latitudes and longitudes and um, variations in temperature, different soils, and that all affects how the end product. So their Chinook is out. like known to be the shiz, or so yes. we we think. Well, at least I I, yeah. I like it. I know that uh, a lot of people throw love for the Hophead Farms Michigan grown Chinook, and that that stuff's great too. I just uh, Shout for out to for whatever Farm. reason I I love the Crosby Chinook. It's it's like cotton candy, grapefruit, pine. It's it's everything I want to hop. And that on that point, that's probably the one one of the coolest things about all of us coming together, me, Jer, and uh, and Justin, is that you know, for a while, it's just Jer and I started the company, started the brewery, excuse me, um, and are relying entirely on our own brewing experience and sensory experience and everything building up to that. Um, so to have someone with uh, brewing experience as well and sensory and someone that's had the highs and the lows and has probably experienced failures that we expense failure or experience failures or successes but you know found things to learn from or got a good thing of that or a bad batch of this or blah 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 um and was able to move forward with it i think that the greatest thing was like how can justin can say come over and be like well you know this chinook from crosby that i used is awesome it's like if we're if we haven't used chinook uh you know in our lifetimes or in our brewing experience we don't know that that's really good perspective and that's really good information to bring in and that's just one of many you know um examples i'd say that that justin has brought to the table it's like just another informed set of experiences that you know you could bring to the whole to make it to make it greater and better you know so we're, we're still flowing through the origin story of the milkshake right now yeah. so yeah. so you're you finally Sent enough letters. <laughs> sure. You, see, you finally whispered enough times milkshake, right? Yeah. And, and you know what? I'm, I'm trying to give this beer its due because it was a monster. It was yeah. a monster initially. I, I think when it hit the shelves at first, it wasn't. I think it hit the shelves the first day, Blazed Orange Milkshake. People didn't know what to expect. Yeah, I yeah. think people were like, oh, yeah, I've had Blazed Orange before. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Like, what, what, I don't know what, what they did to it that's making it that much better. And then that night, I remember that night after it kind of hit the first places like Iron and Glass and uh, Crafted, uh, some of the first places to have it, and you'd see these posts in, like, beer groups and stuff, and it was like, holy shit, because it, it was released next to Plasmapheric and, uh, and Reply. Reply. Yeah. 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 yeah, so, I mean, just from my perspective, so, yeah, so we, we, um, we, we made a beer called Reply Hazy Try Again. Um, which was a uh, Citra Motueka and Simcoe. 
Double IPA, right on. Uh, and then we made a beer right using. <laughs> right on. Right on. himself with that the right eye. Like, right on. Right on. I was looking for, was looking right for confirmation. Sometimes the, the Simcoe's and the Motuecas get mixed up yeah. um, when they're with another hop. Um, and then what? Uh, the dudes from Finback came out at that same time. We brewed this uh, beer called Plasmospheric Kiss with uh, cool Meridian, beer. which cool was another. Beer. Yeah, that, that beer yeah, was cool. Yeah, we used uh, Raw Old World. Or, yeah, it was Raw Old World. Pill that's hard to say ten times fast. Rar, rar, rar old, old world. world pills. Rar you really have world. to enunciate that. Rar old the, world. The, everybody pills. at home is like well, Justin's drunk. Say clearly, it, he can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the elder secret is. So that's what the elder secrets of the that past. was mosaic and, and meridian. Um, so and then we did that. Um, yeah, I remember when we posted that to Instagram too. Um, you kind of saw something click right away. Um, and, and shout out and respect to everyone, uh, who was kicking out milkshake IPAs, uh, locally at the time too. Cause I know we weren't the, we weren't the first ones. Um, you know, it, it, there was something I think about the, the blaze orange label, um, that was normally orange with black lettering that came out with white lettering, but that it was an orange milkshake. Um, but in terms of like that coming out, forget Instagram, but then actually tasting it the first time I had a beer similar to that, which was Justin's orange whisk. That was a new flavor experience that I experienced. And there was something about the orange Plus and the vanilla and the hops. Um, fuck you, man. That, and, the, <laughs> and the color of the beer as well. Uh, that he gave me some beer and I brought it home. And we drank it at home. And that was like, all right, I never tried anything like this. So I think there definitely is that first time you sipped it. At least for me, I hadn't had, up, hadn't had anything up to that point where it was like, all right, what's going on here? So, I mean, I imagine that happened. For you a know, lot of people, tenfold. Well, yeah. So yeah. since this is about me, um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> right. <you tell laughs> I'm gonna us, go ahead and dive story. dive into my own tell us story, story about tell it. Us. You ready? Okay. Yeah. So this is this is what happened with me. Right. So I, I my friends, I got I got two really close beer friends. So I got I got my buddy Mike Maxwell, and my buddy uh, Steve Kroby. They're great dudes. So we're we're all we're, we're all having this conversation one night drinking. You know, we buy a bunch of hot butcher stuff. We buy a bunch. You know, we, we support a lot of the local local beers. But you know, you guys have this system, which I I think I want to talk to you about here shortly. Is is kind of like this every other week type deal where you're releasing kind of fresh new stuff. So we we got talking one night while we were drinking or having a bottle share. It was like, man, we are spending so much money on beer it is astronomical. You know, it's like <laughs> every week somebody's pounding the wallet. Definitely so, adds up. So we, we, we were like, Hey, we, we need to, we need to do something about this. So we say, all right, well, you know, everybody's got PayPal, Venmo, whatever it is. It's like, so if Joe's by the local bottle shop and the hot butchers out that day, he buys one of each four pack and we split them off. You know, if you're doing two, you know, we'll buy three, four packs and go two, two and two and whatever, however right. you, we can figure it out. For sure. So you guys drop three that time. So I get, I get one of each and then my buddy Mike's like, Hey, all right. So we get, who gets two of what, you know? And he's like, he had previous experience with uh, reply hazy. He's the one that introduced me to you guys a couple of years back with, uh, like maybe a year and a half ago with two flat and cool. scrap metal, you know, <clears throat> the first runs of it. So, I'm like, all right, I'll get. I'll oh, right on. Those up. were the first two. Yeah, I think those were the first two that he, like, I mean, he'd been drinking you guys' stuff from like but, the first runs. But yeah, for but me, for I you. think the first ones I had was the Idaho Seven Two Flat. Right on. And the uh, scrap metal. That was a good time. That was Jul- that was late. That was late July 17th. Yeah, it was that hot. sounds right. It was really hot. Sounds right. Right on. That's cool. I didn't know that. That's cool. So I, uh, I'm sitting there at Iron and Glass, and I pick up the three four packs, and I'm like, who gets what? 
So my buddy Steve's like, I, I like the can on that plasmapheric. I'll take two of those. My buddy Mike's like, I've had Reply Hazy before. I'll take two of those. I'm like, well, I guess I'm stuck with the orange one. I get two of that and one, <laughs> of, one of the other ones. So I cracked my first blazed orange that night with a couple of friends over. And all of us just like jaw dropped just like like what in the fuck is this like this just this is orange creamsicle just somebody took a light or two and just melted it into your glass like it was insane so i'm texting them and my buddy mike had opened his his one blazed orange and he was like you son of a bitch <laughs> you, <laughs> like, you won this one like he thought i had like inside information like right on you knew this was going to be a big <laughs> beer and you, you know so that that was funny for us and then we again i saw it on one of the bigger beer groups locally chicago somebody posted it you know, some guy that has pretty big amount of respect in the in the consumer side of things. So I, th- I just remember people looking for it over and over that first run of it, and remember stumbling on it like with no limits on it at like a standard market, I think in Westmont. Awesome. Buying like all the four packs awesome. of it. You know? <laughs> like I'll just take them all. I think that was the gnarliest thing about that is like shortly after Justin and I we flew out to uh, to to Denver and then Greeley, Colorado to pour at uh, Weldworks hosted their their first uh, their first beer fest Weldworks Invitational um, to great you know, event yeah great event. what's Weldworks no, I'm just kidding <laughs> they uh, it, which by the way was uh, awesome people awesome venue oh, insane yeah. hospitality we had we had such a good time uh, and they treated everyone so good um, yeah. but you know. Justin saying the first time he had it, you saying the first time you had it, me saying the same thing, seeing that that look uh, on people's faces the first time they had it was pretty was pretty gnarly. So shortly after we poured at a couple fests and to see that kind of like, that little still switch go now. off. It's yeah, still happening right now, on. even with the last batch of it. Like it's still it's still funny to watch people mind just get because it's usually the not. I mean, it's it's the beer guys too, but it's also the people that the beer guys bring with them that don't really For like sure. beer. Right? They go, what? <laughs> like, I don't like IPAs. I don't like hoppy stuff. I don't like this. I don't like that. Then you hand them that beer, and they're like, what's this? Like that's an IPA, technically. It's, <laughs> so that's it's one of those like rare kind of beers that can please not only the people who are like super super into beer and know that have been doing it for a while, you know. That have like more palettes that are Your beer snobs. Yeah, you yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. You can just say beer snobs. But <laughs> it can also please people who you know may not may not be super into beer, you know, or they haven't given beer a chance, or that they just haven't had a beer that has really resonated with them. And it's one of those beers that you know everyone could drink. You know, if I it's, hand it to my mom and she likes it, then I'm good. Like, and like the two beers that I've handed to my mom and she asked for more was. Blazed orange milkshake and strawberry marbles. So I know <laughs> nice. where her palate's at right, right now. <laughs> nice. And I, that's probably the most like the the most fulfilling thing. Like we said, like uh, we we go through hop combos and selecting our next beer and selecting our not co- our next hop combos, hoping that you know we're gonna hit on a, a flavor that hasn't been experienced before. And you know pr- maybe the chances of that happening aren't you know aren't so high. Um, because again, like uh, there's only so many hops, and we're not the first people to combine citra and mosaic, let's say. Um, but you hope that for whatever reason, you know, at, at this place and time, at this time of day, on this specific day of the month, at this specific temperature, out, I don't know that that things align and somehow you can coax flavors out that haven't been coaxed before. And then I think that you have all of us as beer drinkers have these uh, these these one or two or three or uh, these memories that sometimes come along, which get ingrained into your mind of the first time you tried this or the yeah. first time or the first time you smelled this um and it 
And again, it's probably few and far between, but uh, for at least for me, the first time I had a beer similar to that was one of those. And that's just uh, the, the, the gnarly part or the fulfilling part about that is just like, you don't always hit on that, but when you do, it's like, yeah. hell yeah. Very, so very few beers see if we out can there do that have, again. have had that impact on me and watch and me being able to watch other people get that impact made on them. Not just the instant impact, but yeah. also the lasting, like, uh, I think we had a conversation at one point, like, you know, one thing that I love about you guys is like, you know, it's a, it's a double, it's double sided. Like I, I like being able to come here and do canning. I get that you guys are getting technically kind of like a free labor, like a volunteering level where people, you know, come here and help you guys can beer. Basically you're putting pack techs on things, you know, and, and stacking cases, but it's a social atmosphere. It's a cool thing. Um, and that it's been kind of like a social aspect of this and, and trying all these different beers and we've had conversations during these times. So it's like nice to get these like inside conversations with things. So you guys did blazed orange milkshake. It hit, you guys knew it was a hit. And then there was kind of like a post time after that, where it was like a timeline of what to do next. Right. I mean, how long did it take you guys to figure out that that beer was money, you know, like, like consumer from the consumer side, yeah. not from your, you guys knew it probably when you tasted it, but you know, once you're like, damn, this thing is big right now. I think from a, from a response, it, it probably, um, most closely reminded us the first time we really, we released a beer called galaxy bowl. Um, so yeah. when we released that, it was, uh, you know, the, the feedback up to that point was maybe something that we hadn't experienced up until then. So the, the type of enthusiasm behind uh, Blazed Orange most closely kind of matched that. So we knew, you know, especially if you, we'll, we'll follow on tap. So we'll see what the feedback is. Um, so we started to see that that beer started to get legs and started to spread out, not just from the Chicagoland area, but that it was being drinking in other places. And, traded. And traded, for other, which is crazy. Country, yeah. um, so, I mean, I think we knew, it was just maybe a matter of time to pick the right spots. I mean, we've got, you could ask Justin, Justin probably has, you know, 20, 20 beers of hop combos that he'd love to do. And the same goes for me and Jeremiah. So we're always looking for spots even today of, you know, when can we insert this beer here or there? I guess it was just a question of when can we get this back in the mix? Because, you know, we haven't done that Nelson galaxy beer yet. So when are we going to do that beer? But knowing, Hey, this is exciting right now. Uh, you like to think there's an element of like people are talking about it and that's what they're looking for. Well, you know, mm. let's be able to feed into that a little well, bit. Yeah, Don't so you have to balance that? Like that was killer. It's been a month or whatever it is. Let's brew it again. Or then, or the other side of that is let's brew another take on that. You know, like, sure. It's all that. There's, right. so, there's so much like stuff in beer. That's like a base yeah. that you tweet, you know, you play with. It so, feeds into creativity too. I mean, it's like the need, the need to, I feel that the coolest thing about brewing is like the desire and the need to be able to express yourself in some way. And the beer is really the, the, the biggest extension of that. The liquid is, is the biggest extension of being able to express yourself creatively. So uh, it's probably a thing of not wanting to repeat yourself, um, you know, and wanting to do something new, but at the same time saying like, hey, if there's something good staring you in the face, like it's a no brainer. Justin, what are you going to say? Yeah. So uh, to shine a little bit of light on that one. Uh, Sean. There was. Sean. What? Sean. Sean. some light. This guy's got great vocabulary. Yeah. Wow. There's nothing you can take away wow. from Jude. Wow. Wow. So, uh, yeah, we were, uh, we, 
We, kind we of, had to talk about it. We were yeah, debating we, whether or not we There was actually a lot of to. internal debate about whether or not we should come back and do 60 barrels of it, like within a month. And was the, was they, the first run 30? Yeah. 30, okay. They, and it was a month. Jude and Jeremiah, I guess it was mainly me versus Justin Jude and Jeremiah. I, oh, look at the I was, I was super interested Just in... Just like, the drama. I was Creating like, division. I was like, I'd already, on the airways. I, you know, this is the second time I've brewed an orange milkshake IPA. I kind of want to... I want to try something else. And uh, we were discussing it, and... and you know, I, I finally came around to their viewpoint once I realized uh, just I had I'd seen I'm a part of like most of the beer groups on Facebook that are local, like Chicago Craft Beer Alliance and you IBU represent. and all that. So I, I see like it was kind of it was almost like comical, like every other post was blazed orange. And I'm like, what's what's going on here? Like, is, is this real life? Yeah. Like, like, this, this is crazy. Like, so I realized that there's a, like even though I had seen all those people that post that, I realize that's still a small a small amount of the population of beer drinkers in Chicagoland. With all due respect. Yeah, for no, sure. No yeah. disrespect. Though. Yeah, no, not at yeah. all. Yeah, it's in I, the Geneva I, Convention. No, I mean, I love, I love reading moment. the posts, and I love, I love everything negative, positive. I love reading all of it. It's, it's, it's super important. It informs decisions we make on a daily basis uh, yeah. to some extent. And when we decided to do 60 barrels of it again, I, I was kind of genuinely interested to see how that would go over. And it was like, it had, it was like it had carried on like we hadn't released it in months. Yep. It was crazy. I was like, wow, uh, it was it was really a good call to do that. Yeah, you have oh, a. Cons- it was you crazy. A- it was crazy. I saw it from the consumer side, man. It was crazy when it came back out for the second time. It was like not one of those uh, sequels, never as good as the original yeah, numbers. It-, it was like the right amount of people got their hands on it and then also spread the word and the right amount of people didn't get it yet. Yeah. So it was and like people were still clamoring. And as the producers of that kind of stuff that we're always, we're always uh, concerned about consistency. And, and that, that to me is a big key that when I, when I came on board, I wanted to really uh, bring that to the table was, you know, I, I can do the same thing the same way every time and make sure that the beer is going to taste like it did the first time we did it. Right. And that was really my first true test of that, you know, like we're, we're going in a, on only a month of not having brewed this beer. And if there's differences, people are going to know, you know, for so sure. And we, the, I think we were all like super, super happy with how that second batch turned out and in ways it kind of surpassed the first batch. And I was like, wow, this is, this is crazy. It's, it's funny how a month could, could be relative, right? So there's probably people that might be listening to this right now and a month to them can mean one thing and a month to us can mean another right. thing. And it probably all depends on your operation and, and for me, I always look at it as, as beer release. Like, you know, when it comes to, man, when's the last time they did that one? You know, sure. So like for sure. Right. Six months equals a lot. Right. For, and some places and, and others, you know, might not it could be nothing. Um, so those are definitely the conversations that uh, that we had around that time. I mean, you, you definitely think of the first time you have anything, you probably romanticize it. So it's probably hard to live up to 100%. the first time you had it. So definitely discussions of like, is this too soon? Um, do we want to go another route? Is it going to be as good as the first one? Um, and uh, and to Justin's credit, I mean, the beer was, was kick-ass. It crushed. The well, next time. That's a, hila- and, it's a hilarious concept for for. But, what Go I was going to say real quick, though, is oh, I apologize, oh. is but, you, you know, apologize to me, <laughs> but that goes. probably it's about but, you guys. I, but I guess, you know, you you take all that into consideration. Um, but then, you know, I guess you have the moment of like, hey, like the reason we're doing it is this. It was kick ass. Uh, people loved it. Um, it's a celebration of beer um, and it's exciting. 
Like what, what, is, what are wrong, what is wrong with any of those three things? Those would be the reasons that we do it. Let's do it again. That sounds kick-ass. At the core of our brewery is a celebration of drinking beer and making beer and being with people who you like to drink beer with and kind of having that be a catalyst or a background to everything that's just going on. Um, so ultimately though, so I think that feeds into like just not being uh, maybe uh, scared to kind of just, let's say, let's just go ahead and do it um, because we know our intentions are true and we know it's authentic. And at the end of the day, we'll be able to tell that story. At the end of the day, it's just about all of us getting together and having a beer and having that kind of serve as a backdrop of having a good time in life. So it's like, hell yeah, this beer is kick-ass. Let's oh. do it again. See, I and thought that's you were the, in your evil you, lair you, printing uh, money. Do you see the tears from my eyes after <laughs> that beautiful speech? But that's the, that's the driving force of our brewery is like we, we love drinking beer. We, uh, we love making beer. Uh, it's the gnarliest thing to think that people enjoy drinking our God, beer. Super gnarly. Yeah, right on. <laughs> and to see that 360 thing happen, we're all. I mean, we're we 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 only exist in this 360 degree circle uh, with 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 everyone that picks up our beer on the other end, and it's just this constant loop that goes back and forth. And that's probably the gnarliest thing about beer. What's that? When did you start the sponsorship with Patagonia? That's what I want to know. Every time I see you, <laughs> you have on so much Patagonia gear. No comments. It's a hat or in the shirt. He's got. He's a Patagonia junkie, I think. Sorry, hey, I just had. Awesome. I just, I just another, looked at your hat. And I'm like, I have no. Hey, we should reach out. out. We should do a collab like, with Patagonia. Yeah, Patagonia. Like they can go. They can go hike and forage for you guys. We're gonna make uh, whatever. I don't know. That would be. We're gonna make, make little little koozies that are. Shaped yes. like jackets that yes. fit fit around a fit around a sixteen ounce can. That's the dope shit right there. That's what's up. So you we, should go talk. The I think the Aslan guys. You should talk Aslan. to the Aslan guys. Yeah. I think they have Aslan branded like well, Patagonia quilted. I think the main beer. You should go the Aslan give fellas. Main beer was company that uh, a call. stealing signs? Yep. Yes. Stealing signs, dude. Those guys, yeah. guy. That's what you guys do awesome really people. well is like you Kai bring Andrew, you bring up? these other beers to me, these other companies to me. Like I didn't know about. Uh, Who's codenamed Super Gnarly? Uh, Odd Thirteen. Yeah, like, and then oh. I and then I see them other places, you know, like, uh, and then I go, oh, th- this brand now has meaning to me. I'll try that now, you know, like right if on. I see that somewhere or see they've collabed with somebody else in the Chicagoland area. I mean, that's a cool thing. That's the coolest thing about collaboration, right? Oh, well, no, the coolest thing is when you take a picture for social media of a pallet full of random uh, sherbet ice cream, like <laughs> for sure. <laughs> And then decide you're gonna put it in a beer. I mean, in all in all seriousness, the coolest thing about those collab days it's like it's like bringing in buddies from out of town to just drink beer with all day. I mean, yeah. who and wouldn't want to do that? You yeah. know what I mean? It's it's so much fun. We we always have a blast. And Eric and Brandon, those guys are one of a kind people. Yeah. And yeah. it's like even the first time I met them, it was like. It was like meeting friends that I hadn't seen in a couple of years. It was crazy, you know? The challenge always is you you may have only communicated through email at that point. Yeah. um, Or maybe exchange messages. I can relate to that now doing this because there's so many of these podcasts that I've done that I've only communicated through email. You guys are one of the few people that, you know, I've spent time with in and out of fest versus being here in canning and yeah. doing all that stuff so i know you guys a little bit right but most of my shows are you know a lot of them i'm just communicating through email for sure and the challenge is probably you got to break ice right away right um and that could go well or, i've kept or, doing it yeah. and gotten 60 episodes out of it because <laughs> people in this industry tend to be pretty fucking yeah, cool great. like <laughs> yeah for sure for sure um and so, so 
Did I, make, I lose your train no, of thought on the collabs? No, it's cool. No, I mean, you're right. I was thinking about that is the coolest part uh, of, of the industry. First off, that people, that, that we're all kind of like, uh, we all gravitate and the, the common thing that we have is, is a love of beer. And it is cool. Uh, everybody in this industry, specifically locally, um, that you feel comfortable to be able to, to talk to. And it just at the end of the day, just have a couple beers. Um, we can talk about collabs again. We can do that later. But <laughs> no. we, can, we can do that later. <laughs> well, the other thing, uh, you know, I was going just kind of sparked from what we've been talking about a couple minutes ago. We talked about uh, Justin's focus on, you know, he wanted to be consistent. And he wanted to bring that to the table. Is like, I can do this again. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a hilarious concept in your guys' case because there is what we talked about, I think, before we started recording, the before Justin period of Hot Butcher. So some <laughs> I of see these, a segue happening here. Right. Some of these you know, releases had been done before, but it, Jude and Jeremiah's take on them, and then Justin has come in and put his own touch on them. So mm-hmm. it's an interesting thing because, yes, consistency um, on Justin to Justin brews, but then <laughs> you know we had iterations of Galaxy Bowl, right? For so sure. that was like your first beer that really like took off. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. Or, okay. Um, we so we had three, four different versions of Galaxy Bowl since then. Since or three? Yeah. Three um, different releases. Some specifically with to that point, home. though. Yeah, specifically to that point, though. That that beer, we've always focused on tweaking to a certain extent with each one. Justin was a part of the evolution of those four. You know, that four or five times that beer's been brewed. That beer's always changed. Um, but right. for sure, to your point. Yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say there. There's always been like with, I'd say even with the brews that we we love and we know that like they turned out to be great. Like there's always an ongoing dialogue of the beers. We don't like to look at them as like one and done. I like that like, you can't concentrate while he's pouring double grid. He's like, <laughs> no, I oh, just, I want it so bad. I I mean, I have some in my glass. I just uh, here's more. If you he's like, staring something, at Something, something like happens like, in my Ooh. brain when someone pours a beer. <laughs> he's just like lost all focus. Yeah. No, I mean, I was I was. Uh, there's an, always an ongoing dialogue and always, always an ongoing conversation about, you know, is this beer, is this beer where we like it? Is this something we want to improve upon? Is there something else we could do? There's always, there's always changes we want to make and it's, it's figuring out which changes are, I don't want to say worth making, but which changes are like need to be made and which changes don't. And then which changes are just like wishful thinking on our end, you know? Right. Um, and so we just we try to keep it consistent in that regard, but we're always trying to push the boundaries of what we are comfortable with when it comes to beer, and uh, we hope that that translates in uh, in a consistent consistent manner, but still trying to raise the bar. If that makes any sense. What I think that that you were trying to get out of that question would have been, you know, is there a difference between there being two people? with their own set of experiences going after things for a while. Oh, I think as you're it creating what I wanted. <laughs> Sorry. I did not. As it relates <laughs> I wasn't to looking for anything. Beers. Well, I mean, to, I mean, to that point, it's like, yeah, so that, that um, so let's say like when it's just Jeremiah and I cranking out brews, um, the dialogue happens of how do we make things better, but the difference is there's two people with two shared and different sets of experiences, right? Um, you guys are operating in a different space at the first runs of like scrap metal and the first runs of right. you know mirrorball, whatever smoke filled room, all these right. all these great beers. Like you're operating in this different set of circumstances because the the, the the timeline, the the trends, everything changed so fast. Sure. Your goals, your resources. I mean, what you guys could access, what information you had at your at your fingertips. I mean, and and obviously you know the. Justin coming on after that too. I mean, so you have another great set of you know sense 
for to, sure. to, to dive into. By the way, the beer burps are a real thing. Hot burps beer. are a real thing. Hot burps. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Arcane Distilling <laughs> out Dude. of Brooklyn. <laughs> Traveling uh, scientists. Yes. What? The beer burps, we used a vacuum distilled hop oil in that beer, which so is like good. a Citra <laughs> hazy pale ale. The hot burps on that um, were insane. So just the experience of, of you burping up your beer you and it <laughs> concentrated hot oil. Yes, you want them. I'm still, Ladies and uh, gents, check out check out Double Grid. Double Grid's got the hot burps. This experience <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. run two of Double Grid has the hot burps. Yes, yes. the hot burps. burps. But for but so that was always like that was that was happening like changes from beer to beer. That was happening rapidly as is. Right. The benefit, the thing that that I think Jared and I value the most is that um, now you bring a third person into it, um, and that's good to split ties first off, but it's another shared and, you know, different set of experiences as well that already kind of plays into this, like, rapidly, we want to make things better than the last time we did it, because everything's changing from batch to, like, we we don't produce the same beer as much as we produce a new beer every time, right? And right. we're always looking to apply our learning. So then Justin comes on board in March, and it maybe only accelerates that or causes things to be looked at with an even finer eye now that you have someone with you know a new you know other other shared set of experiences Golden that's coming senses. in right yeah. but then that's still <laughs> yes exactly but then that's still that's getting chopped up from month to month to month but always looking and it's not change for the sake of change but right. it's say it's change for the sake of making it a better brew for betterment exactly. yeah I mean, that's really better brew and sometimes like uh with the second batch double grid we didn't we don't change a thing yeah. you know like we were like I said, we, we had the conversations about like should we should we change this should we change that but I mean with especially with that beer we were just like you know what like we were, we're so happy with the way that it turned out the first time that we're like let's do it again you know I'm ready for more double grid I used to have <laughs> yeah, right I now. used to have a gold standard you know men- just just personally it's not something that would spread you know but like mentally I knew looking at a beer label that shared what hops are in a, a double IPA or whatever it is you know there was a gold standard for a long time and it, not a long time but relative long time but you know OG squeeze it at corridor yeah you're going citra mosaic like, right that's about as good of use of those hops yeah. double grid came in and was like I'm right there too you know yeah. it just it just a just a great beer and i think people are excited about it being back again i mean uh what next week hopefully this week we're uh distribution today. starts today yeah. now right now right now it's people. out yeah. nice. it's going oh. out for the first time nice ben ben is traveling <laughs> across yeah. the great oh, yeah. big lo- i gotta give ben some love man he's like one of the greatest guys in this beer i world. wish ben could be here he's like podcast. the nicest guy in the world ben would probably be throwing down some peter tosh bob marley dude kind of <laughs> Dance hall lyrical flow. Ju- juxtaposition is always a fun thing when you're drinking uh, double IPAs right after each other. That this, this is totally different. Yeah, it's completely different than it did. You know, if we were to drink this one first and then go to Elder Secrets, it's probably oh, the way to do it too. Yeah. yeah, that beer, is so, Elder Secrets, is dank. Holy you, cow! You drink yeah, this dank. and it's it, it gets like kind of drowned out. Like sweet tart. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. In a good way. Oh, Jinx, you can't talk. Heyo. We both said but, for sure at the same but, time. Uh, well, wait. I, where I come from, it's Jinx, you owe me a Coke. A Coke. There it is. Oh, I didn't know that. 
This, wow. uh, this See, we, I can give you a piece of gum. No, this is coke in the, <laughs> He's got some. Uh, I have gum right here. He's got <laughs> no, some, I'm good. I don't want to uh, mess with my palate. Where were you going? Where, this Elder Secrets is awesome, by the way. Uh, this, you dig uh, it? Th- yeah, I was. Um, th- that's gonna go nuts. I can't wait till people get their hands on that. Um, anyway, so, sorry. Aside from hyping up more of your beer, but I was just, you know, it's fun to watch the hop combos. It's fun to watch the same hop combo on mul- different beers from different breweries, even if they stay in the same style slot. And they and they just they just completely different things. I mean, you guys could brew a Citra Mosaic double IPA in a hazy style with a bunch of oats and what, whatever it is, and then you know a, another brewery could do it, and it's just so vastly different. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's one of the greatest things about this game, like about that's, the whole beer world. Yeah, that's the super exciting thing about being a brewer. You know? Neither one's bad. You know. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's uh, it's. Nothing is uh, nothing's linear in that sense. In that you could have an IPA with the same hops, and none of them are going to taste the exact same. It's it's super exciting. It's like it. Can you imagine what this industry would be like if everyone's Citra Mosaic IPA tastes the yeah. exact same? Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be sitting here with you guys talking about <laughs> beer right now. That's for sure. Well, everyone's got different systems. Everyone's got different locations. I mean, maybe different water. So many variables. We're, we're, yeah. Water, yeah. That's the, a big one. I mean, but we're probably all pulling from Lake Michigan for the most part. Um, all the good ones, at least. No. Hops could differ. <laughs> so many RO water people right. out there. Right now. Um, I mean, I think that's what's the coolest thing is that I think when, to tie it back to collaboration, so many times there's got to be this, there's got to be this willingness to share. Um, and, you know, and, and I think that anytime like we... Uh, we'll speak with others or other breweries or when it comes to making beer, we'll, we'll say like, this is exactly what we do. Um, because we know that if you gave us your recipe, it would be really hard for us, no matter what we did to replicate the way that you brew that beer. So there's no way if like brewery X is going to give us the recipe that we could make that beer and they should be worried that, you know, we'd make a beer as good as them because that does it. Cause there's a lot of other variables involved. Uh, and the coolest thing I think too is like when we have those conversations, it, the the whole th- I feel like the whole thing is about moving this all forward. Like we're all we're all in it, um, and, uh, and 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 I think we can all get to this this like this greater level if if we're we're you know all in it together. I hope you, everything Jude is saying is absolutely true. It for it. sure, I, is. I'm really you know, because that's the way I like to look at it. That's why I'm doing the podcast. You know, like I love that that mentality of like. We're all kind of in this together. We're all somewhat collaborating, whether mm-hmm. we're in a, in a building brewing a beer together or not. We're, we're all kind of part of the same thing, and what's good for you is good for me. For sure. You know, it's not like, man, fuck, that guy's selling more than I, mean, I am. It's not yeah, like this in the weird end, thing yeah. where you're like competitive thing, you know. From, like, from my experience so far with these collaborations, it's no one, no one has been like tight-fisted with information, and, you know, there's always a great dialogue that goes back and forth between the breweries, and it's always about like how are we going to make the best beer together, and then, like, hey, you know, they'll, they'll might, they might say, wow, like, we, we love the mouthfeel on your IPAs. Like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, oh, yeah, we love, uh, we love your Imperial Stouts. What are, what are you guys doing? And, and it's, always been, it's always been a great a conversation. Yeah, yeah it's, always been a, it's always been a lot of fun. And um, sometimes you get surprised by how... Uh, like, Alike or different. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And we'll, we'll make a beer with somebody, like, in, in March and then, like... Justin, me, and Jero will be like probably either together or on our own, like kicking back in the summer, um, drinking a beer and reflecting on like some cool ass like time that like we'll be drinking a collab from whenever and just like 
you know, talking to those people or sharing experiences from those brew days or talking about things that, that we would have learned or, or like, you know, you, you say one thing and that kind of flips a switch and before you know it, that becomes a part of your process. And it's like that always, you, you know, that always went back to brewery X. It was like, oh, we got that from Odd 13. And you can always send them a message or talk to them or see them a year later and have beers with them and kind of like reminisce and romanticize it all. And, 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 and when you're drinking that beer, it's a part of it, right? It doesn't escape the drinking. And that elevates the experience of drinking that beer. And I feel ultimately probably just, you know, it, it, it's some fulfilling aspect of what we're doing. You know, I, we'll be old and we'll look back and I think we'll draw from these, ex- these specific experiences. These are the gnarly experiences. Not, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. there could be more superficial things out there. These are the things I think that have soul. I think a perfect example of this, uh, this whole mindset and this whole idea and is like the perfect culmination of it is, uh, I just brewed a beer yesterday <laughs> called Unlicensed Nuclear Accelerator. Spoilers. Unlicensed Nuclear Accelerator. It's a Ghostbusters reference. Say that um, 10 times fast. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's actually a collaboration with Bottlelogic Brewing uh, out of, of Anaheim, California. It's going to be a uh, hazy double with Chinook and Galaxy. And one of the things that we've wanted to do ever since we hung out in Colorado with our friends at New Image Brewing, uh, Brandon Cap, shout out, awesome dude. He, uh, he had given us like quite a few of his IPAs that, that there, and, and he was super willing to share his information. That they've done a bunch of trials with, with their hops and how they've sort of taken their whirlpool and they've tried to like – spread it around throughout the boil and mess around with doing different additions and stuff like that. And that they had done uh, controlled experiments where, you know, the, the beer was exactly the same, but the hop charges at different times were completely yeah. different. And we were super intrigued by that. So we brought up to the Bottle Logic guys, and now we're doing, like, it's funny because we're brewing, it's a hop butcher Bottle Logic beer that's using techniques <laughs> that we learned from <laughs> yeah. our friend. It's like at a triple New collab. Brewing. It's like, it's really cool. And Triple then the biologic guys were like, "Hell yeah, let's try that." So it was just, it's just it's super cool that like that's how the industry is right now, you know. Brandon, Wes, well, who else was Steve? Brian, yeah, Brandon, Wes, Steve, good, good folks. Yeah, for sure. No, that's that's a cool that's a cool thought process too. I mean, in in uh, like Michael Mike Palin, he he told me for him, he's like every time he does one of these collabs, or at least a lot of them, he'll come back from a collab and be like, "Well, here I go. I'm spending another twenty grand because they had something that I wanted, or like something. I'm like, oh shit, you use that? I need to get one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think John Laffler over at Off Color told me that they they, they like got the the type of boots that they wear from like the Goose guys because they were <laughs> just like, man, those boots are way better than the ones we're using. You know, oh, like for that. Sure. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. Like the the little and big things you can get. Uh, Jude, while you walked away, he was just telling a story about how they use like the techniques from one collab in another collab. So like the yeah, the new image, oh, uh, yeah, the new image guys uh, told us about that hop technique that we're we're actually using in our bottleology collab. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome, it's and cool. we wouldn't have done it cool unless thing. we, you know, flew we out there been to Colorado. Yeah. yeah, unless he was cool enough to meet us up and drive us around to all of his other places. Super cool for him to sit us down and for him to be willing to share that, right? Not worrying about that we would rip it off or yeah, something, he's a, he's a, or that he was going to be in jeopardy of sharing like that types. info. Yeah, you know? Just ripping people off. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> so, all right, let's let's dial it back because I feel like you know 
I've I've already got you guys at an hour and ten minutes here, and I haven't even gotten keep to keep it going. I haven't. No, no, we're, I'm I'm not I'm not done. I'm just saying I wanted to get back. You to wanna, You want to you want to take a break to shotgun a beer? Hell no, I don't want to take a break to shotgun a beer. I want to ask. None of that happens. I want to ask you go. guys. Let's do it. I want to ask you guys about uh, about let's let's start back at South Loop. Because, I mean, I feel like we've told some of the story, like, by, you know, just in conversation's sake. But a lot of people don't know out there. And for me, I love being armed with that information, mm-hmm. uh, just knowing that you guys were something else. And, you know, let's let's watch the evolution of, of what is, you know, become hot right, Let me go get Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey there, guys. Hey. Wow! Wow! These Anyways, Jeremiah impressions Jeremiah, are this, progressively this, this Jeremiah, that was for the record. These that was my been two impersonations. They have not been me. Yeah, no. and, for, and for the record, uh, oh, Justin's not, blushing right now. This is he's getting he's getting worried. No, for the for the record, I'm saying that like we're. we're I don't even know. I don't even know what, what I were you going to say? But uh, yeah, let's. Uh, should we call up Jeremiah? Put him on, <laughs> no. put him on the mic. What were we going to ask? No, I just I I really asked it already. I mean, just. Just tell me about the journey from, uh, the, like, I know very little about right, it. I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to go grab some milk sachet. Whatever you got to do, man. Whatever <laughs> you, you got to do. should be around. You can go, uh, milk sachet may not be cold enough yet. It could be. We got enough. We got all this to go work through now. <laughs> <laughs> I got to sure. install a dishwasher secrets? later. I will yeah. see, how, see how good I'm feeling. If you want to check happens. out the milk sachet, you can go ahead. You should stick around for this story. Bring, bring that milk sachet right. out when all you right, get a chance. All right, I'll stick around for the story. I won't be able to chime in. I'll chime in with, like, What's funny? You will. So okay, so so what I know about you guys previously, like I know that you guys were at one point South Loop sure. Brewing. That was so like what up. established twenty fifteen. Like yeah. So you had, first off, you had mentioned that the story goes back to something similar to you had mentioned that you said um, at a time that you had uh, a bunch of friends. That's a gum wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> you had a bunch of friends who uh, who bought like you were responsible for buying beer yeah. here they're responsible for buying yeah. beer here so there are origin stories of the brewery that that start with that so there was maybe 10 people um who all threw maybe about like 30 dollars into a pot in like 2010 2011 um and jeremiah would go go around town at Binnie's or local shops or he's fr- originally from wisconsin so he'd spend some time back up in wisconsin that was my accent that I used. Sheboygan. <laughs> and he'd bring beer down. And we essentially had this like informal beer club where where we'd all put our money in and we'd all get like 30, beer, 30 single beers. And uh, January could be Bach month. So we'd have 30 <laughs> Bachs from all over. Only in 2010 this, can you have yeah, Bach month. Bach month. 30 we Bach. had like American Pale Ale month. I think the first time I learned about what a, what a, a farmhouse ale was. Um, at the time and the debate around that name or whatever was from that. And so we just drank a lot of beer and read a lot of beer and, and that was happening for a good couple of months. And that was, those were kind of the seeds of starting a brewery. Jer, uh, we are, me, him, his wife and my wife were probably sitting at like the Taste of Chicago and he, uh, he was like, we should start a brewery. We should call it Four Friends or we should call it like, like we should have served dog treats and I don't know, like <laughs> four we should friends. have, we should have it's a, like the neatest yeah. idea ever. Yeah. Like, we should have like a drive through window where you could have beers and frozen dog treats or something. <laughs> That's the most Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Frozen dog treat. Why frozen? Uh, I don't know. 
Because it's cold in Wisconsin. Because it's cold in Wisconsin. One of those dog ice creams. Yeah, dog ice creams. I mean, come on, man. That's like pure bliss. So that that went through for a while. So I guess if we're giving the definitive history on on South Loop Brewing or Hot Butcher, and this is all this is all news to me. Yeah, and it being South Loop Brewing first. Justin's like got a bag of popcorn. He's like, let me hear this. So it probably filed that one away. Frozen dog treats. It's really double grid on the back end of Elder Secrets. Is next totally milkshake IPA is frozen dog treats. Nice. Let's go. Not for human consumption. Sorry, sorry. No, go no, it's all go good. Um, so uh, we we decided to. It, it probably started. It probably started with Jeremiah starting like a Twitter account before we even made a beer. Probably even homebrewed a beer. Uh, but I think Jer went ahead and started uh, like an online account called South Loop Brewing Company because um, him and his wife. Uh, had lived uh, in the South Loop. Um, my connection to the South Loop would just be like endless tailgates at Bears games in the South Lot. Um, so <laughs> there was connection. our pool. Yeah, but not, but not less is Bears. Jer- Bears. Uh, Fred Hoiberg. Just so you know, you're got live fired. on Facebook right now. Uh, Joe Bobby was about to break that. Fred Hoiberg. Fred got fired Hoiberg. Today. Yeah, what's yeah. up, man? Nothing. The, the mayor. The mayor, Freddie Hoiberg. Let's bring it back. Come on, dog. Um, Running gun offenses. Anyways. So, you know, <laughs> Jer, shooters. <laughs> Jer being from Wisconsin, um, I grew up, I was ra- I was born and raised on the northwest side of Chicago at like Grand and Harlem or North and Harlem. Um, so I very much have a tie to the city uh, of Chicago. Um, but a lot of, uh, a lot of, I feel, our city's history probably happened within the streets that make up the South Loop. Um, so there was a strong tie, uh, you know, huge historical significance in the third largest city in the country. Um, so, uh, you know, from there, let's see, we had an online account. Jer wanted to start it. We didn't have anything. I think Jer was like, Hey, start South Loop Brewing Company with me. We were at uh, a Haymarket, uh, like off tasting event. And at the time I think dry hop was there uh spiteful was there um atlas was there lake effect um a couple other breweries i may be forgetting uh it was this thing about like uh testing like off flavors in beer um and uh i think siebel was leading the discussion and kind of af- probably have a- uh, after having a couple beers leading the front doors of Haymarket, being like yeah let's do this let's go ahead so that started like the licensing licensing process and the process of getting everything going. Um, we were very lucky to during that whole time. We didn't, you know we were trying to get liquor licenses. We're trying to just kind of map things out. We started uh, uh, like an Indiegogo campaign. Um, what the hell's an Indiegogo campaign? It was like the the other Kickstarter at the time. <laughs> um, so Wait, you've never heard of Indiegogo? Janky Kickstarter? Yeah, no, never heard of it. No, it's uh, it's probably like the second biggest crowdfunding platform, right? right? Oh, okay. Right. Is it so still going go. strong? Yeah. Right now? Oh yeah. Oh shit, that would be yeah. like. I, don't I know. mean, I'm not sure, but yeah. Indiegogo. Totally, I like it. Totally still around. This was 2014. I think Pipeworks was 2013, and they did a Kickstarter campaign. So they had yeah. a huge, oh, yeah. a huge Kickstarter campaign. Um, so during that time, I even think that Beguile had like a a Kickstarter sourced like counter pressure growler filler that they made like a video ah, for yeah, that I remember, I remember seeing in 2013 or 14. So this is all happening. So, so not only during, during that time are those, those that's kind of like that wave of breweries that are opening. Um, but, uh, but this is a thing that's happening uh, where you can raise money to get a brewery off the ground through, through crowdsourcing. So we kind of had it in our idea. Let's not, you know, let's not take on a massive load of debt. Let's not, 
um, you know, put up our houses or get in trouble with our families or be living on the streets because, you know, we've made beer and it's shitty and it, the bottom drops out. And now like whatever dream that we had like goes away. So we had the idea, let's raise a like small amount of, well, let's raise an amount of money that'll allow us to buy a fermenter that we can hopefully forge a relationship with an already existing brewery to install that fermenter and uh, maybe kick out 15 barrels a month out of this brewery. During, in the meantime, um, Jeremiah had befriended Brant from Dry Hop, um, and they wanted to work on a collaboration beer called Milk Stachio, which was a chocolate pistachio milk stout. This is probably 2013. They met at the Half Acre Tap Room. They devised a quick little recipe. Uh, we brewed a beer with Dry Hop, released it. That was the first beer that we had ever done. Uh, from that point, uh, we had found a partner in Aquanaut Brewing Company on the north side of Chicago who allowed us to move our 15 barrel in. And at that point, we are kicking out 15 barrels every month. Um, they would get a tank that would uh, open up like from time to time. So instead of 15 a month, just kind of plodding along um, at that time for us, uh, you know, maybe we got to add 30 barrels on top of it. From there, it just kind of started to make you know, it was like a focus on making more beer. And then somewhere along that line, uh, we, uh, we had a name called South Loop Brewing Company. We wanted to trademark that name. There was uh, a place in the South Loop that made a brew called, that made a beer. It was a bar that made a beer with South Loop in the name. We knew we couldn't trademark it. And we just said, you know what, let's come up with a new name. So, so what year, what year was this that, uh, so we that probably, you, that you, decided to abandon south loop we probably said yes in 2012 we probably did looked at it harder in 13 we probably did paperwork in 14 and lived as south loop uh selling our first beer in february of 15 and then probably deciding to change our name and changing our name in april of 16 and that's when we flipped over to hot butcher for the world so what happened with uh when you started with aquanaut i mean that that what was that facility like I mean, I've heard stories in the past of what it was. I mean, it was but great. What was the concept behind it? Like, it was great. Um, it was it was gritty. Uh, just I think how like that's one of the, I, I think the one of the things that that we try to be as a brewery is authentic, enthusiastic, exciting. But I think that we try to pull in kind of like a uh, like kind of this like a uh, visceral kind of gritty image. Um, kind of just like every person's every person man's drinking type of beer pulling from kind of like if you grew up in the city or you're from the city you're uh you know you're weather hardened you're used to the seasons you know what it's like to work a day in your life uh you're you're friendly um but you don't shy away from from kind of like putting in the time so it was a nice kind of like just kind of like gangster gritty type of place i mean super professional gangster gritty but uh but i mean like super ethos uh, and and uh, it allowed you to do what you wanted to do. And a big shout out to them for uh, giving us an opportunity to to make beer. Um, the big credit goes to Eric McNeil, who was the founder of that brewery and was the head brewer there. He was making a ton of tasty milds and ESBs. Uh, the Search ESB uh, was the bomb. He made a beer, a coffee porter called Mysterio. So um, he made a Belgian IPA with mosaic. That was the bomb. Um, and uh, 
uh, you know, all the credit goes to him for giving us an opportunity to do things. There was things that happened, unfortunately, with them uh, that you may have read in the press, um, which caused them to fold. But, um, you know, super appreciative of what they allowed us to do. Now, when you say that, you know, stuff that caused them to fold, um, I think, shit, we didn't even get touched on the Miskatonic relationship. I mean, we're sitting in their tap room right now. But uh, Josh, is, Josh was like the 13th episode I think I did. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about that. And he mentioned uh, how it kind of started with him, you know, seeing that you guys were kind of homeless at one point. You know, where were you, you, you going to do this at? I mean, you know, luckily from it was your a, perspective, how did it happen? Luckily, right? it was a real quick transition. Uh, as it looked like, as it looked more and more that the place that we were brewing out of wasn't going to become an option, we were kind of prepared, you know, for that fact. Um, and, you know, as luck would have it, uh, Josh, I think, through, through, through someone, caught wind of it and reached out to us. Um, and just was like, hey, do you want to continue brewing over here? And then we met each other at uh, Sierra, Nevada, uh, Sierra Nevada Beer Camp uh, at Navy Pier over the summer. And uh, before, you know, pretty much it was just like a seamless transition in making beer over here. Yeah, because uh, I, I remember, I think he said he read like an article or something about it being, you know, Aquanaut going under whatever it was, kind of having. Yeah, know, there was some, some it, you probably could have seen it. Yeah. No, I mean, was, Josh was on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I you could. No, I'm saying at that time you probably could have seen it on the news. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I mean, yeah. oh, I mean, not on, in in news. So there was there the was the ABC wow. Seven nightly news. You could have gone on. You could have gone on. Uh, in another news, Hot Hot left with on no social home. media. <laughs> there there would have been links to to that that would okay. have mentioned us as an aside of Adolf being a part Hot of it. Yeah. Today. Mm-hmm. No, I mean it's not like it's not like your current Hollywood status where Jeremiah is appearing on you know television shows and uh, you know talking about old Naughty and uh, you know all the all the big time things he's been doing lately. With the doghouse on WGN. Yeah, right. Making that lady taste chocolate cake shakes at like six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I know that was hilarious. <laughs> it was, was WCIU. Come on, that credit to WCIU. Yeah, my yeah. Bad. Shout out to the, the U. jam. To the U. Give respect to the, to the jam. Uh, so, so you know, you, you, you. So I guess the short story is we used to be called South Brewing. There's company. no short story. Yeah. We don't do short stories <laughs> that on was short? shows. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. I probably put you all to sleep. Hell no, man. I was, I was seriously. I, I should have been a better host like, and not been what? Facebook living you through it. But what? Oh, outside. What? Yeah. Oh, like, I thought you were saying like my nighttime. story it's got no, dark. No, it's like, now. Really? <laughs> So with with <laughs> it's summer now, with South Loop Brewing though, I mean you know in transitioning the name to Hot Butcher, and like we talked about earlier with your kind of like uh, and, and and especially before we started recording, we were having a good time talking about right you know the before Justin era, you know the, the, the hilarious you know but with with mere you know at the I want to believe we talked yeah. about that before we started recording. No, no, I don't want you to say that. I don't no. want you to say that. But the, the, I, <laughs> so so you know we we talked about what i want to believe yeah. and you you mentioned you know the that when you guys brewed it you used like a a, a certain yeast that kind of dropped out mm-hmm. on you and then now you've had this current run from last week that's been hitting stores and it's been kind of this hazy thing along the lines of what you guys are doing um so to me that ties in with uh another question i wanted to kind of touch on for you guys and you mentioned this earlier like very lightly and we glossed over it but the, your name being Hot Butcher for the World, um, the, the, the only criticism I've ever heard of you guys mostly would be Hot Butcher. They only do the same thing. They just keep doing hazy IPAs. You kind of talked about it in the fact that 
like you have a name like hot butcher for the world like your goal your mindset your path was to make hoppy beers to make hot focus beers and that's cool justin i'll, I'll let you well you're gonna come back all right i'd be interested to see i want to like, hear your take on it too no, I gotta go. Uh, take a I piss. Go grab some, yeah, I mean, I <laughs> there grab it is. Some milk statue and take a piss. Yeah, that's fine. We'll get. We'll we'll bring him back into the story when he comes back. I'll be back. He's just so, going to grab. Beer. He wasn't even born when that line was made. <laughs> <laughs> Not on air. He's peeing right now. It's happening. Um, no, and that and that's fair. Um, so, don't take that thing. as me. No, 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 no. Just trying to. Uh, so, when we named the brewery hot butcher for the world um first off which comes from a uh, carl sandberg poem um he moved down from milwaukee hog butcher down yep you got it moved down to chicago uh actually lived in ravenswood um i think he was off polina when he wrote the poem where he gave our city the nickname stacker of wheat city of broad shoulders um he threw a couple other nicknames and then uh and then he you know he he called chicago the hog butcher for the world um because that's we are kicking out so much pork from the stockyards um so uh so we are like yo let's just flip this on its head and call it hot butcher for the world and there's there's a lot of reason there's a lot of things about that name that we like but we as south loop we are all like we were already messing with hops from the very beginning the first beer that we made was uh a black ipa with citra uh chinook and Cascade. The second beer that we made was a Hoppy Brown with um, uh, Simcoe and uh, what's the hop? It's, it's Australian hop uh, that no one uses. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to remember You're it. You're probably going to reveal a new hop to me that I don't no, know. But, it, but again, it was a Hoppy Brown. Um, and from there, we had maybe made like a Saison and a Wit, but from there again it was like a it was just a hoppy beer after a hoppy beer after a hoppy beer so we were already making hoppy beers so by naming our brewery that um it gave us further license to just use hops and maybe to take chances on hops uh that weren't sexy or weren't like the banger hops um but to us that was cool because it was a further reason to you know uh go out on a limb and try something and really from that beginning it was just like hey like uh it would be great as beer drinkers, even ourselves, when we're looking for hops, we go to certain places for those. If you're looking for hops, it would be good in your mind to be like, you know, well, those guys are the ones that do hops and hopefully do it well. So let's go that route. So really, we just we are big hop heads and we just wanted to use them as much as we could. So um, we were making a lot of clear beers, or a lot of clear hoppy beers. It eventually became hazy. But whether or not it was hazy or it was clear, it was still always hoppy. We still make, and it's still a very bit like a, we don't make nothing but hazy IPAs. We love hazy IPAs, and we are hopheads. So that is the reason. Well, right on. Uh, I threw some cold ones in there, too. Um, nice. It's a Mountain Dew to sidecar it. Um, do the do. We, we make hazy IPAs because we drink a shit ton of it, right? And because we feel it's a really good platform for hops to express themselves and yeast to kind of play another, another role in it. Um, but we make it a point that, whether, that it's, the focus is always on hops. We make a double IPA called Your Wishes Granted. That's a clear beer. It's dope. Mega hops. Thank you. Nelson in that one, right? Yeah, Nelson. Nelson's a great hop. It is. 
Uh, one of the best examples of Nelson that I ever had, Justin, I'd love to hear yours. I'd love to hear yours too. Uh, Pipeworks made a, a Nelson Ninja, Nelson Sovin Ninja that blew yeah, my that, mind. Yep. Uh, Half Acre made a collab beer with uh, Mickler in maybe like 2013, 14 called Guest Lager. It was a lager. It was like an India Pale Lager with Nelson. Um, our whole thing is no matter what, uh, oh, that looks good. It does look good. That looks good. Mustachio, December fifth. Let's fo- like let's focus on hops. You know what I mean? Um, so we'll make small pale ales with Armarillo and Idaho Seven or Simcoe, and we'll make uh, you know little dank clear clear pales with with Citra Mosaic. Um, but the focus is always just on, on making it hoppy, making sure it's hoppy, hoppy and bitter, hoppy and non bitter. So when you uh, but, but when no you mistake, we make a lot of hoppy brew or a lot of hazy brews, but yeah. it's just because we like drinking a lot it's, of hazy brews. It's not like a defensive thing. Oh like no no it's no! A, no yeah. Right, it's like a you know. But I told them that the one criticism I hear sometimes is like you guys just make hoppy beers. That's it. You know, like that's what that's what hot butcher oh, does. But the, the last thing I'll say. say yeah. oh, oh, the last thing I will say is um, we only. I mean, we don't make a lot of beer. You know, we release a couple beers every other right. week, and real and, and 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 really, it's probably just because we got so many hoppy brews that we want to make and so many hop combos and not enough time that we'll do it. Um, without begging the question of when are we going to have a tap room, you know, if when we have, oh, a you tap, don't want to have that part of the conversation, when we have a tap room and when we have more, like we are, we are a fan of beer across the board. We make Saison. We, I mean, we make Saison. Weir's we, Mobile. We, we make Paris on the Prairie. Right? So it's like when uh, vacation given, mode. Right on. So. I mean, I, given, I, given more opportunity, we will make more of those styles. We have a limited amount of canvas to work with. So most of the time we're, we're probably going to make sure it's happy. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I completely agree. I, there's tons of beer styles that I want to explore. And I, I want to add unique takes to to beer styles and sort of you know like who who doesn't want to make a chocolate covered banana hefeweizen you know like that that's all stuff we want to do and that eventually we'll get to but there's just too many uh, too many hops that we haven't explored yet and uh, I mean we're kind of in that groove right now and it's yeah. just Justin makes a, a, super well. a kick-ass brown that we're waiting to kick out oh yeah I doubt it but you know it's fine. No. <laughs> It's <laughs> like, wait, is he joking? Well, and I, I mean, like, so brewing at Ram, I had the opportunity to brew an amber, a blonde, a hefeweizen. Yeah, a hefeweizen. You know, uh, an, an old school pale, a West Coast IPA, and a porter every month. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hit, like, and I enjoyed doing those brews, and I loved, I loved carving it and tasting it fresh and being like, oh, yeah, this batch was fantastic and stuff like that. But unfortunately, we just, we just don't have the time to do all that stuff yeah. all the time, you know? So we, we try to hyper-focus on the things that we like to do the most, the things that we really enjoy doing. And, uh, you know, like eventually uh, you'll get to see our other passions come out in our in our cans. But haven't been able to yet. <laughs> and I think, I mean, the whole, just the, takes time. The whole We've reason we... We've seen things from you guys. <laughs> We've seen some other things. I think people just forget because you guys do release a lot of IPAs, so they assume that that's all you make, you know? It's definitely right. done intentionally. Sassy, oh, it's done intentionally too. I mean, we're going to be coming out on Wednesday, and and with the release of Dry Hop, we got a pistachio, a chocolate pistachio milk stout. Uh, you guys have made this for how many years it's now? Be the six, six years. Oh, thir- six thirteen, years. right? Yeah, it, yeah. If it ends up like that, <laughs> yeah, no stassio, baby. I think, it does. I think sixteen. Could be one of the things for the year and the amount of times yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. actually right, add up. Right. No, the amount of time it's not like a once a year thing. It's yeah. like, you know, when you get a chance thing. Goes No, it is once it is a once a year thing. But like thirteen to eighteen. Sure. Yeah, maybe. 
Maybe we just sound like complete <laughs> idiots. Math is very hard. <laughs> 1718. Yeah, you got it. All right. You got it. I just I was I just wanted to make sure I didn't sound like an idiot. Not the difference. The that is a baller ass style right there. Man, I've had this beer many a time. And the, dude, the best part is really nice right now. Six percent, like yeah, it's crazy. you can crush it. Like, there's very few people that can can nail that for me. And one of the other people that does that, makes a stout like that, is uh, Pollyanna. When they do their fun size series oh, right and, and the oh, yeah. and the different variations of it, it's like, how are you getting a six point nine whatever percent uh, stout like that with cool. adjuncts? You know, cool. being tasty. Yeah. The cool thing about going to dry hop for this beer too is that the I don't want to say they're completely different stouts, but uh, you know, as a as a like a matter or result of process and equipment yeah. and setup, uh, there uh, there's we always felt or I always felt comes off even more chocolatey than ours does. So uh, they're very very similar, but they've got enough of a differences to be to go to dry hop and be like, yeah. This is dry hops milk stachio. Like this was brewed right. here, and then to kind of taste our canned brewed at Miskatonic milk stachio. They're super gnarly beers. They make you want Thanksgiving leftovers for a week longer <laughs> than you have them. Hey, cool story. Not to come up with my own thing. Hey, cool story. <laughs> but hey, Justin, cool story. Justin brought it up. You let us decide. The coolest, it's a cool I, story. One of the coolest yeah. things I feel where maybe the stars aligned with Justin, me, and Jeremiah is that. So Jeremiah and I met in like our previous careers, or what we went to school for was was to be into sports, was to work for like a sports team. So we both we we both worked for sports teams in Chicago for a while. Uh, we met each other working for an arena football team in Chicago. Um, the rush. Uh, <laughs> Our post-game uh, parties, uh, like our, our po- yeah, our post-game parties were were sponsored by Ram, specifically Ram Rosemont. So oh, after weird. after every game, when Ro- Ram Rosemont was just down the block from where we would play uh, at the uh, Allstate Arena. Um, so come out, you know, after the game to hang with the players and the cheerleaders and all the season ticket holders. All the staff would go, and the number one thing in sports. Uh, or sports staffs is like the opportunity to after the game is to be able to have a beer with each other since you're with each other for mm. you know 15 hours I mean you see each other more than you actually see your family um, so that was a thing so some of my first craft beer probably was at Ram was that drinking like what disorder porter and total was, disorder porter was what was butthead or buttface buttface Amarillo yeah yeah uh, <laughs> what other beers did they have they had a Hefa uh, they right called it uh, Chicago Blonde, right, and then uh, Bighorn Hefeweizen. Bighorn, Bighorn in the house. I have a pint. Uh, I have a, never mind. I'll tell you that later. <laughs> so, anyways, that was cool. So that years later, that years later, there there would be a direct tie with somebody that's got equally as like, if not even more, like dug in and drawn in history that we all can can come back to that space. Yeah, it's crazy. That's pretty cool. Anyway, that's, that's the an first aside. time I ever oh, went nice. to. Actually, was the Rosemont Ram. I went there for my uh, my high school graduation, or no, my college graduation dinner. Dang, you graduated right from up. college? Could have yeah. fooled me. No, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> kidding, dude. I'm that's kidding. a deep. No, that awesome. that shot bad. came out of nowhere. That's deep. I mean, no, we no. went to the we went to the Rosemont Ram, man. And I nowhere. remember. That's I remember. Uh, he went to DePaul too. They're gonna have <laughs> a bunch of the I went blue to demons. I went to a bunch of blue good. demons after you. Come on, Justin. I'd quit this podcast right now. Yeah, dude. That's my bad. I'm out. That's my bad. Turn my microphone off. We'll do it live. No, it's, it's All right, yeah. the, the story um, transition-wise, uh, talking about South Loop all the way to Hot Butcher to um, Aquanaut, 
stopping, mm. uh, you know, it, well, just real quick before we get to the next part that I kind of want to talk about is let, let's let's talk about how this relationship here in Miskatonic. Mm-hmm. How the hell does it work? Because that's what people will probably want to know more more than anything. It's like because how many people do you guys get? Do you have tap room? Can I come taste it? Yeah, a lot. Like, Justin's pretty ingrained like, too, and he probably gets the most of it on I his shoulders. Oh, um, but from a top level, I'll just say, um, from your like ivory off, tower, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he said from the top level. Uh, he did say from, from my the fucking, top level. From my turrets from the in my castle. Suite. Not my top level. From a top level. Uh, great group of people. Um, uh, great partners. Super flexible. Uh, awesome. We owe a ton of thanks to them. Huge shout out to everyone. Uh, they make kick-ass beer. I think they make probably the most kick-ass brute IPA. Uh, Cryomancer? Yeah. In the country. And There's they a, just released a Necromancer there. Imperial Brewed IPA. There's a rough, rough scene of Brewed IPAs in the Chicagoland area right now. Very oh, yeah. few of them are really taken off, and this one is really good. <laughs> Their Cryomancer was, was Wait, pretty dude, tasty. you got to try that Necro. It's, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. I, they I use, saw it on uh, the board there. Strata, Eldorado, Mosaic. They went strata on them. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like did. it. They See, make- that's it's just like an idea of like the influence. Like when I when I first rubbed it for the first time, I was super excited about it. And who's the first person I tell about it? The other the other head brewer was hanging out in the facility. I'm like, dude, you got to smell these hops. And he's like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. AJ. And then uh, you got TJ here. TJ, I see everywhere. He's yeah, like TJ is the GM. The multifaceted and, uh, production assistant slash brewer. He's brewing today, actually. Brewing Storm Giant, I think. Yeah, they're doing. Uh, oh, awesome. and, uh, Mountain King went yeah. over pretty well. It's a really I, good think. Beer. I mean, they're they, they I putting think together they, a double version right yeah. now, yeah. some some sort. Yeah, I, exa- I think they exemplify what we were talking about, just in terms of like, uh, just great people, great to talk to, willing to share info. I think we, I we, I think we are better off as a result. What we, I think we learned a ton of stuff from them. They make old world and new world styles completely kick ass. Um, really couldn't ask for more. You know, huge, huge thanks to them. And. So, and when I was at Ram, you know, it's like every single day I go into work, I, I brew beer, and I didn't have an assistant or anything. I, I was just by myself all the time. It's really cool to be surrounded by people who are doing the same same sort of thing, being, like, really uh, ex- excited about craft beer and Dug just in, brewing beer. Shit. And, you know, the, the entire squad here is they're all just – they're not just uh, they're not just good people. They're they're good friends, you know. They're, they're really cool people. And really uh, cool guys. That that even part, better. Not just a great teammate, but just an even better person. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> he's not I just talking about tears. I, mean, I know. Jesus. Sounds like yeah. I Tariq mean, Cohen these are, game these are, they're all people that I would hang out with outside of work. You know, like they're all like I actually just I went like AJ's in a band. Yeah, they're playing at the in Downers Grove. Is he shred? Go visit. What's he, what's yeah, he up oh, to? He shreds, he's man. We'll get him in here right Justin now. Justin went out and tore down. Dude, yeah. let's do this. He's regulating the yeah. mosh pit. Let's get Jude. Oh, yeah. Let's get Jude and get some reggaeton going. Oh, yeah. on. <laughs> Jude shreds too. Jude, that's awesome. Oh, Jokes. look at that! Look no, at bring him in. Bring him in. Um, I didn't specialize in that. So just uh, <laughs> kind of transitioning from that, from that. Uh, Specialized in shredding. That. <laughs> <laughs> Miskatonic kind of uh, takes takes you. That sounded great. Did you hear that? Wow, that sounded great. Oh, and we're off the rails. And That's what happened. We've got vocal we go elder secrets to double grid all the way to milk. Stay. There's too many musicians there in the room. That's the problem. That's what's going on. That's what happens. Happens. Justin's getting texts so. over here. <laughs> Wait, how? <laughs> what what no, he got? no, he sent it to me, not to you. Never mind. Admirers? No. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that was just getting updates on deliveries. Oh, great. Justin's getting shout outs and deliveries from. From friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind, never mind. 
Well, we got uh, <laughs> we got that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know that you were exclusively delivering beerhead now. Oh, I didn't know I'm either. Gonna miss, uh, I'm gonna miss. Uh, I'm gonna miss stopping in for the uh, Wednesday pizza deals that are or the happy hour pizza deals. Eight dollar pizzas at Beerhead. We're not gonna talk about this. <laughs> Go there. It's happening right now. My boy Krupel. Get him. Get him. Yeah. What? Give him Pat, Who we Pat at about? Beerhead. Schaumburg. Thought we were just Beerhead. Thought we were just making things easier on you. All right. On to the next <laughs> thing. On to the next thing. Yeah. I mean, you're making my life easier, but now I'm All missing right. out on pizza. Yeah. Seeing my pizza. friends. Now he doesn't like, get to man, see his friends. Look at he's crying. He's literally uh, yeah, crying. He's like crying. I'm trying right to now. fight back tears. <laughs> So as we, as we move forward, <laughs> tell me tell me about like this should be the this should be the book I guess when you write you it. You should release this episode during during like a Friday at five p.m. <laughs> for, for the um, <laughs> the rush home. The, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. So I was um, joking. I'm, I was joking just based off on. Never mind. All right, dive hey. into that. Like, what do you what what, what are you it saying? A, it was just a joke. Friday no, at five p.m. Let's move on. I don't know. I, I'm missing Does it. Does he want me I'm to be sitting it. in traffic and listening to this podcast? I'm missing. Yeah, it. I, don't I don't know. If that's what it is. Let's go on. All right. So where I was moving to next? <laughs> let's, let's move on. Was was all right. So the book the book will be called The Courting of Justin Miller. Like, what happened? How how did this how did this happen? It was like actually, you guys, uh, we met at a I mean, park. I get it. You guys are probably like, you guys are probably overwhelmed. You got a bunch of shit you need to do. Like, we need somebody that can brew this beer so we can do all the other dumb shit that has to happen to make this work. Like, that's ex- that's exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's the epilogue. That's exactly what we said. No, yeah, this. I mean, we it, met at Oak Park. If, it was so, super fun. He had some kick-ass beers on tap. So for me, I doubt it. It felt <laughs> super organic, and I hope it did for them too. You know what I mean? Like, so fake. <laughs> He played but, uh, you like a little bit. You know, I had seen. Uh, so I think the first time I ever actually even like saw either Jer or Jude in person was actually Beer Under Glass, uh, 2017, before Oak Park. Cool. I remember uh, you guys were next to the Imperial Oak booth, and everyone was swarming it or something like that for their like Quiet Giant or whatever it's oh, called. Yeah, Sleeping yeah. I don't remember what it's yeah, called. Quiet Giant, I believe. You guys were pretty close by, and I remember trying to go get that. And I remember Jeremiah saying hi, that he's friends with Sean, you know, and that. He knew that I used to brew Sean because I was there. I was actually there representing the Ram. Do you remember that at all? Were you there? I was there at everyone. Yeah, uh, I know what you're talking about. We we're probably next to Hopewell. I don't know that yeah. Imperial Oak was He's next like to H-O, us, but uh, 17, it's gotta, it's 17, yeah, May, May 17, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. I know abbreviations. So, I, uh, I didn't really chat much with them then, but then you when didn't talk to us. I didn't meet you then. It was actually sure. uh, I know that for sure. No, yeah, no, it was a, uh, it was it was Oak Park. Uh, I had stopped by and I was actually really impressed with scrap metal because I had tried a bunch of uh, Equinot heavy beers and I had been completely disappointed by them because every single one of them tasted like straight up green peppers. I thought you were going to say butthole, but yeah. No. I mean, green pepper, <laughs> butthole. I mean, We've I'm had kidding. some hops that have, that have come across as that, but... But scrap metal didn't. I, but I Equinox is straight green pepper sometimes. Yeah, and I remember asking Jude, like, oh, how did you uh, accomplish this without getting a ton of green pepper? And you know, he was he was more than welcome to share the way they use that hop. Oh, hey. Canning sound went away. <laughs> it means I have to leave soon. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not good. I know. So, uh, I was I think that day I was pouring like an oatmeal raisin version of my brown. It was like uh, I used vanilla and cocoa nibs and it came off like super oatmeal raisin cookie. Mm-hmm. And then I was also pouring, I was pouring a milkshake that day too, right? You were, you had one of those beers like the AL was it ALS like the hops for yeah we had IPA for oh, ALS okay. on yeah. uh, that was brewed over at Wheeling by Rob shout out to Rob 
Rob taught me what up, Rob? just as much <laughs> about brewing as, as Sean did. I, I brewed with both those guys all the time, and uh, Rob is one of my favorite people. He's awesome. Great dude. Uh, so, so that was it. We just took a bunch of beer. Yeah, we drank a bunch of beer. I uh, talked a bunch of beer. I told him that was like, I was I didn't really any impressed by, by Satan's Mile. <laughs> What's Satan's Mile? For, uh, for it was our first that. canned release, um, the first beer we ever really? canned, which was Amarillo. Was that the black I- IPA? It was, uh, no. I'll, I'll never forget the Hopland because it was Schnook and Amarillo. Yeah. And that was uh, the Hopland of one of my favorite beers at the time, which was Hayoka, which then became Sunita, which then became Gone Away. Holla. No. And so shit. we had, we, we yeah, instantly had a connection when I mentioned that because. I don't know if you know, but uh, Jude's probably wearing Half Acre branded underwear right now. For sure, wow. <laughs> under his Patagonia. Wow, <laughs> under his Patagonia. I never knew. Yeah. I never knew that clothing was such an important, it's very important. <laughs> and brought up topic on this yeah. podcast. Well, Jeez, just get, get used to it, bro. <laughs> Jude is. Uh, I don't want to say fanboy because I don't think that that encapsulates how much Jude likes Half Acre. <laughs> I was going to say, he kind of looks like Gabe a little bit now. <laughs> just <laughs> growing the same beard. He's got now. So we're, we're just going to, we're just going to, we're just going to, we're right just going to take that tennis ball, that, that, whatever, that little ping pong ball over on my <laughs> side and just kick it right back over to his side. Hold on, wait. If listen. you want to look on the, if you want a good day, thank you. There it is. <laughs> no, you dig, can't find dig, You can dig deep on the internet. You can dig deep on the internet and see Justin in a Blackhawk sweater. Just oh, seen it. With his own, with his own little wrap creation like eight bar <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Ode, oh yeah ode to, uh, to Hayoka uh, gone away oh, yeah, yeah first. Gone away. Just, just just talking about his favorite American IPA I he's got with fresh bars Chinook. you actually can't find that online it's uh it's, it's unlisted but if you want the link uh just uh maybe shoot me a message holler and, uh, at your boy <laughs> yeah I mean it's probably not gonna happen but hey, is it true that Sean can rap though I heard I've heard from people that Sean can rap. A I wouldn't bit. say like that a he little, not okay, like so, in like a, like a high level, but like yeah. I was gonna say if the ability to rap means that you can you can freestyle <laughs> somewhat different words repeatedly, then yes, Sean can do it, and I've seen him do it. Uh, I don't know. Evan was telling me that he could. Uh, Evan Sean is can rap like, I've, I've heard Evan, Evan Evan's can, a maestro. I heard if if Evan's the maestro, Sean is the uh, Sean's the. It's a fucking key grip. We should check he's the maestro the in. Grip. We should see if maestro he's is trying taken to work. on untap. That would be the first check to see if that name has been taken. <laughs> it's got to be, he's, right? He's, he's trying. Maybe, he's, huh? he's, he's almost there. Uh, I will say that I did I did witness an epic rap battle between him and Evan, and it was pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, there was they were... They were sounds they like it went quite two different ways. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like it. I mean, Evan totally won it, but <laughs> Sean to tried. You know, Sean, it was admirable. It was like, all right, this is... Uh, didn't think this I'd be seeing this at, uh, <laughs> like you know, in the suburbs of uh, Pingree Grove, like at, <laughs> Pingree at five Grove. o'clock at That's night. That's the first Pingree you know? Grove like, reference on this podcast nice. for sure, no doubt about so it. So it was, uh, it was, it was very interesting to see. It was, it was, it was really cool. And yeah, uh, I, I don't want to say that. Uh, how did you know, we get he, on this? Topic? I don't know. But uh, I'm you happy brought it that up, we did. actually, Jude. I'm happy what, that we did. What, what, no, how do we get? Because he brought up my rap. No, you were saying something. About, yeah, he's, he's a no, rap you were guy. Oh, about Saint's half Mile. Acre brand no, you were asking about Saint's uh, Mile. Half Acre brand underwear. That's where it started. Which they, if they don't have that yet, they should because no. they already have one Gabe, potential buyer. Need, no, half no. Acre brand no. underwear. I buy those things. Saint's yeah. Mile, though. Come on, uh, sorry, that's where Sailor's all the Kush, right? Like little Sailor's Kush prints. Yeah, why not? I don't see why not. So that beer just came out. When dank, you guys, dank, dank brew came out yesterday. Dank, dank brew. Jude already has like three, four packs, but he didn't bring any in. Drank, well, them, get, drank, drank them already. While well, you guys that were beer's like, got Enigma 
Equinot, Galaxy, Nelson, Comet, and Citra. Damn, son. Holy so cow. every time you mention it now, I'm just thinking about how we could have had some today. Do you know what I meant to tell you, actually, yesterday? Uh, <laughs> I was going to text you yesterday. Uh, I feel like last December, like uh, we are like, you know, doing some like uh, projecting for the brewery in the next year. And you sent me a text. You're like, yo, look what Half Acre is coming out with next week. It, it was, so it was Kush. Kush. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I was like, are you going to get a can of that? Yeah. Can, you, uh, can you bring me one? He's like, I'll, obli- get you, I'll get you in 2018. <laughs> and then uh, he did. I got you in 2018, son. <laughs> right. you give I'll me get you to brew some Imperial Brown <laughs> Ales in uh, yeah. 2018. Still time. So when you start courting Justin, you, you met him at, at Oak Park, whatever it was, you're drinking beer. Like, so how how do you transition to like, hey, bro, we got like this contract, you want to sign it? Like, like how, how does that work? Wasn't it kick ass? We just drank a bunch of beers with each other and had a bunch like, of food. Hey, you yeah. want to like come so brew the, no. the first like, time, yeah, the first time no, we hung out, no. it was like a... You hear that exhale? He was like, no, it wasn't. No, it was. Uh, I can't <laughs> like... Does it sound... <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, uh, the first time that we ever hung out, we actually, uh, I, have a, I have a buddy who used to brew at Half Day Brewing. His name's Ryan Wan, and he was the assistant brewer at Half Day, and the head brewer there is, uh, oh, God, I'm blanking right oh, now. Shit. It's killing me. So He's my boy. So we ended up going to Hofbrauhaus, boy. and Justin was late, too. Oh, shit. So this was like what? Was this like yeah, a, a business like, meeting? Like, hey, we're gonna talk to arrange some things. No, or, not at all. No, like, we're let's just go going have, to have a drink. No, I think so like, let's go crush beers. some like authentic German lagers. Okay. Let's eat a giant pretzel. Yep. And uh, let's shoot the shit because you know we had a good time shooting the shit at Oak Park. So uh, his name's Brandon. <laughs> he got there. He got yeah. there eventually. Brandon is nailed it. He used to brew at Chris Lake Brewing. He's an awesome dude. And I would highly recommend. Hey, maybe you could help me out here. I was blanking on a hop from Australia that's not often used. Um, let's 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 go. It's not Ella. It's not Summer. There's another one. That's a good. That's a good game right here. Yeah. And it's not Vic, and it's not Galaxy. Oh, it's not one Enigma. El- no, it's not Ella. No, said. no, it's not Enigma either. There's one other one. It's not Rowaka. That's New that's Zealand, New Zealand, right? Uh, Doctor Rudy or whatever. That's that's New oh, Zealand. it is. I got no, no. I feel you're on it. What is it? Wow. From Australia. Topaz. It was Topaz. Topaz oh, with shit. a Z. I was going to say straight radio silence here. Our second yeah, beer topaz. Our second beer was a brown with Simcoe and Topaz. Now, was the first beer, the black IPA, was that was that like an iteration of Good Rise? That was Good Rise. We're black. That was Good Rise? Yeah. Okay. In, a, in a, main, a main brewing company, 16.9 ounce bottle. Damn. Yep. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Shit. We got to holler at, what's his name? Dan Kleban from, from Maine at... Uh, that half acre fest. You're like, hey, and be girl, like, yeah, hey. we 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 picked 16 point ounce bottles because of Maine. We're like, we lose nowadays. Really uh, respect uh, what 16 point is probably universally known with Bourbon County, right? Yeah, uh, but in a different form. Yep, just Mars. Yeah, right. right. It looks different. The most yeah. common is Mars. Right. Mars rocks them. Yep, Mars got them. Yep. That's true. The uh, the chug life. You get yourself a nice chug life. And that's in cans. In so no, no, so I try. Not in cans yet. So the the whole yeah is sparkling lager. Back to the really recently. Because we still have pretty sure chug life is in cans. Anyways, back to the story, Justin. So Jude was like, "Let's let's meet up." I was like, "I know he lives in Chicago. I was working in Schaumburg at the time. We were going to meet up right after work." Sham Vegas, I think, is the way it's pronounced. (laughs) Sham Vegas. Champagne. I thought it was Shompton. Shompton. There it is. Wow. That's what I thought. That's it was. A, totally this is the harder part of town. No, I'm serious. It's the harder part I know of town. People call it Shompton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all due respect. No, much love for Shompton and Hoffman Estates. Don't. No, that's Rockford. Don't get Rockford. it twisted. Wow. 
All right, right keep go, it moving. Go, go. So, I wanted to kill Bogging two birds with down. one stone. I, I, I recommended Hofbrau House because I knew that my buddy, who had just become a, the assistant brewer cellarman there, he was going to be there that day. And I also wanted to hang out with Jude, and I, I knew that he probably appreciated lagers. I didn't know how much he appreciated them, as he did, like he does now. He's every other word out of his mouth is lager these days. Oh. <laughs> Something on the horizon. There's nothing wrong with that. Hopper Lagers? Are they coming, they coming no. soon? Lager. I'm, just, I'm just a big fan of the Nomar Garcia Parra trade in 2004. <laughs> Greatest trade That's ever. What we were talking about yesterday, yep. right? Todd Walker. Great trade. Lager. I once watched Todd Walker and Adam Dunn get into a cab together. And Todd, really? Todd was straight wearing a skinny jeans and a white tee. I believe this it. This was I like would, circa 2004. After yeah, me too. I was Reds the game. only fan of, of, Todd, of Todd Walker. Love Todd Walker. <laughs> I also watched Jose Macias. Jose Macias ran out of uh, oh. gas in his Supra. No way! <laughs> and they had to bring <laughs> they had to bring him a gas can. It was hilarious. Sorry. That's awesome. Okay. Anyways, so anyways. I was like, I'm gonna kill two birds with one stone. We're gonna go to Hofbrau House. And no, he's being... like, I really want like a brat. You know, so he's like, I'm gonna kill two birds with one stone. I'm I gonna eat a brat and pretzel and drink brat. some lager. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't eat a brat. We ate a, we ate a pretzel and we were trying to figure out what uh, what was in the cheese. Yeah, maybe. Remember that? Beer yeah. cheese. Remember that? Beer. No, we no, no, no. They had, favorite they had like black IPA. Th- they had like three or four different cheeses. And one of them had big chunks of like white stuff inside of it. And we couldn't figure out if it was if it, it was, was like cheese. a different kind of cheese or <laughs> butter because it tasted like butter or like just fat in general. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, go to Hofbrau House, <laughs> and get the, get the pretzel, started. get the cheese, and tell me what tell me what it is. Yeah, somebody somebody's got to know that. Somebody's gonna email you in like two days. Be like, so dude, we, I listened to that podcast. That is actually uh, yeah. something. It was so, it was a bunch of it was just a bunch of beer drinking. We went to Short Fuse right after wait, that. Wait, wait, Schiller wait, Park. Wait, wait, we're not yeah. done yet. All right. We talked for like two hours just about like just asking each other stuff about our day to days. Like, tell me about Aquanaut. Tell me about how you guys got started. And he's like, oh, tell me about the Ram. Tell me about all that stuff. So. You know, it was just we were just discussing that kind of stuff, and then we look over and I see Ryan standing in the the doorway, and he's like, "You guys want to come in?" So we're like, "Yeah." So we went in. We met Bobby, who's the head brewer over there, and hooked it up. These guys are the nicest guys. Yeah, I've ever met. They were filtering like an Oktoberfest, right? Oh, dude, and they instantly, I like there was no peer pressure involved, but it was there was some serious peer pressure. They're like, "You want to drink some lager?" Like, yeah. So they give us steins yeah. and we're pouring it off the tank, you know, and we're just filling up these glasses and it's just like Jude, Jude, like three or four different beers, right? Yeah. It was yeah. just like, Jude, uh, we didn't anticipate this and it was like, okay, we probably, we probably hung out in there for like two or three hours and then Jude's like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> it was like, it was like six o'clock or something <laughs> like that. This is like Time the Rosemont <laughs> area. You know what I mean? The, the, yeah, you know, they've know got everything going on about, with yeah. the ice rink yeah. and everything. He's like, I got to get out of here and I'm like, I was like man, I we're my, having such a good time. I can get Bub City over there. You got Bub City right there now. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. It was a. It was one of those days you look back on. And you're like, man, that was that was a great time. That's cool. We had a good. What the the next one was. Uh, the next one it was, was sometime in October and whatever. I had my daughter with me. She's a baby. She's in the car seat. I was like, I hope you don't mind. I'm bringing her with. Bringing <laughs> yeah, no, she was great me. the whole time. She was drunk rainy mostly, as hell. mostly the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it was. Yeah. We just canned beers. I had. I brought some cans of whiskey, and you had just canned done and done. Yeah. So of we trade. I traded some whisk, and and yeah, he gave me some done undone, and then we shared some with the bartenders. Short fuse was really cool. They brought us done yeah, done. Yeah, come back. We, check we, out I things, think we right? each got the buffalo chicken salad. <laughs> nice. Something like that it was a special that day, and it was it was really good. Yeah. 
feel special. So to make a long story short, just kind of... No, don't make it short. It, just I know. It, just you know, keep you know making many, it long. Do you know what? There's a lot of people that have said that on your podcast, and that has been... I'm, I'm probably like the 10th person that's probably said that, and that's yeah, probably the 20th time, so you probably doubled it, had to double it every you know, time somebody said it, that you were like, no, keep it long. Do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what? Like uh, the, the. I mean, for you guys, like that's a like, list. That's like a we, listener. Like we talked about. Like we we talked about before. I I usually give like a small, quick, rule number one and two on the show. Uh, for you guys, I didn't really need to. We didn't get those rules because I know you Sorry. guys. I, we never so, get so we didn't get those. There's rules. no rules to Fight Club. You technically no. did get the rules, but just not in the same manner I normally deliver them for people that I don't really know wait, wait, wait. about. Oh, How gotcha. do we get the rules? So then, so He's the saying, rule, rule number one is usually uh, stay on the mic. Which we talked about earlier. I said, damn, Justin's nailing it. He was on the mic all night. Mm, And then I told you, since you've sang in the past, you should know better than to stay away from that mic. And you've been good. But (laughs) but the other one is, the other one I always tell people is like, you can say whatever you want, but don't avoid a long story. I say, I always say, I'm very specific about do not avoid a long story because as boring as you Joe's got, Joe's got two hours he has to fill up. So it's like talk is long. There's no no time (laughs) for it. We're going five hours and I'm busting chops. I'm just boasting. But what I say of the way through yeah but uh, <laughs> we're at two hours right now even nice. honestly wow. we just hit two hours it's but anyway felt like 15 minutes i feel like <laughs> someone should like blow off some confetti or something i feel break. that we should have like a song break yeah. i feel like song we should break with justin brought Miller. to you by <laughs> no but uh, you no, know funny brought story. to you by mustachio coming out 12 5 <laughs> I always tell people don't avoid the long story because as boring as you think you sound, you're not. Like you, you, you might be thinking to yourself, "God, I'm really going on about this." Like, no, I didn't think it sounded boring. He is like <laughs> the king of covering the mic, like it does anything. It doesn't. If you help cover the all. mic, they, it can't hear you. It just I sounds mean, that's how sound works. Like I can still hear him. <laughs> can you guys hear me? He was doing it before we were even recording. He's like covering the mic to say things to Justin. Yeah. So, so you guys drank Side a bunch combo. together and then decided yeah. like. Hey, you want to come work for Hot Mojo? Yeah, for sure. It all it actually all happened so fast. Like, uh, there, there was a bunch of phone conversations that were had uh, where we were just talking about hops. It was just me and Jude talking about hops and random shit. I remember like just just hanging out, chatting on the phone with Jude, and he's asking me questions like, "Oh yeah, so we're expanding, blah blah. blah. Like, we're gonna need a brewer, blah blah. Like, he's asking me like questions about like, hey, so at the Ram, like, uh, what what like." What's uh what like what is the hourly structure like? What's all this stuff? He's asking me all this yeah. question. I'm thinking to myself like, I wonder if he's uh, asking me because he's interested in me working for them. Like, he's but I was like, you know what? Like right the way the way on? he's saying it, the way he's saying it is like not like that. So I just assumed he's it was smooth, something else. You know, smooth operator. I, I think the difficult the the not, not difficult necessarily, but like uh, Jeremiah and I operated, you know, for how many years? You know. 15, 16, 17, maybe three years, four years, whatever, just it being us two. Um, so, uh, you know, for for someone else to to be introduced into the picture, especially when it only when it's so small is probably like the most difficult because like there's an ethos and there's like a, a vibe that comes in where it's like Justin's point earlier, like really the only person that can come in is someone that can come in and be someone that you would like hang out with. But at the same time, uh, you know, we develop a need uh, for someone who uh, thinks like us, talks like us, uh, who's, you know, can make kick-ass beer. I've already said that Justin's got a kick-ass palate. So like, you've got all these like things that you wanna hit on. There's these, you know, tangible, intangibles, whatever. And it's so small that, 
you know, corporate America. That's very, called yeah, job requirements. Right. Those are called. And honestly, it was uh, it at the time. You know, like, and I, I still and for I still him too, one hundred percent. But like, oh, this is I was probably cute. What? what? I don't know. No, I'm joking. What? Don't He's look at me. Like, this is going to be very difficult. Let him be honest. No, you know. should make it seem like, oh, how about your... No, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, uh, no, it was uh, it was one of those things where... I, Everyone's like, trying I to feel get each other straight. out, right? I want to get this straight that I was like 100% invested in RAM and I loved what I was doing. Yeah. And that nice. I was in the position where I was like, you know, like if someone were to offer me a job right now, it would be... I would have to seriously consider... Uh, even, even these guys, I, I was like... I really love what I'm doing right now. I love I love the full creative control I have. I love the. It would have to I blow you away, in other words. Yeah, it would have and, to and like honestly, really it, be like it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a man. I I come into work every day and I'm disappointed. It was I came into every work I, I came into work every day and I loved the little space that I had that was my own. It's like I have I a loved, really I have a really good setup right now. Yeah. Right? why would I leave? That it wasn't setup, that situation right? where you're like fuck this place, man. I, just, right. I like if anybody no, offers not me anything, I'm which is probably a no brainer when it comes to that type of stuff. It's like how do you do something? How do you take a jump on something that is you already feel really good yeah, about and, and it, right? Yeah, and I, I, uh, I was super comfortable. he was comfortable. making kick-ass beer there, too. I was super comfortable with eh. my career <laughs> my career path, my career trajectory at the time. And uh, that's why I was super comfortable just talking with the guy. Like, with it was actually it was actually mainly Jude. I, I didn't uh, actually sit down with Jeremiah until, like, maybe a, a week or two after Jude mentioned that they were expanding and that, you know, they were considering... You know, he at Packers training Chad camp or something? He was busy. Probably, no. yeah. He was uh, casing some brats. <laughs> that was good. That is good. Case that was good. Anyway, sorry. So there's you, a, there was actually people meet, case. Actually, I, I just want to bring this up. Like, like three casing? days ago, there were people casing brats on these tables. Yes. I feel like a detective could case a brat, <laughs> but somebody cleaned them very well. Actually, could there be a different? Could there be a detective that is casing a brat as well as someone that is physically casing oh, a brat? Be. How about yeah, a bank? How about a bank robber who's casing like a brat? I do. It. Yeah, yeah. Instead of a, you yeah, know, I like the joint. Where, I like where your head's at. Yeah, right. I like where your head's at. So you got that you 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 had to make a hard decision is what you're basically what you're trying yeah, to come off. Yeah, hundred percent. It was a it was wasn't a super like a, tough like decision a for me. Boom. Yeah, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't anything yeah. against Hot Butcher or anything against Ram. It was just like what's that? What the hell is the best decision for me right now? Yeah, it was uh it was it was like uh it was like obviously I really like I said at the time I had mainly just developed a relationship with Jude. I I didn't know Jer too much, you know, and that was one of the the things that they that Jude actually brought up that like. You know, we can't go ahead and offer you anything until you sit down with Jeremiah. And I was like, I totally understand. Like, I don't, I don't want you to offer anything until I sit down with Jeremiah. You right. know, because I understood that it was going to be a dynamic where all three of us have to be on the same page. All three of us have to be compatible. And, and it was cool. It was a new beginning from there. Collaborative. It, worked, it turned out and great. It's been kick-ass. Me and uh, me and Jeremy met at uh, Noon Whistle, and it was like, all right, this guy's fucking awesome. Let's, yeah, right on. Let's do this. Paul Kreiner a part of this? I mean, Paul, <laughs> Paul's the best. I love Paul. He Paul's has let awesome. me east many times when I was at Ram, and uh, he is awesome. Noon Whistle is fantastic. I love yeah. those guys. It was the start of a good year. It was a cool year. It was in March, and then from there, um, we brought on a, a couple more tanks here, and then uh, we kind of got on the schedule of releasing beer every other week, and that was kind of like 2018. So, a well, lot to well, be and bringing him on thankful. probably has a lot to do with that. Bringing anyone on would have a lot to do with that, right? Where you could get into this groove of releasing. That. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of things. There's a lot. Of, you got it. There's a lot of things that require to move right. it forward, uh, and there's a you know. 
there, and there's yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. things that need to happen. You know, there's a lot of like the, there's there's a difference between things that are like urgent and things that need to take place next week, and then there's things that need to take place in your mind or podcast in the future. A year down the sure, road. exactly. Yeah. It's like <laughs> exactly. we need to get we three have time turns for a podcast in, in a this, year. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, and it's essential. It's it's essential. So that, that's a good that's a good segue to talk about how have you and Jeremiah's roles changed over since Justin's come on. I mean, how much more like you know kind of leeway is that not leeway, not much really. other than other than that I I think Justin's more involved well, in in the decision making. You're not graining in every day or <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I mean right because yeah because before him that you're brewing everything too, yeah for sure right yeah and we need we we needed help you know, in other areas as well. But I think what that allows us to do is, is, um, yeah, I mean, it's just like, uh, uh, you know, you've got to find a ways to continue to push things forward. Every, you know, everyone's got to kind of like own their own domain in order to, to move this forward. So everyone's kind of, fill your, wear, fill your A gap, yeah, fill your B yeah, gap. Exactly. Otherwise, you know, everyone's running back yeah, goes free. Yeah, exactly. That, that, oh. exactly. I have, Sports. I got to wear their hat and move it forward. <laughs> I feel too. like as, as time has gone on, time has gone on. I've slowly absorbed more responsibilities, like besides just the, the every day to day operation in terms of the brewer, responsibility and stuff like that like i i there's times where it's like uh you don't have to worry about doing that i got it covered kind of thing you know and it's something that like i think all three of us it's just helped us run even smoother and you know we're not we're not it's not perfect yet i mean as any sort of business relationship goes the it coolest, takes time to the develop part of this brewery right now is how gangster it is like one time <laughs> it's, it's all going to be a very well-oiled machine and you're going to wish uh, you know, you're going to say, you know, I remember the time when it was super razor thin and it was just totally gangster. And we're yeah, going to look back. We're going to look back and probably. You know what was gangster when Jeremiah tried to dri- drive the forklift that day and broke the pallet of grain? Oh. And I, don't <laughs> wasn't his I don't know fault. if it was his fault. No. I think it was the grain pallet that it was on. No, that could that, well, still happen even that's un- when we're away. That's unfair to say. To say tried, he operates the yeah, forklift. He operates, very he operates well. it right. a yeah, lot a and moves it. Point. And moves it. That it's was pretty not, funny. Like that was a it's that an was anomaly. A, that was a deliver nut rolls everywhere. Error. It's like when uh, when Jeremiah's here in the brewery. There's two places you can find him. You can find him near the canning line or on the forklift. You can find him in the club. <laughs> he is. Uh, he he loves the forklift. I don't know. I don't he know what it does. is. I don't know if like you saw that though. That was when that was, was the first. Uh, I don't know if he wanted to be like a race car driver when he was younger, you know, or something like that. But he's uh, he's all about that forklift. The best part is that like life. everybody that was here was like trying to help. I took a bunch <laughs> of pictures. Everybody was so, trying yeah. to. Everybody was trying up. to like restack the grain, like separate the different you know bags. Well, okay, and, so for anyone who wasn't there that day, uh, there was there was a. They loaded it too far in, and they into the right, it. and they didn't have a. Their it was, pallet it was, was weird. Jacked. It the, got weird. The, so yeah. the truck, the truck, uh, the exit has a lip that this comes is, out about. It's gonna make uh, for bad radio. Five or yeah, six inches, whatever. and the pallet was to the right of that lip. Yeah. So that way, if you tried to pull it out, you'd have to go left to compensate for that lip. But on the left, there was a bunch of pallets of grain. So he's pulling it out, and that. That right side is getting stuck on the lip, and uh, basically the entire right side of the pallet got destroyed, and uh, <laughs> it was it all was the good. grain fell to the left. And you but know, hey, I didn't got, get crushed. Think guys so. got a bunch of people. Right. We were it was like perfect timing because we were like in between canning, like setting up another pallet of cans, like we're trying to look at this catastrophe. People were there. People were there, ready to help move the grain around. Oh yeah, it was like a twenty second Man. delay. Yeah, you know? Joe, right. to your point, I think what um, what it's allowed us to do is is as owners, like you have a responsibility to uh, move things forward. Um, 
one thing from like an ethos standpoint, one from like a long-term vision. Two, it's like you have a responsibility uh, to the the team at large to ensure that uh, as a as a brewery that you continue to you know kind of like be on the cutting edge and and be on uh, you know have the foresight to to kind of see what's coming up and 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 see where the obstacles are and and know where the pain points are going to be and kind of get over that and, and just i guess strategically plan and let the people who do what they do best do what they do best you know what i'm saying and kind of be able to know when to back up from that but at the same time um you don't want to get mired in in just kind of uh getting caught up in the day-to-day now you have a response i think we have a responsibility to everyone here to see the long-term vision and be able to push that and it's it's a lot more difficult to do it uh when you you know if you if you're getting you know caught up in the weeds you know what i'm saying else yeah yeah as much as you want to but that's one of the greatest things is only being a couple people that sounds actually bad when you're saying in the weeds but as being a two people (laughs) you've got to do everything it's 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 relieving to be like yo like you're the bomb at this yeah and have the confidence and the faith, and someone goes and runs with it. Not only runs with it, but just r- runs like like Usain Bolt runs with it, Damn. which is a big compliment. He looks a lot which like is Usain like, Bolt, yeah. which is like an insane compliment. Very too. similar Especially build, like, complexion, you know, everything. Which sideways. then puts the onus. Look at me sideways. You, put, you yeah, never know. Puts the onus on you to be like, all right, now we got to handle business here. Like, let's go. You know, yeah. like he's got it here. I got a full he's really, got he's really full trust here. Let's go. Percussion. Let's go experts. do this. You know. Yeah. So right on. Oh, look at there's a lot of love. And I, lot of love I, right I, here. I know that if Jeremiah were here, he would say uh, his slogan lately has been Injustin like, Trust. Music. Injustin. What, you got to hold your nose? <laughs> you think Jeremiah's wow. voice is nasally? That's Damn the worst thing. That's impression not what I yet. meant. Damn it. It's wow. been bad. Jeremiah, I love you. Jeremiah, we need you here. But uh, <laughs> he do. would say, yeah, he'd say, Injustin, we trust him. You know, Justin would trust. I like that. And sometimes, you know, like when we're oh, all sitting guess, there having Jeremiah is going to text me. Like I've never ever he, said it. But trust he brings ever. up a great point because, like, for so many, like for four years, you're smelling everything, you're tasting everything, and you're like, no, it's got to. You know, maybe yeah. even selfishly, you're like, it's got to be the. It's my way or yeah. the highway. It's yep. got to be yep. this way because so you have be, that autonomy. Imagine, yeah. imagine how hard it is to just be to like, be able to be like, all right, I trust you to make that. You think it's good because I can't. Yeah. But I think that's that's kind of vetted out in the entire thing. And then like that that's vein, what we were talking about. We were like, when that's you start, the whole courting process. Yeah, when you hear people talking like that, <laughs> that you're like, all right. Just over the pants hand jobs yeah. all day. It's like, no, this guy, do, it, do I trust this guy's nose? Oh, when we're drinking the lager at Hofbrauhaus? House? Yeah. 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 Jude's yeah. just watching you. <laughs> Jude's yeah. like, oh, so let's see how he reacts to this say. thing. It's like, hold on. Let me go in the corner and mark these, check these boxes off for a second. I didn't like the way he smelled that. acid in the spirit real quick. And he's see just, if he can pick it he's out. planting shit on your beer. Yeah. Oh, I just away. so happen to have Chinook. You're not. I, have this, I had uh, a one ounce Chinook yeah. sample in my pocket. I have this. Uh, I have this Prop 15 that we're gonna open. Oh, geez. what do you oh, think? Wait. <laughs> he's wondering why you. Why? What? Are you getting any buttery popcorn off this one? And he's, he's <laughs> telling me it tastes great. It tastes great. Uh, Jude. Uh, he br- what's, he what's did your, bring in a, a, a 2014 coffee when when he walked through the door this morning. I mean, is there something wrong with that? I, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Let me stop at the Movico down the block. Are you testing us now? No, not at all. Honestly. I just thought it was interesting that you brought up a, brought up a Goose Island product at that point. So yeah, in, no, in the no, same yeah. vein that we were going in, like for for you, Justin specifically, is it weird? Like, do you have a a certain different amount of pressure on like a brew day in your mind? Do you do you build that pressure on like like uh, 
shit, this is a beer that they've done before. I don't I think was he does. Here. No. Well, maybe early. No. Maybe uh, early you did. I don't Jude, think you did. Jude, I'm asking uh, him. I know. <laughs> I think it's chill. When right? you're like, when you're like, uh, no, I know, mean, like, uh, I, I've never done want to believe. Not too much so of a spaz. This is my time. Actually, no. The only beers that I've ever felt like pressure on was like beers, like my like Doghouse was the first recipe I did here, and and Jeremiah. That was your first beer here. Like my first hundred percent recipe. That was like weird. they're like they delegate me. They're like that's so funny. This recipe. I, I had that locked yeah. in my brain to ask him at some point what was your what first was the beer? first Mellotron was the first drink. The first beer I brewed here was actually Megabyte. The first beer I brewed by myself, <sighs> right Megabyte. Megabyte. Uh, but like that, like so, that was uh, that was one of those recipes that we that had kind of been decided, and it was like, hey Justin, like take a look at it. Do you see anything? crazy but every other recipe since then has kind of been a collaborative effort to some to some extent you know it's all but it, it's not like it's not like jeremiah sends me a recipe and he's like this is what we're doing and then jude's like yeah this this needs to be changed and then i'm like yeah this needs to be changed it's more of like a, it's more of like we kind of we kind of all are on the same page nowadays and i'll almost admit that like that's probably that's that probably happened earlier than i thought it would yeah. Like, like right now, like, as you were saying, like, if anything's changed or anything, taking the reins on that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're like, we're, I don't want to say like a, like a, like a, what's, what's a, a stool, a three-legged stool that, that, that would have come together a lot sooner than maybe anticipated. That it maybe for, that it did, that yeah, it did. Yeah. 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 Cause, uh, you know, that was one of the things actually like, well, probably to hit in to his case, little, he, his whole thing was kind of, your probably whole thing was like, so when you know it's like when yeah when do i when do when, so that's the when, thing. when like, am i in, included in this when am i of this and it's kind of uh for anyone else for anyone that has understood what it what it's like to take something that you created yourself and execute on it and and see that to the finished product and have that ability to do that they understand that like when you go from having that ability to not having that ability that to me like one of the early things that i said to the guys was that i don't i don't want to be a shift brewer i don't want to i don't yeah. want to do that I want, come like if, if I'm gonna if yeah. I'm gonna if I'm gonna be a part of this team, I want I want to have some semblance of creative control and ability. Like, and they assured me. And and like I said to to Jude's response, he maybe he said that that happened a little sooner than he expected. But for me, it was like I was probably, ready to maybe, go right out. Yeah, of the maybe gate, it happened you know? off the bat. But at the same time, too, it's like you feel like. Um, you know, you you might be able to like let that happen too soon. You know, right. you may like have a response. It's your baby. Right? Well, you may it's, have a responsibility to be like there's an there's a ethos or there's a certain thing in place right now right. that to to maybe like uh, I guess I don't want to say let that go would be too soon. You know, there yeah. there might be a way that that could be yeah. managed. Uh, but I think it just came. But I mean, that's I don't think it was anything on our. It was definitely not a conscious thing. I think it just kind of spoke to the fact that you know. There was there was the ability yeah, and to wasn't like you and Jeremiah sat in a room and said yeah. by week two he's yeah, got to be yeah. ready for this this and this yeah, by week eight he needs right. to be here and here and, and at, here at that and point like, man I had brewed like probably ten different of my own recipes for the first time shot in the dark at Ram and and I was super comfortable with my ability to write recipes create beers execute on that kind of stuff so when I come on board it was like let's see these these old recipes and let's see like what they think about them and what needed to be changed and let's work on that together so like when we bring beers back like uh i want to believe you know like we may structure it to be more similar to what we're currently doing but i'd say what we're currently doing has been a sort of a a love child of what hop butcher back in the day used to be and what i was doing at at uh just like what the way that I currently think about IPA recipes and, and we've, we were, we've been able to t- sort of take all the great things that made Hop Butcher unique and 
now it's become our ethos like the way we're doing them now if that makes any sense is that it a good does way to say i mean it? i think yeah. the most important thing is like to like like when you're when you're drinking beer like you there's definitely like a story behind things and like uh it in in the way that things kind of come together even though somebody probably doesn't see that like on the back end uh at least meaningful like from from our standpoint to think like are we making the beer that we want to make like uh is it kick-ass can do do we stand behind it do we feel like we can go guns a-blazing on it um it really kind of starts i mean it definitely starts with what happens here and i feel uh that's why it might be the most like kick like mentally we might be at the kick-ass moment and hopefully it continues to go because i feel like we're all locked in mentally it doesn't mean that the beer's great right necessarily but it it at least feels that like we're we're locked in from a mental standpoint on how we'd like to see how like how we talk about things and how we look at things and how you know we we decide on and make decisions and, and to me it's like everyone's got a hand in it you know what i mean so it's like it's it's, it's everyone's it's decision like, at this it's point not like jeremiah's carrying the group or jude's carrying the group or justin's carrying the group it's like you know every, everybody's got a hand in this everybody's right, when we sure, fuck it yeah. when we, if it ever gets fucked up we, fuck we just up, can't point to one person we say up, we yeah. all decided <laughs> right, to make right, this right. Fucked like, up. but but see that's the thing with doghouse why it was so stressful is that in that scenario uh you know it was like we had discussed uh, this awesome concept that you guys came up with to do a Portillo's chocolate cake shake. Yeah, that was beer. Jerry's idea. And and it was like you had Sounds the name, like you had the concept, and it was like, yeah, this is awesome. Now I had to execute on the recipe. And it was one of those things where I, I came up with the recipe, I sent it out to the guys, you know, we we discussed things that maybe we'd want to change or maybe we want to do different technique wise. And, you know, it it went from there. And that was like my my second yep. or third week here and I'm like you know this is one of those scenarios which is kind of funny that he mentioned it that it, you know I am on the hook here like this is kind of like a test thing where like if this beer comes out it, it and it sucks man that's a, that's on their new that's on their new brewer man right <laughs> that, was, that was uh that was something that I was spearheading so and um, yeah I, th- I think the thing that 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 we have talked about like is like in you and I have talked about like uh, not to say Sam Calgioni, but like I haven't read that book, but there was a, a real like quick quip that he had or a little quick quote where it was like, let's not like compete with each other. Let's collaborate with each other. Let's like let's promote each other's interests. So it's like looking back on this whole thing, I think the most like gnarliest and fulfilling and like ultimately probably like the, the thing that you would rather like ride or die with is like at the end of this whole thing, like let us all feel like satisfied and like we all had a hand in this like the greatest the 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 way that that like the most kick-ass beer i feel at this point for us is going to come when when we're all when we're all kind of contributing to it you know what i mean so it's like let's say yes to more things than ever the the, the hardest probably thing is probably to keep it insular and keep it to yourself right no this is ours or like kind of promote like a selfish vision of it like that's probably the hardest thing is to let go probably a more difficult thing is to open it up to everyone right. and, and just kind of say, let's like, let's go. And I, I mean, I, I totally understand like what happens if a couple, couple years down the line, like Jude and Jeremiah are too busy dealing with all the other things that come from running a successful business, you know, and, and Fingers it's just crossed. me doing all the beers. And then it's like, you know, it eventually someday, you know, I'd have a, I'd have other brewers, you know, underneath me that I'd be delegating tasks to. And then it's like, now it's our squad. And then, you know, it's it, just like you never know when that's going to 
be different and and i totally understand what what jude says when he says this is the most gangster gnarly time we have now <laughs> because this is just us us three coming up with you know the entirety of what's in the these cans it's a yeah. it's super it's a super unique scenario to be in and sometimes sometimes it's not the easiest having to work with three people to to make a beer i'm being honest yeah. but um Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what's just what's how day creative brew like. Is. I mean, are, you, know? are you? I feel we haven't usually... let Joe ask a question in a while. That we've no, just no, been you guys talking. are doing really well. This is the point. This is the point. You know, this is a, it's a thing that a lot of people don't grasp. Is that it's supposed to be more you talking than me talking, and sometimes I end up having to talk more. But you oh, know, the coolest thing about this, the right, the right we way, we could talk all day. The coolest thing about this Muxashio is how it's guys ever talkiest, the talkiest. The coolest thing about this Muxashio pour, like I feel the way it pours this year, the look out of the can is. Like when I can, I can Sound. tell right away. He's talking directly to me, which I yeah, feel. Yeah, he is. I love it. He was feel, looking dead in your eyes too. Like Justin, job mm, well yeah. done. Uh, mm. with a, that's that's one of the coolest parts with like a hazy brew is like when you pour that out. Like you can kind of tell yeah, yeah. what beer you're, uh, you're, you know, you're in store for. Yep. You know, and but and that's that's not a for better or for uh, a better or worse type of thing. You just can be like, all right, this is gonna be this. This is gonna be that. Uh, I don't know. It's telling. Watch, check it, check your pores. So, hundred percent. I don't know. This I is, mean, you see the hate. I don't, I don't you see, know, you know when you got a hate, you got a Merc, you got a Merc brew coming out. Yeah. Sometimes but, uh, it comes out, you hold it up, and it's in the glass, like oh, it's a lot hazier than you I thought. You can tell a lot about a person by the face they make when they're pouring a beer. <laughs> oh, supposedly that's Justin, right? <laughs> yeah, my. So the other day so I was that, pouring a beer uh, for one I'll of my right brother's back. friends, and my brother. Happy anniversary! Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's cheers. We should probably take a moment. I'm not even drinking. I don't even have anything in my glass. Hold on, let's let's Hello. up. Oh, dude. At least give me a splash, a splashdashio. There you go. No, that's good. Good. Then put some in Did yours. You introduce a new phonetic. Uh, a splashdashio. Yeah. Milk stas, milk stasio. <laughs> he just gave oh, me a, a splash of stasio. So cheers, splash. guys. Thank you for being the anniversary episode. Thanks for having us. Turning out to be episode sixty-three, but you know, anniversary episode. Cheers. cheers. Nice. Cheers. Hmm. You could hear the headphones ripping through Jude's beard as he peeled them I'm off. Sorry, <laughs> but no, my brother, uh, my brother, one time God I was damn, pouring bro. beer for one of his buddies. I was pouring some hot butcher beer, and uh, he's like, "You know, I never noticed this, but you just like your face when you're pouring a beer, it's just like." <laughs> pure joy like you have this like weird smile on your face and i'm like <laughs> it's like you were it's all you subconscious him, you were looking at him when he was pouring a beer yeah you're like, i wanted to see yeah, well yeah you probably you, saw you that you were face. happy you were like look at that thing going in the glass i don't know what it is it's entirely subconscious yeah it's not something it's not that, like a, i'm purposely gonna make this face because somebody's pouring a beer it's like it just happens i don't know what it is man i think that that's like stuff like that is what makes beer so unique and yeah, it's such a cool so thing. Interesting. It's such a cool, cool industry, cool everything. I mean, uh, so I mean, when you're when you're going forward here, like most days, is it you graining in and, and oh, milling yeah. and uh, all that? I, mean, I would say that like uh, nowadays, uh, the only time that the guys are here on brew days is probably collab days. Um, ben, every now and then, that uh, our delivery uh delivery expert Your and packaging, packaging expert guy. yeah <laughs> he best. uh he'll come in every like when he doesn't have stuff to deliver he'll come in he'll help me mash in on some of the more like we're always maxing out the mash tub and we're always <laughs> maxing out our volume so they're yeah. not easy mash ins by any extent and most of the time i'll have like eight to ten bags of grain left to mill in while i'm mashing in which is kind of a pain in the ass if you've ever done it and you know what nope. that's like <laughs> 
Um, I cannot so, like, relate. I, I always like having the guys here on, on collab days, but actually it's, it's gotten to the point where like we have so much fun on collab days that <laughs> it's almost distracting. It's almost like it makes it hard. Even though <laughs> Is anybody though watching the beer? <laughs> even though they're here to help out, you know, and, and, and Jer, will, Jer and Jude will help me mill in and all that. And match Mostly in. Jer, not me. <laughs> Jude, he's being, he's Jude, being a Jude, tower. Jude is schmoozing the uh, the, ah, the collaborators, yes, yes, and yes. he's already you know it's like it's seven in the morning, and he's he's got like six beers out already. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. Uh, Jude's got a reputation in this. Like even for us, when we come, like people that I know and myself personally have come and canned with you guys. Do you want to like, open another beer? Jude's always the guy that like Jude's always the guy that walks up to you and he's like, "What's the best thing you had lately?" From anyone, like he, yeah. he's always curious. He's always asking that question. I know. It's like it's like friendship slash conversation slash market research slash you know just good conversation. You know, it, it has a, like everything. He's good at like, and, and I'm not saying that you're masking anything. No, but, right. But on. you but you do a good job of combining everything. You know, it's not like uh, you're not you're not doing this like, hey, we want to make this. Is this a good thing to make? You're like, thank you. Hey, what have you drank lately? Like, it, it uh, might actually come from a, a a place that what should I be buying? It might come right. from that like, place. It's, it's like, it's like what, 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 what beer buy? should I have? It's got an edge of real curiosity. We're like, what this dude, this dude honestly wants to know what I've been drinking lately. I like this. He'll call me and he'll be like, have you tried have you tried this yet? And I'm like. No, he's like, I got some cans for you. <laughs> it's good. It's the and, best, right? And it's like, that's like, uh, that's like, you know, if there's a new beer that's released in Chicago, chances are Jude's had it. Really? You're that guy? Mm. You're the guy? Because uh, no, he's, he's, he's trying to be know. modest, but no. I'm just saying, hey, you a got lot a Bananas Foster now, Hubbard's Cave. Right gotta on. give some love to Shout Hubbard's out. for that. That, pop into that, that Bananas Foster's pretty nice. No, yeah, you don't want to pop into that after we've been popping all these. Gotcha. That's maybe. That's a twelve percenter. You might want to hold on to that for the for the yeah. whole crew out here. All right, split that. But Justin's like, I'll have drink you, it have right you met now. Met this guy. <laughs> this guy at the end of canning day he's extends can, ex- extends canning day by two hours because he's like, oh, you want to? Well, let's, let's get another beer in the fridge. Open. Let's open this. It speaks. It speaks to all the the exciting beer that's being produced. Okay, so what have you guys? City. What have you yeah. guys had lately outside of your oh. own beers? What have you guys had lately, Jude? You're per- turning the tables. Field this question. Um, Pipeworks, I think, is kicking out a Which ton one? of. Uh, give a me bunch, specifics. A bunch of beers. No, 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 no. Don't give me a half-ass response. What, what a have bunch you had of beers. specifically? The the smoke lager was good. The, smoke lager. The, I missed that one. Right. The the, hel- the smoke Hellas. Oh, the Hellas. I'm sorry. What was it called? Do you remember? It's it just was, called Hellas Lager, right? I think it was called oh. Smoke Pipe Works Hellas or Smoke Hellas. Yeah. That premium pills is yeah, one of the premium pills is good. On the planet. So the galaxy. Go ahead. The galaxy brew is good. That one they did with Infinite Arcane. Yeah. Solid. Oh, that Ninja vs. Science. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Justin's probably got it. Um, what, Sailor's what, Fish. What about that? Sailor's, that? Yeah, that's dank. What about Benthic? Dank. Uh, Dude, did you guys have the double dose Benthic? I did. Whoa. I didn't get Justin had it recently. That was crazy. That was awesome. That was. I like the. I think thick, I like the double barrel. Thick pastry more, goodness. Though. Oh, that was the brandy apple barrel? brandy bourbon, yeah, apple yeah. brandy barrels. Yeah. The the, 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 the the pocketbooks of the Chicago consumer just deflated after this month. Like oh, because all the big County and Benthic and all the Vlads in the Southwest suburbs. I mean, they did three Vlads. I mean, there's so many barrel yeah. age releases. I, uh, Spiteful what? released Alley Time for the first time in like a year. So Damn. they're only a couple blocks. What's up? Are they really? They got it. They got it. So you had wow. it in draft time right yep. on? Yep. It's just north. They, their, their tap room's just north of where I live. So I got to pick up some. I had some second shift six wild pack. ale. I forgot the name of it. Dude, I, had, uh, I had Lagunitas Eroica. Wow, that that was so good. Cool. Um, another beer that's I think is severely underrated is uh, the the satisfaction from. Um, I don't know that one. 
Buckle Here, down. Dead <laughs> silence. Oh, oh right, on, right, on, right on, Buckle down. It's Ike and Sean are. Ike and Sean are. Hey, great shout out dudes, to man. Ike Sop too. Dropped off some beer. Thank you. Yeah, Did he really? Yeah. Did you know awesome. that uh, Xavier McDaniel's is? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How great yes. is that? That was one of the best stories told on this podcast. More, more of and it's more of a hopped. Yeah, I know. So cool. I didn't know that. I didn't know that, and I had that beer like years ago. I liked I liked Xavier McDaniel as a Sonic. I hated him as a Nick. Yeah. That needs to be Look talked it. about Jude's, more. Jude's more interested in Fred he Hoiberg being Nick. fired. Well, this what is, uh, this is was. Average Joe's sports podcast. One of my like favorite memories of Michael Jordan is that like they went at him hard, like yeah. uh, like on an and one. To, he came yeah, in or or, or something happened, and uh, and uh, Michael went right up in Xavier McDaniel's face, <laughs> and on like. NBC His face is way said, up there li- said had, some lip, had some lip reading things going on <laughs> And that was one of the coolest things about Michael Is that like Greatest basketball player ever Didn't Played offense and played defense yeah. But he was tough Will like Purdue, he got, he Will, got Purdue will tell face. you how well, tough he was. Yeah, I know. That's, that's probably a bad story. I think he smacked story. Will Purdue yeah, in practice. Have, that's not like, but he got, in, he got in. I mean, Xavier McDaniel, the X-Man, is, uh, he's a big guy. Mm-hmm. He got right in his face. He told him, "Don't do that again." Yeah, Michael was well. Michael was built like a brick shit house too at six six, but still Michael was big. Still they went to baseball jacked. and got even bigger. Like, yeah. Michael was big. <laughs> he was still jacked. Uh, a lot of fully saturated double daisy out lately. Oh man, good double beer. Pony is yeah. good beer. Um, Dry Hop makes yeah. some solid beers. Picked up a couple. Brought, they have I've a had new, like they one beer from Dry Hop. I need to have way more beers from Dry Hop. A lot of good beers over there. Yeah. You can't go wrong with any beer. I guarantee yeah. you take them like two crawlers, three crawlers from there. Yeah. All good stuff. Easy. There, I there's can't wait a, to go out there. Even if I can't name anything, uh, I feel like we're so lucky as as drinkers, first off. There's so much good beer being made yeah. in this city. Unlucky livers, lucky people, all sure. that. Like, yeah, just there's so much out here. That's all right. Mike and the king, they like to play bass. Yeah. They, they, were, they were using these as, uh, oh, as right bass on. strings. Right on. So... Now that Justin's gone, let's talk about how terrible he is. <laughs> so we can finally the do this. Worst man, that just a just a terrible guy. Do you hear all no, the lap? Do you hear all the lapses and conversation <laughs> yeah. that occur when he's on the mic? <laughs> oh, hey, there he is. He's such a great Uh-oh, guy. Oh, eye to eye. Look at him. Such a great guy. Boom. Love him. Love him. We were actually talking about MJ for a minute. Yeah, we were, we're talking, talking about Michael. Michael. We were talking a little Michael. Uh, little known fact: I did have I did have a fantasy football podcast before this. I did. I awesome. Used to do, I did about three, four years with my buddy Kyle. We did. We just got. We just drank Lagunitas and uh, did fantasy football talk. What was, was the uh, What was the name of your fantasy? It was. Team? It was. It, oh, my fantasy team. Yeah. Uh, my be- My best ones were the Pickle Dicks. Um, yeah. Great name. Okay. Yeah, Pickle Very Dicks. sophomore. Um, yeah, no, no, How old are you? They were, it was my 2006 <laughs> championship. He's like, it was last year. 2006 <laughs> championship winning team was uh, uh, Purple Headed Yogurt Slingers. Was one of my teams. Uh, terrible. Yeah. I, it's I was, all good. Don't worry it's about it. It's an interesting topic because I heard that all the good fantasy football names eventually get like stolen and then people start oh, yeah. calling you out saying that you came up, like, you came you up, with, come that? up with that name. Oh, yeah. Like 100%. you're stealing it. My 100%. buddy, uh, my buddy Brett had a team called Joe Buck yourself. Uh huh. Yeah, he hates that. Joe Buck. I've seen that a few times. Yeah, and, and everyone, see, yeah, he came case. up with that on his own, and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, you're just stealing." So we had to change his name, and now he's yeah. now he's Monkey Butt. <laughs> <laughs> he's like my brother-in-law. No, he's got like a hundred teams every year, and it's like all of them are soup Nazis. That's it. It's <laughs> he awesome. just sticks. He just sticks with one thing that works for him. He's a Seinfeld guy. That's fine. Do you play fantasy, dude? You still takes up too much time. 
Yeah, I don't play either. This is my first year not playing in the last 15 years of my life. I'd just rather devote time to the brewery how than, do you, how than do you play feel? fantasy football. If, <laughs> it feels good watching football now, like watching the Bears game yesterday. I'm uber-focused, whereas last year I'd have been like flicking back through the Red Zone channel and like, what's going on with my other guys? Now I'm like, I don't have my phone in my hand. I don't have my computer in front of me. I'm just watching the game. I just, I'm watching. I can see little things happening rather than when I'm like half-ass watching the Bears and also checking my, you know, checking my my Yahoo to see if my fantasy team's doing well. So it's actually so been a good thing. It's refreshing. Me. It's refreshing as fuck. Um, what was I gonna say? It's like uh, drinking a vacation mode. Just super refreshing. Nice. That's a good call out. Um, there was something I was to say about um, why did you why did you take Idaho Seven out of two flat? That's my question. Idaho Sevens are awesome. No, you know what? It seems like everyone is saying that Idaho Seven is awesome lately, and maybe like we we used it the wrong way when we did use it, or maybe we like we didn't get the best version of it. Enjoyed it. Um, I do agree that uh, that it's a different beer than it was before with the inclusion of Idaho Seven. You see a lot of people like saying like that was one of the best hops they rubbed at at hop selection this year or whatever hop harvest, Um, but. I know. Same with El Dorado, right? But, but that's a variation, yeah. too, But I think right? I know seven like That is, can change from harvest to harvest. Well, anything, like, yeah, right? yeah. Oh, for okay. sure. You can get good stuff. Not, and, you, and you've got to buy a lot of it in order to be able to select that specifically. Okay. Or else you're right, at the mercy right. of it. But yeah, no, I, I, mean, I agree. I think Idaho 7 is kind of something we want to revisit. Uh, one thing I was going to say, Amarillo, gum, we were talking about beers. Uh, we, largely, the idea to start a brew is built on like the backs of like Gumball Head. Um, the first time like, uh, Jared and I had a beer, it was what it was, it was both of our wives and us. And we had a beer like in Lincoln park and there was a beer called gumball head. And we were like, what Never heard the of fuck it. is this? <laughs> we're like, it's going to taste like gumballs. Is that a weed you know? ale? Was right. That, yeah. It was what is that guy? Like some kind of cat smoking yeah, right? a cigarette. Like, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, remember, uh, and we drank told- that beer and that was like, what the fuck is this? And that was, I mean, the rabbit hole pretty much occurred from there. So not necessarily beers and I love no, the origin no, stories from right. everyone. I love that, like, that what got me started, that the gateway beers, I always call them, like the gateway beer, like a spotted cow. I don't need to hear Justin's story. All I just want to hear is him hear him pronounce the name of the beer. I know what it is. We don't need oh, to hear the let's story. Go. Let's but go, we baby. can just hear him say, Weichstefan. Weichstefan or Hefeweiss. Oh, so sexy. We don't need to say it again. Though. No, I don't need to tell the story. Uh, what were you going to say? I like? think you can actually hear the story on uh, another podcast. Oh, oh, oh competition. Dang, son. No, no there's no it's competition. Like, no, it's That's like, the whole point of being The whole in point this is that like, world. every podcast is like another chapter in the story. And you got you to listen to all would of you, them would, to get the what whole What did you tell this on? A tap takeover? Yeah. yeah. Those guys yeah. are fucking you dope. Did hear that I love those guys. I listened to it instantly because I was waiting in line behind them. To get my my podcast. Plus, I met yeah. them at uh, I met them at Mike's Fest at uh, Smells Like a Beer Fest. Oh yeah, and they yeah. were oh, right so on. nice, man. Just great dudes. What yeah. did you say to Jared when you found out he did that podcast? Nothing. Were I, you I, like, uh, it's because they're from Wisconsin. No, I asked him. I I I, had, I you know I just kept I I would I would email or like whatever. Uh, uh, text uh, Jeremiah like every couple of months like hey just checking in anytime right. possible you know and then I saw they did the tap takeover and he was like hey you know and, and Jared told me before long before that you guys did the tap takeover one that he's like there's like one maybe two podcasts in front of you that we want to try to get to because we kind of told them so I was like expecting to be like next after them so when got they you. got when they got you guys that to me that was like boom deli counter I got one less number in front of me <laughs> like let's go nice <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I was going to circle back to uh, the kind of the perfect example of crops changing year by year and answering a question you asked that uh, we got like Jude super sidetracked this, from. By the way. <laughs> it was uh, you asked like what his favorite Nelson beer was, right? My favorite Nelson beer was probably oh, I uh, forgot about this. It was yeah. probably Vallejo. Simcoe oh, Nelson. Oh, such look a great at that. Beer. Early Vallejo, such right? Such a great beer. And so one of the things that we've talked a lot about here is that Jude's experience with uh, Vallejo was that uh, they don't use Nelson anymore, right? In that beer? That sounds right, yeah. Might be Hotel Blanc. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of Nelson floating around. So uh, like. there's actually a lot of uh, there's a lot of brewers in New Zealand that actually mentioned that they don't even grab the Nelson as much anymore. And I'm not sure if it's a crop thing. I'm not sure if it's that there's other hops that they'd rather get that are in smaller limited quantities that they're <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we need to get. Which we kind of did hear about that. Was it Rawaka? Yeah, no. That everyone's going uh, nuts about. It, yeah, it no. is right. Yeah, 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 you got it. Yeah. Wa- not Raquel, but Rawaka. Wasn't there one with a W? Like Waiiti, Waiiti, Which and then Wakatsu, which we've used and which we used actually in vacation mode. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of like like juniper and lime. It's awesome. I love that hop. Well, it makes sense with that wit type. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Totally. That's that's good point. So yeah, no, so yeah, so I just circled back to that and uh, Vallejo, man, like that's the perfect I love Crusher IP. I remember uh, <laughs> when I was going to school, uh, we had a Whole Foods right off Fullerton, and they had a bar upstairs. And if you guys have ever been to a Whole Foods bar, you know that like you're always getting pints for like five or six bucks, and they're gonna be good beers. Like they actually have a really good selection, and uh, they would always have Zombie Dust on draft, which you know wasn't that exciting to me at the time because I. I had been there, done that. Because so you know? cool. Yeah. I was just, I but was they always had gone there. away on draft. So cool. You know? And, you know, when they first tapped Zombie it, was, it was Sunita, you know? Uh, but they had gone away on all the time. And they let you, the cool thing about Whole Foods is that they let you take whatever beer off the shelves and open it. So it's I've like, I, I was drinking like Spiteful <laughs> all the time. I was drinking uh, Goddamn Pigeon Porter all yeah. the time. And, uh which I believe is our delivery this driver. Ben, Ben, who gets all the beer out yeah. of the city, Pigeon Porters is really? favorite beer. That's his yeah. jam. Oh, I think I'm going to have a four-pack of that waiting yeah. for him. It's kind of like an American CM. Porter. It's like, it's pretty Simcoe It's pretty heavy. bitter, right? Yeah, it's pretty Simcoe heavy. Have you, have you ever had, you see their, I think it's like one of their newer double IPAs. It's called like Selfies or for Wieners or something. Oh, yeah, yeah that's the a honey. It's got great, yeah, it's like great artwork on it. Right, yeah. It's like kick yourself in the nuts, or it's like, yeah. dude, I they were I was a spiteful fanboy when I was in college. Sure. That was every bomber that They're came awesome on the shelves too. I was buying. Do you guys know those guys? You should get them booked on my podcast. I've met Jason day. a couple times. <laughs> you guys should hook me up. I, need to go I think that's on. about it. They're like <laughs> yeah. a Chicago institution, man. There are, bears about t- them, there are bears like, tailgating bear for sure. Yeah, no, they were right? very kind to let us in and check out uh, their brew house one time too. Yeah, they're yeah. badass. But, you know, in recent like uh, recent newer beers like. Uh, uh, I think Hubbard's did a Hubbard's Cave did a tap room only, and then they they released a little bit in cans of the Nelson Sauvin one hop. Oh right, and on. I saw that. Fucking great. I mean that that's a, that's a hop that's. I don't know if it's overly expensive or it's just underutilized or whatever it is. I know it's probably costs a little more. It's, I think our experience expensive, not yeah. a lot, and yeah. maybe not as good as it yeah. used to be. Okay. Yeah. See, this is the or stuff as we I like. want it. I to love be. that. I like to hear that, yeah. like from people that know, like. You know, like it's just the, not as good as it used to be. That doesn't mean that we don't have Nelson sitting in the cooler that we like that we're going to yeah. use. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you know, Bush's Granite is great. People loved it. I mean, for sure. Yeah. It's always weird but it to could, explain to people like about hot butcher beer. Like, but this is a non hazy one. I don't know. I don't know how to explain this to you. Like, yeah. It's and we do, we purposely and we very like uh, top of mindly uh, express that or oh, explain look at that. that. Look at that. Lights, camera, act. Man, you guys look even better. Look at this. 
the lights just came on in here. Um, yeah, we make it a point to to we'll let to on. let everybody know like this is old school IPA. This is hazy IPA. And so, although uh, old so school although IPA, we may not do that the, on the can. Yeah. We try to do it as much as we can on social media. And stuff. Yeah, and we're very, I mean, we talk a lot on social media. So Let's it's run like, through the list. If you need us, if you need, if you need to get a hold of us, like we, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, I know. I've experienced it. <laughs> they do respond, <laughs> I promise. Uh, so current current day right now. So happy days are here again. Mm-hmm. Kind of, what would you call that, a West Coast? Or would you call it like a... A, a new, uh, new, new Midwest, school West Coast? Midwest, yeah. Midwest Coast. I mean, okay. and it's got Equinox in it. or That's Equinox, what I think. So. Yeah, it's not Equinox anymore, right? Wasn't it a naming thing? Equinox. Equinox yeah, yeah. The, the Equinox. Yeah. The I mean, EK. Dank new, sco- Dank new School IPA. Uh, so I would say it's like a... Yeah, I, I like to call it Midwest Coast because I like to think it's along the lines of a lot of the stuff that like Revolution and Half Acre were doing. Uh, For sure. You know? Uh, it's you like, wish it's not granted. quite as dry and bitter what as else? the West Coast stuff, but... Yeah, right on. You know? What else do we have? Not as bitter what, as what's a red it, What beer? else is in that, is well, in that repertoire for you guys? Too flat, too flat also kind of those are off mid- your I think hazy. that's a, uh, OG grid. OG grid. Did, too flat. Grid. Those are the pales. Ale America. Ale America. Uh, new, school mid, new school Midwest, right? Yeah. Juicy hot sure. profile, some bitterness. Clear and brew. actually a decent mouthfeel. Like if you drink Hoppy Days, it's surprising how it like does. that beer finish is super dry. Like at like 1.7 Play-Doh. But always some barley flakes or some yeah, flaked oats. Yeah, some flake barley, some flaked oats in it. And uh, the, actually, fun fact that unlicensed nuclear accelerator beer is uh, similar malt base, but with a ton of ton more flaked oats and uh, raw wheat. We use some raw wheat for the first time, which is pretty exciting. So recommendation what, from Bottle Logic. What's the uh, connection of of grid and double grid? <laughs> just the hop combo. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't make for good radio. Yeah, just the hop combo. Seriously, that's it. You know, it um, makes for good radio. This is a challenge that only a few. I didn't mean it in a negative posed. way. Just no, that no. we don't have a good story. Podcast wise, this is a very a challenge that I only extend to a few people, and based on how long they go, you two carry the show. I'm going pee. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Go ahead. Got you. you All right. Really sure. Talk about anything you want. That's what we're gonna do. Do it. All right. So, so do you think that uh, Joe's wearing a little beaver shirt, or is it a Beavis and Butthead shirt? He's wearing. A all I beaver. see is. Beave. He's wearing a little little beaver shirt because I know I what their logo looks like. I feel that there's no, nobody's making a it kind uh, of reminds Beavis me of like, and Butthead shirt. It would have their their reminds faces. me of like the Got Milk. Yeah. Oh, it font right? Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. I think that's definitely where they got the idea from. Got milk. Got. Yeah. Does it say Got Beaver? What? I swear, if it says Got Beaver, I'm going to be. Impressed. No, that's exactly what it says. I bet you if yeah, Chad you from says, Little Beaver is listening to this, he's going to listen to us saying this. Do you think it say, says Got Beaver on the shirt? It definitely says that. If it says Got Beaver on the shirt, I don't think we need to debate this I will. Uh, what do you think about what do you think about the bulls uh firing their head coach uh day after the bears uh have a disappointing <sighs> loss do you think they had it timed up they, they no. thought they're going to talk about the bears but we're going to fire our head coach i don't think so that we all. made the wrong move i think from the uh i think that it just comes from the losing streak that's been going on right yeah and i also think it comes from i mean i don't think i feel bad for fred uh i think all that down downhill from the d rose era i think i feel bad for fred i feel like he May or may not have been a great coach, you know, that's something we'll never know now, but it's clear that he wasn't getting the best out of the guys, uh, yeah. and for whatever reason that could be, who knows, uh, but I, I learned a fun fact that this is the second time that they hired uh, a head coach, they fired someone and hired... Scott Skiles. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, oh, Jim Boylan. Yeah, Jim Boylan. This is the second time they've idea. hired a Jim Boylan as yeah. head coach, even though it's not the same guy. How about this? It's kind of funny. Hoppy Beer 
that you want to come out with right now? What's the hop combo? Hoppy beer that I want to come out with right now? Yeah. Dude, every two, time. Two or three choices. Man, you're killing me because uh, I would have said Chinook Galaxy, which we're doing. Which we're doing. Which was supposed to be Chinook Simcoe Galaxy. We were, but yeah. you could tell I didn't want that Simcoe to be in there. We, too much Simcoe lately. Too much. Um, what I want to do right now, I was really looking forward. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing Mirrorball again. Centennial Mosaic, Citra. But I wanted... Oh, yes. Got Beaver. Uh, I told you. Was, wow. I should have bet money on it because I, I knew it. You should have. We should do Dank Brews. I'll be Dank Brews. Dank Brews. Equinot. Simcoe. Chinook. No, no, no. Equinot. Nelson. No, no, no. Chinook. Mosaic. No, no, no. no Chinook. No. Nelson. Strata. All right. Chinook, Nelson, that's it. Strata. Chinook, Nelson. That's it. Triple down. IPA. I'm down. I'm, I'm triple. In. Ooh, Ooh, you going triple? Triple. Uh, what what does triple IPA it. mean for you guys? Like, triple what? Do, how do you interpret a triple IPA? Alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. So just that's boozy, yeah, like yeah. boozy yeah. flavor, yeah, or like boozy higher alcohol, or masked higher alcohol? Uh, uh, if it's masked, I mean, it's kind of disappointing, is it not? Like when I drink, when I drink Navaja, I'm like. Fuck yes. Yeah. I'm or Nava- or Navaja, depending on how Navaja. Yeah, Navaja. I like it Whatever. either way. Yeah, I'm okay know. with it. Oh, it's got to be, you're amping. It's just ampage. Well, the, okay. Amped, I, right? I, I, all right. I'm only asking from the consumer side of things because I hear a lot of people like, they're like, it's too boothy for me. Like, well, it's got to oh, be a big isn't brew. Is it a triple IPA? Like, well, it's got to be a big I mean, brew. But, but uh, platinum nuggets, I think, or silver nuggets maybe from 450 North. Like, got triple IPA, 11.9%. Nothing. I got nothing boozy on it. It was just, it really? was this hazy like it was sweet. It was really sweet. But so there's the, the challenge. So that's the thing is, uh, you know, like the thing for us that really went into our head when we were, we were coming up with that recipe was uh, let's make a let's dry it out as much sweet. as possible. You know, yeah. like I've tried a lot of no, other New England triple IPAs. I don't want to name names, but I've tried a bunch of them. <laughs> oh all shit! Over. Name them, bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Steel I've cage match from Hot Butcher. There's that nothing. one was garbage. <laughs> I've tried a bunch of New England style triples, and um, after a couple sips, the beer starts naturally warming up. I just I can't do it. Like. Yeah. Uh, the combination of the sweetness from the malt and Justin the means that in a very ni- in a very yeah, nice yeah, way. I it's mean, a very difficult. I'm not going to dump the beer out. It's, it's, it's just like to me, it's hard to make a big beer and, and, de- and definitely no. and definitely make sure that it's it, it hits right. on so, so many levels because you're you're amping it up so much and starting so high. Right. That you know you've got a lot working against you. So like you've tried New England style doubles and even even they can get too sweet sometimes. So now I'm at, now imagine you're adding that much extra maltose and. <laughs> everything else from the grain and and imagine trying to sweeten like trying to get that to be dry so more so than even our double ipas we went we took every single uh precaution we could to dry it out i mashed super low we added honey to dry it out some dextrose to dry it out extra wheat to create a bit of a tangy dryness you know we 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 took some of the oats out, out of it. We subbed the lactose out for some maltodextrin. Talking about triple uh, steel cage mash. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we took every single precaution we could to try to make sure that that beer ended up being as drinkable hop, hop juice as our normal beers and deliver on that, but also have the sweetness that is related to alcohol at that high percentage. But yeah, like yeah. you said, super drinkable. But have it be lean in some way. Yeah, because like. Everyone remembers the first time they had uh, like a 11% IPA, right? Like from the West Coast. Like 
super drying, super massive, super boozy. Picturing like a permanent funeral or yeah, right or uh, yeah, or uh, how about ruination? Or I mean, that's a double. Not, it's Devil dancer double, was it's, my it's first triple really yeah. Yeah. Double right? dancer. That's a scary beer. double crooked tree. Yeah. You know, Ooh, my god, that's good. Or how about uh, one twenty good- minute? Yeah, I feel right like TJ's looking at you through there. I don't know. He now he's texting, but he was looking. He was, he's gonna text me. That was like, a good moment. Uh, that, do you want to mill in? Yeah. Is that is that what do you think is going on? I think that's gonna happen. I think one are, of the one of the coolest things is like uh, when like a beer hit hits home for us, and we can relate that to others and be like, yo, like this is what like we're crushing right now. Like we feel like we set out on this. Uh, we don't. We didn't know about it. Uh, and like, we feel like it landed. So it's like, we're stoked. We're going to drink. I feel that's one of the coolest things that you can kind of convey is be like, check this out for the first time. Like, think we might be on the right track. It's check weird, it out. It's a, it's a weird Steel thing. Cage Ranch, I, that, that, that beer is, I'll drink that all day uh, to, you know, ten and a half to your detriment, <laughs> <laughs> to your detriment. But that, I mean, you can throw that, you can, it's ten and a half percent. You could throw that, you can throw two down Yeah. and be like, all right, let's go. It's a weird thing in beer too, where it's like. You have to balance this line of like uh, trying something. It's kind of new, but it's like, well, some. It's kind of like you know, like we talked about music. Like somebody's kind of done it before in some form or another. Like it's it's hard to be fully hundred percent original. Like right, there's nothing nobody's not. You know, like uh, I don't know. You making up your own ingredient. You growing your own new plant. Like sure. What, what, what? Outside of that, we're all using the same. We got we all got the same twelve notes, right? Yeah, you all have like this. This, this similar toolkit to use. For it's sure. just like, how do you put it together? I mean, there's so many combinations. I mean, how do you set yourself apart? No, I, I was actually asking, no. like, how do, you, how do you guys approach it? Like when it comes to, like, you know, there's probably no way to, there's probably no way that you to, set yourself apart by like, by in the actual like creation and like, in like doing it. Like, cause if, if we're all in terms of like all using the same thing, it might you know, there's a human element to it for sure, which I guess you can't explain. It probably is just in how you articulate it on the back end, like what it means to you or like how you want other people to think about it. Um, Forgive me for being too specific about this because no, I, I'd no, rather you, be, I'd rather be like more vague about it, but sorry, I, I've, I totally I've missed. No, no, I'm, I'm, well, I'm saying like, I'm if you've got, if you've got all the same ingredients, how do you differentiate yourself? Yeah. I'm starting oh, like a similar, but new conversation here. So, so this is a, this is an actual conversation I had with, with a person, right? <laughs> We've moved on to a new part of this no, no, without no, you knowing. This so. is, this is a conversation I had with somebody, uh, but I've had with multiple people actually. Like, uh, I had a guy, uh, I got a guy say, Oh well, you know, I, I've always been a big fan in the last like two years of uh, I call them Saint Errant, Saint Errant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I've always been a big fan of what they do. So, uh, I had somebody tell me like, "Well, they should be brewing good uh, IPAs. They brew out of microphone space." Um, and and I had to start asking people like, because that that stuck with me for some reason in mm-hmm. this conversation. I kept at, like, does that have anything to do with anything? Like. That has nothing to do with anything. Well, other like, than that, they've got a good infrastructure to bounce ideas off of. Right, but like, but that, that, that their system has no bearing on to do with them. If right. you can brew good, like, if you can brew an IPA or you can brew a beer that's, you know, I kind of drink beers out, and like, comes out clean. Like Mike and his crew system, like I mean, doesn't kick out good beers because it's their system. It kicks right. out good beers because they are yeah. who they are. Which is Basically, awesome. Yeah. Which is it's awesome that they happen to move over to Beguile to start brewing because they're still kicking out kick-ass exactly. beers. Well, like saying, so yeah. obviously they've proved that wrong. But but I just think like it's such an ignorant stance to be like, oh, oh well, obviously they should be yeah, good because they're brewing out like you know. 
No, that that makes no sense. And uh, as long as <laughs> as long as the uh, as long as the system is free of like spoilage yeah. and bacteria and you know as long as uh, as long as the infrastructure that's in place, if you have the right pumps, you have the right uh, equipment, and you can make beer that's uh, free from contamination, then you can make good beer. Yeah, that's the only concern yeah. as it relate to that. You know, right. It's a weird and, thing. And I mean, be surprised. Like some systems are a pain in the ass to work with, but as long as they can come up with good beer, like that's all that matters. Yeah, I mean, and and also, I'm still curious about the whole like, uh, you know, I mean, I I, I kind of tied that in to what we were saying about you know, it's hard to be original. I mean, to right. be, I don't want to say it's not 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 being original, but like being what you would say is like truly 100 percent original. Like, right. You know, I I feel like a big thing could be like. I would say like like drinking beer makes a, a big difference. Um, at least for us, I would say is like I don't know about you, Justin. You could chime in, uh, and I think Jer might say the same thing too. And I would definitely say is like uh, we we homebrewed a decent amount, um, but I think we drank an equal amount. We drank and read an equal amount, yeah. um, and I think we we read to inform what we are drinking to com- to compare it to what we are drinking to kind of like benchmark what we are drinking and start to compare it with like uh, tasting notes and things that we are drinking be like oh this is piney and this is malty and this is you know this is what toffee tastes like and this is what cereal grains taste like and this is what you know uh, guava is and you know going so I think it was like training your palate to be something so I think of like drinking a lot of beer inform yourselves so may I mean so maybe and I guess it, it might like how can you differentiate yourself? It 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 could just be like what what are you trying to express or like what story are you trying to tell? And that could be informed by like what well what beers are you trying to make? And that could like downline be like, well, what beers are you drinking and what do you think? Mm-hmm. Like what 100%. kind of beers do you want to make? Inspired, and that's pretty much inf- right. Uh, right. right. And I, then the more you make beer, I feel it's like well, it doesn't taste what I think it should or could taste like and and then being able to go back to the process and the recipe and being like, so this is what needs to be tweaked to match the sensory. Justin, yeah, what do you I, think? I would say that at the end of the day, everyone started out by drinking a beer that somebody else made, you know? Yeah. There, there probably, I don't know if there's any homebrewers on the planet that were just like, oh, this beer thing that I've never tried before. Let me try brewing one. And then <laughs> yeah. they try the, they, they try a beer for the first time. They're shit. like, yeah. that's beer, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, it's like if you're a filmmaker, or screenwriter, uh, you've seen movies before from other right. filmmakers, screenwriters. Oh, for sure. Like and, you, and you got inspiration. Like, so, yeah. Exactly. Like, and, and I like inspiration. the way he uses this camera angle. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, the same exactly. thing. Like. I mean, so so how about this? So I feel like my palate started to be informed by like the first time I had like Alley Time or a beer by uh, uh, Spiteful called like In the Weeds. Like that was big time. Um, Half Acre, maybe... I don't know. They made a safe song called like Sunday in Saigon. (laughs) Pipeworks with ninjas, um, like like big pipe like pipeworks. Anything with a fish on it, pipeworks, Marilyn Law, guppies, and anything anything you think of. Three floods across the boat, you know, like anything that three floods. I mean, two. I mean, two brothers was. I would even say they like two brothers, like Cain and Abel. They had a black IPA when I first tasted that. That was a big deal. Um, those wet hop beers, Lagunitas, having their heart. Like, oh, sales, that, you brought like, up a story. I was gonna. That's that's you know you jog my memory. It was about uh, it was about Gumball Head when you couldn't find Gumball Head. There was a beer called Little Something, Little Something. Something. Yeah. and people oh. people were positioned it as like a wheat, a hoppy wheat. 
I had it at jam. Murphy's for the, the first time. Jam. And it was and just like, okay, like let's go. Beer. And then that set, so the, that set the Lagunitas rabbit home. That what about a, you? It's one of the first beers I sought was like, like, ooh, little something extras out now or little oh, something yeah. wilds out right yeah, now. And that was like, like Lagunitas yeah. sucks for the that first year. That was like year. a variant, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then brown sugar because Lagunitas sucks didn't come out. They did, yeah. they did like, yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh, this beer is called Uncensored. Mm-hmm. And it used to, yeah. whatever. Chronic. Was it Copper Ale? Chronic, it was like the yeah, Chronic. The I was like, ale. all right. Dogtown. Yeah, all the good stuff. What, so the question is, uh, how do you differentiate yourself? Is that it? Well, it's part well, that, yeah, and we also like we, we, we also we morphed like, it. Yeah. We morphed it into gateway beers, like well, in the middle of it. Like, for where, sure. How'd you and start? Or, and what so trade? We well, talked maybe about maybe not even what, what what trained your what? Well, he was saying, how do you differentiate? And that it was like what what beers informed, like how you differentiate, or what's training your palate. It was more like uh, how do you differentiate? Probably through training your palate to be to hit a target. What yeah. informed your what I would say your that your most important tool as a brewer, a producer, beer, or any any aspect in the beer industry is is your palate and your ability to recognize flavors, taste flavors, and sort of parse out the details of like what ingredients may have caused that flavor and and where everything comes from, you know. And and to me that you can't really <laughs> you can't get that without without tasting beer, you know. Um, I started out super disliking any any form of hoppy beer you know because yeah. i never hilarious i didn't i didn't i i i know shit did not drink Only until i turned I 21 i didn't drink at all until i was 21 so first time i ever yeah. had an ipa good I was, for you i was 21 he hated it keystone and i hated it i couldn't know it was uh it was zombie dust actually yeah. <laughs> my my That's cousin fine. daniel was Comes super up twice into, on this podcast yeah my my cousin Daniel was super into Three Floyds, and my uncle had just driven to Munster to get him a case for his for his birthday, which happens to be around Christmas. And he and he knew that I was twenty one, and he gave me a mixed six pack of Zombie Dust. There was like it, of Three Floyds. There was Zombie Dust. There was Alpha King, and there was Robert the Bruce. Oh, get some Alpha Klaus. Three of those to me when I was that age, when I was twenty one, tasted exactly the same. Really? It was all just bitter hop That's charge up front. I yeah. couldn't drink it. I was like, this sucks. Like, I, I'm not a fan of hoppy beers. What are people talking about? I was drinking Allagash Wit and, or Allagash White. Right, which is a wit, basically, right? And Feinstefaner Hefeweiss at a little bar across the street from my, like my college. It was opposite. called Miller Pub. Miller, Miller's Pub. Great ribs. Great beer. Great ribs. bartenders. Love and uh, the building across from it, pretty good school too. Uh, <laughs> so that was my entry into it, and I just I love the yeast drive flavors. I love the weed. I love the creamy mouthfeel. I was like, this is good. If this is like what people are into about beer, like that's super exciting. And I remember the first beer that really jumped. I, I remember like being like, all right, so this is a this is a wit beer. This is a hefeweizen. What's distinctive about each? Why are they different? They taste super similar to me. Why are they different? And I figured out why, and I was kind of super excited about that fact. And I was like, now I want to find out what the best wit in the country is. I want to find out what the best Hefeweizen in the country is. So I ended up stumbling upon, like, Rate Beer. And I saw that uh, Piperks had a foolish wit, and it was rated as the highest wit in the country. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Piperks. I was like, uh, I, I looked for it, and I found out that a little local little shop in Elgin carried yeah. Pipeworks, and i was like super intrigued by the labels how like uh unique they were how their wits had strawberry and kiwi in it and stuff like yeah. that and i was like i have to try this so i went into the shop 
uh, it was called Gino's Fine Wine and Spirits. And the shout guy, out Gino's fine Gino's. shout out to Gino's, uh, one of the few places in Elgin that carries that beer. Get it. Um, don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> and Gino is really well known for if he's in the shop, he'll talk to you about beer for as long as you want to talk about beer. He brews beer himself. I actually brewed a lot of beer with Gino. Oh, wow. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, everything I know about adjuncts and uh, like food concept beers comes from Gino's love for that. Like I really? learned to taste beer. I learned to really appreciate and fall in love with craft beer because I spent so much time drinking beer and talking with Gino. So that's a big shout out to him. Gino, I wouldn't you be, a bad motherfucker. I wouldn't be where I was without Gino. That's, Gino! That is 100% true, and he's a great dude. That's love. Damn. It is. He's my boy. I feel like, uh, like a little tear coming up right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Gino's so my, my man now too. I took home. Uh, they didn't have. They didn't have foolish wit. Uh, they had paradisiac, which is the strawberry kiwi wit. I took okay. that. He gave me his own homebrew, which was called. What a ball, good memory you have, by balls the way. Balls really well done, yeah. Well, well he's only like twenty years old, so <laughs> sure, <laughs> twenty five. It was four yeah. years ago, yeah. guys. Uh, it's not that long ago oh, for us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, you recall this from. Uh-huh. 12 years ago but it was a it was a big impactful moment in my life uh it was something that i beer became something that i was truly interested in and kind of fell in love with this was before i went back to school this was like the summer of when i turned 21 so i wasn't back in chicago yet but it easily ignited that passion and i remember going home trying he, he gave me i was like i want to try russian imperial style like i heard they're fucking nuts like they're big i'd never tried a stout besides guinness like let's do this and he he get, he told me to get Hoppin' Frogs. Oh yeah, Hoppin' Frogs got that. Rep. And they had they Boris the barrel aged oh. Russian Imperial yeah. style or That's whatever a big it's called. Daddy. So I tried Boris, and it was fantastic. I tried his his all Citra hopped IPA called Balls Deep in Citra. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and uh, I was just overall, I was like, you know what? I still don't like this IPA thing, but the stout's awesome. They tastes were, like coffee, they were talking super to you. bitter. Like, and then uh, I really enjoyed the wit. So I just kept buying more Piper Spirits. I started going to Binnie's like every week. I'd buy, like during the summer, I'd buy a mixed six pack and I'd research as much as I could about every single beer I tried and write down the notes. And Untapped was super helpful in that just regard. Doodling. So that was, pr- I mean, I feel like there's a lot of parallels there for sure. I mean, it was like uh, McKellar's and Eve, like Eve McKellar's uh, like single hop series and Evil Twin and. Yeah, stop! Like just, I was just obsessed like, with single hot beers. Just going into that and just reading and being like, "All right, what is this?" And that I was, I mean, I feel like citra hot beers. Like, like, give me a single citra hot beer. Like, no, dude, I didn't thing. want citra. No, for me, I, I for me, I, citra I'm back saying, in the day. But that was probably did. that was probably the time I feel like that was informing people that were looking to get into beer because that was the time that I feel there's like the most like prolific. Uh, assortment yeah. of everything out like every aisle every style every country was represented yeah. you went down like saison for a while you went down english brews uh you know you went down american ipas you went big stouts i mean like i mean dude every th- that was a time when every style was popular and you just drank and you read and you compare And I feel like that's still going on to this the day. I feel like this is still going on to this day. It's when the community is way more vocal about certain styles. I feel like the people that like were like me back in that day are still out there and they're still drinking beer on a regular basis and they're going to visit all the breweries and they're going to try all the yeah. beers. They're expanding their knowledge of the styles, but they're not there's as a loud, super though. vocal part loud, of the yeah. community yeah. that's but it's not very like, into some 
certain styles of beer, you know? You mean pastry stouts and hazy IPAs? <laughs> and Those fruited stuff. sours, come on. Fruits, oh, fruited sours are hot. But I mean, there's they're a time hot. like you are taking a deep dive, like you're going to Beer Temple and like you're buying every triple, every quad, every double, every single that you could find. So much and more you're rare just like, now. And you're comparing five triples and yeah. being like, what's the difference here? And then you're reading a book about triples. Yeah. You know, I, uh, you bought offline. Anymore. I will never forget the first, like, so the struggle for IPAs was tough for me. The because, struggle. Because, mm-hmm. like, the, the um, next book. your palate, you know, if you're not used to bitterness, I didn't eat a lot of hot sauce and, and foods that, you know, would sort of shock your palate. Offend. And, Offending, yeah, and, and, you know? and so That's, for me, when I tried to drink Antihero, I tried to drink all that stuff, and I didn't like it. And I was like, there's... There's not there's no way that this many people could be wrong. There's no way that this many people are tasting what I'm tasting now mm-hmm. and that this style could be so popular. So I just tried. I kept going. Even though I didn't like it, I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just gonna keep drinking them. Yep. And I remember to this day the first time I actually tasted like when it clicked. Yeah, like, that it wasn't yeah. just a bitter bomb on my palate and actually tasted like fruit and orange and mm. everything that that anti-hero brings to the table i was at a bowling alley just bowling and i had just hey, I had, eating I had, fries yeah i was eating turkeys no, I, was, I was actually bowling they're good they're, i don't know why they're and they look like they're it was like interrupting really didn't want to use the bathroom doesn't matter tell them they can go take a dump if they want to you're bowling Anyways. i was bowling and i crack up cosmic bowling i poured <laughs> i poured into a glass they had the rev brand Wait, what? pine glass shaker glasses it was a anti yeah anti-hero okay and I smell it. I'm like, this smells a little different. It's weird. Uh-oh. You're you like, know? Uh-oh. And then I, I take a sip and I'm like, I just get big, like apricot, like grapefruit peel, like orange. I'm like, is this is this what IPAs taste like? And I'm just like, I'm trying to get everyone around me like, try this, like, try like, And they're all like, they're all like me back in the day. Yeah, like right. they, they don't, they can't taste IPA and. You know, it, it was a grind so like to get there it's for okay, me. Justin. I don't know. It, there was a Just grind. Okay. It was a grind for me. No, this is come on, man. This was like four years ago, and <laughs> and uh, it was crazy to me that like I really had to work for it. Yeah, you know, I watched my wife do that. I watched my wife evolve. You know, like where I'd, if, hand, I'd hand her zombie dust, and she'd keep powering through. She'd be like, "I don't like it," and then I give, I'd pop another zombie dust the next day, hand it to her. I don't like it. Yeah, and, you know, and, it, it just and went it's on not, like it's not we're predisposed not to like it though, right? It was like a month, and then it's, all of a yeah, sudden, yeah. but we're predisposed not to like bitter flavors, sudden, right? I, I, I poured it in a glass, and I handed it to her, and she drank it, and then I walked away for a minute. And she came up to me, she's like, "Do you have any more of that beer that was really good?" And I'm like, "Here." She drank some more, and she's like, "I'm gonna take this one. Pour yourself another one." And I'm like, you know what that is, right? And she was like, it just dawned on her. Right. I was like, it's zombie dust. She's like, the one I hate? Like, you know, it's but crazy, our, man. our palate is trending towards that though, right? Or the pa- the palate? Oh, yeah, for the, sure. Well, I mean, the, the palate is, is like, I especially was with him. With, I didn't love it right off the bat. But with I mean, spirits, right? Spirits nowadays, like, like as, they be- as they become more bitter and botanical, not that those are necessarily, I mean. Spirits though, I feel like those but are that, like. Are they, are, they not, are they not more bitter? And that like the palate is... I feel like they're making them smoother now. Like, they're making yeah. them easier. Maybe what it's about, just me. Maybe it's just I me feel, I understand what you're being saying. able to make Well, the, I'm yeah. saying probably as, like, uh, early humans... Do you have that air that horn a, sound yeah. ready? Because you, you guys just... I think you guys just set the record for the longest podcast. Nice. I think no we just way. went over... We're at three hours and ten minutes right now, awesome. which I think was the more podcast. Hey, so. whenever you got to get out of here, you let I'm, us know. Uh, well, you're the one's got to pick people up. Right. So well, you tell me. We'll see. It's too bad. 
I'm like, I'm probably just going to brew tomorrow on Wednesday now. Okay. It's getting, I'm getting delayed on but this. But we're probably not trained to like bitterness, right? I mean, that's a thing, right? Yeah. But, we've, but that's something you develop, and, and more so our, our sign's not pointing more. Well, maybe not within beer, but within other things. Food? Kale? Yeah. yeah I mean, right. it's yeah. hard to People get like, used to kale. Yeah, you have to get used to it. You're like It's not a thing that you just instantly out of the box. You're like, oh, this is great. You know, It's one of those things you got to train almost. But yeah, like I just, I yeah. just couldn't believe it that like, you know, if if you if you give the it takeaway is that Justin didn't it. like three Floyds when he first started drinking yeah. beer. That's, that's my seen. biggest takeaway. <laughs> what a sad, what a wow, sad, that's, sad. That's life. your biggest takeaway. Well, like, what you, a sad, you know, sad life. To, you know, to you know have Denver, led. right? You know, so De- Denver's got uh, an untapped. Who's Denver? De- Denver's Denver got worker. A, yeah, sounds like a fake name. So, uh, it, that's totally a fake name. I'm for sure it is. No, for sure. Anyways, but he's got an untapped post from like five years ago that people will bring up to him all the time because he gave like a, a really high-end like nice sour a low rating <laughs> so everybody that like has seen it will be like oh i thought you didn't like sours you know we'll be opening like some of the nicest sours yeah. on the planet and be like oh i thought you didn't like uh, we didn't pour you any because we, we didn't think you liked sour like, <laughs> like, yeah, it was one time and you know my palate was not there you know it's, it's like, denver it how long while. ago you said it was? this was like four years ago i think he posted something that was that was like a negative about a sour, which was hilarious. I, I like. I, he loves them. He the loves sours. Had, you know? The first time I had that, the, the one, it, how ignorant I am. Uh, the first time I had like Festina Pache, Festina Pache, Festina Pache, whatever. From uh, Dogfish. Yeah, bought it from like Southport Galleria off of Southport <laughs> in like I know a, that place. in Lakeview. Yeah, not the old town one, but being like. Uh, yeah, we're gonna, you know, just like this is right like off a uh, hardcore North Southport Lane, right? Yeah, yeah, right off the train station. Yeah, hardcore into hoppy beers, <laughs> and just not expecting this beer. And this beer tastes like throw up. <laughs> Dude, I bought expired. And like, it tastes like throw up. But like, you're, you know, years later, you're like, I want to taste throw up. Vomit. But this, for the first time, was like, this is not. That. I want that horse blanket not, in my mouth. This right is now. not what I thought it was. I, that was uh, like, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, who came out with? Uh, they made there was like a, a pale ale, but it was a Kolsch. Might have been the first Kolsch I ever had at that point, which could be sound lame, but uh, what's it called? Uh, out of California, that makes uh, Sculpin. Ballast oh, Point. Oh, Ballast, Ballast yeah. Point. Yeah, Longfin. Was, well, yeah, no, Longfin. They, they called well one of them. They called it like a pale ale, and yes, it was pale, Grunion. but it was. Yeah, was a Grunion? It was pale. No, that's that not the mosaic. Right. Grunion, Grunion the, was mosaic. The, calyp- the Calypso. No. Calypso mosaic. It was one of them. But it was like, yeah, it is a pale ale, but it is a Kolsch. And it was like, this is not, this is not a hoppy beer. Calico? It's one of them. I don't know. Well, we dude, that Galleria place, uh, <laughs> me and my friends were, uh, we were this, was bef- this was before I was into hoppy beers. This a lot of like topics here. Right oh, when I had just turned 21. Just all fields. My friends lived right off of 3306 North Southport, so they were like, they were so close to Jenny's, Ooh, you know, Jenny, yeah, there's the Jenny's, place, and then yes. across the street there's the Galleria, and we went in the Galleria, and we bought, we wanted to make white Russians. Ooh. Because we had never had white Russians before. Oh, that looks. These cans. That, no. That, he, that, that, he just dropped in uh, a, that into a oh, milk stasio glass. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, he just had milk stasio in that glass. Right. That's what's happening. You're scaring us over here, man. Look, yeah. And mine had it too, but I drained it better. You, you did not. Jeez. It doesn't belong on radio. No, it's not. You're it's not on me. radio. It's a podcast. But anyways, um, go ahead, Justin. <laughs> so we walk across the street. We go to Galleria. We buy creamer. And I take it home, and it's fucking expired as hell, like 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 six months expired. I take it back. They're like, "Oh well, you know, you should have seen that before." And I was like, "Was it milk? What? It was just creamer, like milk uh. creamer, yeah." 
And and so they returned it. And I went across the street. Oh, there's a, there's a Starbucks right there. And I asked if we could just buy a cup of creamer. And they, they gave us a, bo- a cup of creamer. And we made white Russians for the first time. Does, does this make a white relate, Russian does IPA? Does this relate to beer anymore? Oh, yeah. He's got, he, I see where he's going. White Russian IPA. White Russian IPA. How do you, what do you guys think? Coffee. I'm not mad lactose. at you. Coffee, vanilla, lactose. I'm not mad. Let's make it happen. Nutmeg. What hops would we use? What's the hop we use in uh, World's Columbian? Yeah, I was gonna Phoenix. say do you go with like like a nugget yeah. or like or a like HBC. a Kent four seventy two. Like yeah. Okay, so you heard it here first, boys. What are what are some of the uh the big hop nugget or what are some of the big stout uh <laughs> hops? Not. I like using Warrior. I like using Nugget. Those are the two. What, I what, are, what are some other ones that are pretty Fuggle. popular? Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. I, I, I was Fugle, Fuggle, Fuggle. That's the one. So speaking of which, that kind of transitioned me into another another topic. Like, let's talk about what's going next. We talked a little bit. We got double double uh, blazed orange. It's top secret. Double yeah. blazed orange. Ribbit. Talking about ribbits on the <laughs> on the horizon. So talk talk about ribbit a little bit. That's coming out soon, right? Yes. Uh, so um, yes, he, we may or may not be canning it. Tomorrow. He had this stupid look on his face that that he talks about when he's like he's like pour, looking at the beer as he pours it. Did I really? It. Like, ah. Did I really? You look like you were a little hard, a little bit. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, Jude, go well, ahead. We talk about the, Ribbit. I, never mind. Forget about it. Um, so we uh, we when we used to. Well, I, I thought that uh, I I was like. When I left the room, I overheard you telling a story about people looking at you pouring beer. So I feel that yeah. that had to do oh, with yeah, yeah, that's where yeah. I was. I was, that. I was yeah. wrapping yeah. that back around. Yeah, way, yeah. I got what Joe was saying, but uh-huh. I was like, "Why don't you catch up?" The way right. he smiles at his beer when he looks at it. Let's like, catch it's, up. It's, it's like a it's true. Not just, it's not just the beer that I brew. It's I think all right. It's, just any it's beer. Any beer yeah. <laughs> it sounds Respect. like an '80s commercial. Respect. I'm not only the president, but I'm also a client. Good job. Good job, Joe. I think I have this deep-seated love for barley. Might be it. I don't even know about. Might be it. Um, <laughs> we used to brew at Aquanaut. There was a dude. Um, his name is Dan. Props to Dan, uh, who lives a couple blocks away. Who always used to like come Burke. out. And, uh, yep, you got it. He used to come out and hang out. Um, share beers. Uh, first, like Moonraker beer out of California. Moonraker. I had from him. Nice. Um, nice. It's not a clicker or a clacker. Uh. So he used to come through. We used to drink beers. We used to be like car beers, and he used to come through. We used to hang out. Um, and uh, he's really good friends with a, a brewery out of Sweden called Brewski, who's got some local relationships as well. Um, the Pipe Works yep. not too long ago. Yep. Got a nice Brunikornski. Brunikornski, yep. really well done. That's Easy probably beer. the most well-known relationship to you. That's the one that I know. Um, and uh, just from uh, hanging out enough and drinking enough beer, and, and sometimes he'll go over to, to he'll go overseas, and uh, and um, I'll give him a couple four packs of beer, and he'll kindly bring it out there, and they'll drink it out there. Um, so from enough of that happening, and uh, some of our beers being consumed uh, in Sweden or in Denmark, um, uh, he was like, hey, like we got your your you know like uh, Marcus from Bruski. Uh, tried a couple beers. Uh, they really dig it. They're going to be in town. They want to know if you guys want to make a beer. We're like, hell yeah, let's make a beer. Um, so that's, I mean, again, that's that, that's super cool. How else are, how else someone is from? So, yeah, I can't even talk. How else is someone from Chicago right. and Sweden going to connect like that? So it was cool. Uh, so we got a beer coming out called Ribbit um, next week with uh, strawberry, thousand pounds of strawberry puree. That's it. 
Just a little bit. A little bit. Uh, vanilla and some lime, citron, shredder hop, uh, double uh, IPA milkshake, which is coming out. Uh, Got to say the right word. Got to say milkshake. What else is coming out a lot of time? We made a beer with... Well, we they collab- haven't seen Elder yet either, I mean, yeah. which obviously we talked about a little bit earlier. Right? So Vic Secret, Eldorado, Elder Secrets of an Ancient Past and Double Grid coming out this week. Milk Sashio coming out later this week as well. But then the big brews to kind of close out the year. Um, bottle lot. We're going to have that Bottle Logic collab that uh, Justin was talking about, which is going to be Galaxy and Chinook, double IPA. Some of our lactose replaced with raw wheat. Um, we're going to do... A double, we'll see, a double blazed orange milkshake. I've heard Justin talk a little bit about that when you walked away earlier. So we'll be super stoked for that. Uh, And then um, Traveling Scientist was a brew that we were super stoked on uh, to be able to kind of like luckily kind of carve out like a hazy pale ale base. Um, This time not with Citra, but with Strata, which is a hop we're in love with. So let's see how... You know, a 5% hazy pale ale with kind of dank strata hops, lemonade, and big old grass kind of turns out. That, um, uh, that traveling scientist was outstanding. That was, in in terms of, uh, you know, like beers that will look back on the year, uh, Steel Cage matches one. Blaze Orange Milkshake should probably be two. How, yeah, for how dank so. the Galaxy Bowl this year was was pretty cool. The latest version of yeah. Galaxy Bowl that was like that was a, such a buy. It was it was totally polarizing. I think with the beer consumer, I mean, you got a bunch of great stuff about it, and then there was people that were like, "I just tasted onions." You yeah, know, it, was, they, it was it was it was as much as you could push. Probably Galaxy. It, it was an envelope pusher. You yeah, know, it was definitely one of those beers. Well, I wouldn't call it shock and awe. I would consider it like totally polarizing like you're either gonna love it or you're gonna be like this is not for me which is cool because it's the extreme of that range so it's like you know and we recirculated that beer so it's like this tells us what happens when we use these amount of hops and we recirculate this brew you know what i'm saying almost at the same time yeah so we know that it it, if we want to go that far that's where we can go so how Which about is cool. The, the, I mean, in, in that in that similar vein as well, like let's talk about that that schedule that you guys kind of, I'm not saying you fully 100% adhere to it through a 12-month calendar, but you, your guys' focus is on this kind of like every other week feel. So that's something that I think not a lot of people are hip to. It's something that I like to tell people. Um, it's something that I kind of try to educate when I talk to people, consumers, especially to be like, you know, this is a, this is a different thing. It's not a, it's not an established giant brewery with resources. That's going to be like, we got to brew 24 hour shifts with three different shifts, you know, and we're brewing a bunch of this specific IPA that we've sold for years. It's like this thing where like we're selling you something different every two weeks for the most part. And we'll repeat a beer down the line, but it'll be down the line. And it'll be one that we know you loved. Like, talk about that. Like, what 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 went into that? Was that out of necessity? Was that out of planning? Was that a innovation, or was that like this is all we can do right now? Yeah, right on. We're looking to like re- we're we're looking to be able to kind of like tap into uh, from a creative standpoint, like all the beers that we want to make. So we've got a laundry list of beers that we would like to brew, and it's a matter of time until we get to that. Doing it every other week is kind of the best way. If, Like I say, if we look that we have like six tanks, the best way 
to kind of like get those on and off and on and off is to do three of those every other week. And that's thinking like, all right, so that means every other week there'll be two to three new beers every time. And that's, you know, there's, there's no, that, that is the thinking behind it. There's a lot of thinking that goes in behind it. But I mean, other than thinking like, is there anything deeper than that? No, it's just like, that's like a, from a production standpoint, mm -hmm. that's the best way to get these six kind of just rocking and rolling. I feel and like that we're means seeing you guys kind of like, it's not, I'm not, I'm not saying you're fully 100% setting the specific trend, but I'm saying I'm seeing more people kind of lean towards that. Like, Hey, we don't need to make one beer over and over again. We need to make like a couple good ones. Then, and then like, let's try something else. Try something else. Like I'm seeing that kind of start to happen more. Like you guys have created some formula. And I just wondered, was there a thought process behind that formula? Or was it out of necessity based on your, your scope and well, you know, I mean, your to situation a, to a certain extent, I mean, you are like, so you're running a brewery and you're running a business. So, uh, things have to time up and things have to line up. So you are doing it that way. So that's the best way to kind of like maximize things. Cause the opposite could, I guess, be, uh, releasing six beers at once. And I don't know that that's necessarily like something we want to do is release six beers at a time. That's a lot of brews. That's a lot of beers. I, I can't even, I got a pretty prolific beer buying, uh, you know, schedule, and I don't think I beer. I can buy six beers. He's got at a once. schedule for buying his beer. <laughs> You're saying how much you spend on beers? It's expensive after a while. Speaking of beers, I sound like my son. He's like, Dad, I'm going to be in aftercare today. Like it's aftercare. Aster. Speaking of beers, we've uh, we've crushed quite a few so far today, and uh, you know, off the off the air, uh, Joe Bobby said. Uh, how did this happen? Oh, Bobby. And, uh, and the first thing I yeah, went to was... there's a lot was, of cans uh, there for three guys at 10 a.m. It smells like chocolate ice cream. Like, yeah. Like, but only in a way that ice well, cream so could give off chocolate. We will get to what beer we're drinking in a second, but I just... I, really quickly, the first thing I thought of was... Ben, was this. I thought... Have you guys seen the movie Little Nicky? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know the Popeye's dog, Frank? Chicken. Yeah, Popeye's chicken. <laughs> and he's trying to eat the chicken. He's never eaten food in his life. And Frank's describing, he's like, open your mouth, put the chicken in your mouth, let it slide down your gullet. That's what I'm thinking of when That's you exactly asked, how happened, did this yeah. happen? That's what happened. <laughs> this is how that happened. We let the beer slide down it's the like, gullet. like, how to drink beer for dummies. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, you're, you're pretty good. Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. I don't even like that movie, <laughs> but I like Adam Sandler. Popeye's he's got a really good uh, Netflix special. Yeah. Have you watched it? I, I haven't watched it yet, it's but really I was good. really like, I got... Uber, I Uber driver, my Uber driver smells or something like that, right? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good song. <laughs> my Uber driver smells. He's, he's still a, kicking, he's a, man. He's still doing it. He is. I got my Uber driver. All right, so... Uber uh, driver smells bad. <laughs> I got my yeah. Uber driver. Uber driver <laughs> smells <laughs> bad. I got my Uber driver smells bad. Dude's music is fun. It's got to hold them. All right, what did you just pour me in your little, like, micro penis bottle? It's stubby. Uh, this Super is stubby. the Foreign Exchange. Which I smells bad. <laughs> Time and Space Double Maple Coconut. So this is a this is a homebrew from my friend Ricky Cervantes. That's not oh, a right homebrew. On. That's yeah. like a special beer. Right yeah. There, man. Well, I mean, it's only homebrew Ricky's in the been sense awesome. that. Yeah, yeah. Ricky, that, that barley Ricky's wine he poured for us that I day at more. Like banana coconut, banana coconut vanilla. It does smell like banana bread for sure. It's got it's some a, good it totally shit going on. Banana bread. It's uh, this is a really good beer. He uh, so he he makes time and space normally, which is maple and coconut, but this is the version that he pulled off. It's barrel aged, 
This is the version he pulled off and and aged it on double double the amount of maple and coconut. So I'm getting like some serious Prop 17 vibes off of that. Like some. some it's interesting the banana. I don't know if he uh, he told me he has this little trick up his sleeve. I don't know if I should mention it on here. No, but, don't uh, then. Don't but kill the, Ricky's future. He likes to add uh, some caramel to his maple additions to make it a little more buttery. So maybe that's what's going I on. In what way? It. Like melted caramel? Like 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 caramel candies uh, that are melted down? Or are you talking about like... Dance candies? I was yeah. trying to be caramel. purposely ambiguous, uh, but... Do it. Gotcha. Keep, you don't have to answer it. it. Keep up with it. Uber driver smells bad. See that segue? Guys, you guys are deep into the record of Average Joe's by Average Beer Podcast. Yeah, we're not stopping anytime soon, my friend. minutes, baby. It's like banana marshmallow. It's yeah, like, it's got, like, Joe, have you great actually shit. sat down and drank with us before? Because this is this is rookie numbers here. Well, no, I, <laughs> I drank with you uh, hours after a White Sox game. Oh, I was uh, three sheets to <laughs> yeah. the wind by and, then, and, and, and I still, still slam beer, beer with you. <laughs> yeah. And by that, he means very responsible. Yes. yes I wasn't well, driving. Well, he wasn't driving, day. so that was good, yeah. He had his boy with him, and... And they were on a bus. They were on a bus. I mean, yeah, I was drinking responsibly in the sense that the beers I were drinking were responsibly made. Yeah, by <laughs> by himself. Cut. He was it drinking chaos. <laughs> he was just drinking chaos, straight chaos. He's <laughs> like cut this entire segment. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, like I feel like when people uh, imagine brewers, they imagine them as drinking beer with and people they could have a beer with and and i feel like i could deliver that to the all yeah. the crafted yeah. people and well, I, we've seen that <laughs> we've seen that yeah and also at the same time too i feel like anytime there's like a uh like a a, a new brewery wants to pop up in a neighborhood in a community and there's going to be like a community uh organization that's going to come in and kind of like vet whether or not someone wants is going to come in and open up a tap room like the conversation that commonly incurs uh and i feel that like whenever that happens the brewery that uh, comes up or is going to talk is like, listen, like when it comes to craft beer, like it's not, uh, it's always about an appreciation of things. It's about like a intellect behind things. Uh, it's about a responsibility. Is this, like, uh, this is like insider information that like we're opening a tap room. No, it's not <laughs> just in general that it's always like, uh, people always freak out about like, it's going to be like a shit show outside <laughs> on time. Anyone opens up a brewery and it's like, no, we're all very responsible and conscious of what oh, we're doing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, they, you know, and that's where Jude screwed up by even bringing this up because now that's the proper. Uber driver that's smells the proper. Bag. Se- he drive a smell that's bag. the proper Got segue. Uber driver. Look at we're three hour, three and a half hours into this, and I have not asked you, are you opening a tap room? Because so many people want to know if Hot Butcher will ever just <laughs> open up a tap. The room. short like, answer is it's it's what we've been working towards. Uh, day one. It's but not it's like a, it's not a goal, but it's, it's not it's, like it's, it's, oh, it's, it's definitely. Been, but it's, it's also nowhere near. It's the number one goal, but um, when you dig in, it takes a lot to do that. It's a lot easier said than done. So you got to make sure that you can uh, be able to support what it requires to do that. So but that, when you say that, a lot of people are going to be like, "Well, this garbage brewery has a tap room. How do you not have a tap room?" So what you're saying that's the part is not that's hard that. you're to... saying it takes uh, it takes time to do it the right way the way that you feel like it should be done yeah that's so, a, that's a so, very easy that's a very easy easy like it's a very like from the outside are you way getting like to tips s- like live or something like that like people are uh yeah you gotta want text messages no, nobody can hear that on the recording because it's not oh, going you're, through the you're system up to your but but the computer? mac the mac is taking in text messages right now uh, so my boy is texting me about some some things that are happening so uh, not about beer, but so yeah, you're go reading ahead. and writing, or no, reading and speaking. trying not to. 
I understand why it would be said. It's a lot. E- it's a thing that's a lot easier said than done from the outside. It. It. it I think. I feel like once you get deep enough, it. it, it there's a. How, what am I trying to say here? Uh, it, to, to be able to say that ignores uh, all of the factors that go into it. Uh, it, 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 it. It ignores a lot of variables. Uh, it requires a massive like debt load to take something on, and that doesn't necessarily mean that someone took a debt load on, was able to properly handle that, and it is properly able to handle that moving forward. Um, so, you know, opening up a brewery or a brew pub or a tap room requires a lot. Just because one has done that doesn't necessarily mean that it was the right choice I've, and doesn't necessarily mean that they're set up. You have to be able to support that, so, right? Yeah. You go ahead and you do that and you're not supported, then it's got a lot of ramifications on the download. Yeah, I mean, depending on what your goals are or who, who you're supporting or if you have families, if that shit fails, a lot of people are going to go down with it. It doesn't mean that other people have set that, have done it themselves, means that it was a good choice. Um, still you, and you also determined. don't know what their setup is. There's so many different factors. Right. If you're a single male or female with a certain end goal, and it's only a, like and you've and you've only going to make a certain amount of beer, uh, and you only have to so, be able to make a lot of beer and at the end of the year have a certain bottom line to support that. That's fine, um, but it, it's it's not as easy as just saying a lot of people started tap rooms. So why don't you have one? Uh, it's very difficult. Yeah. So and it's and it's there's a lot of resp- that you guys there's a so lot of responsibility that goes behind it. It's not it's not that it's not that easy. Yeah, and I mean, it's super easy to say, like, oh, you guys have had success doing production, brewing, and distributing throughout Chicagoland. And, you know, it's it's a fair inference to say that we'd have a lot of success opening a tap room in Chicagoland. But, be all right. I mean, like, there's a lot of people who have opened tap rooms, and it may seem successful, but we don't know, like, you know, the... the you don't know their motivations. Yeah, we don't, you don't we, know the bottom line. Yeah, you we, don't know what what's driving. I guess them the quick to way to things. say it is that like, you never know down the line if it's going to be successful or not. You know, and and we want to make sure that when we do something that we're confident it's going to be successful. And I don't have any any doubt that we're confident that it won't be successful. But it's just that from a from like a financial and from a like all those other variables Jude's talking about that we want to make sure that if we do it, we've measured every aspect of it in that when we do make that decision that it's the decision that's best for our company and not just, we're not just doing something because uh, we feel the outside pressure to do it. So, I mean, right? and at I mean, the same time too, it's we don't like, ignore that. We love that. We love hearing about it. Obviously we'd love we to, want to do. bring on the pressure. Yeah. I mean, our favorite thing, I think you and me and even you, our favorite thing to do is drink beer at people's places. Oh, like yeah. that's, yeah. that's the coolest thing. hundred yeah. percent. That's the, that's the greatest feeling is when we have an opportunity to get out and drink beer. At somebody else's brewery. I uh, mean, that's that's the best feeling, and that, that's what we hope for ourselves and for other people. Especially if you can get somebody in your house and be like, "Yo, this is us," and get, and get to experience that. Um, but I guess I guess what the faith I would look for is like, you know, what makes you successful today is like the same things that made you success, or what makes you successful tomorrow. The same stuff that you know made you successful made, today yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and all that type of stuff so it's like you got to trust that like that is continuing to, to sustainable yeah. time I mean and, and it, don't get me wrong dude there's a there's a void in my life of uh, I used to 
be a brew pub brewer. I used to be able to tap a beer and then merely, you know, and a minute later give it to somebody and say, yep. what do you think about this? You know, and I, I miss that for sure. But I also understand that in order to do that, it, it, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And, and if, if Jude and I and Jeremiah could, could set up a place tomorrow and have our hot butcher beer on tap and, and talk to consumers about it. That place would burn to the ground. <laughs> Like hours right. after we would it be <laughs> over fucking joy. Yeah, but one day it's gonna happen. And it's gonna be so. Yeah, it's early. gonna happen. I we're mean, not, that's. I mean, that's. We're not talking core, about this as if it's not at the core. Happen. It's 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 who we are. I mean, well, like 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 we like. I feel like the coolest thing that's been built up with Hot Butcher is like the 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 yeah. Ricky the, killed the, this fucking a. Sorry, he yeah, killed it. Uh, yeah, for lack of a better word, this. it's a <laughs> salad beer. Like it's really good. Um. There's like this ecosystem and social community that's somehow sprung up around our brewery, which I think is the coolest thing. Like we have this, I feel there's like an insane connection that starts with the people that seriously, thank you so much for buying our beer, giving us feedback, throwing it back at us, us making beer, kind of kicking it out in an arrow you know, in like 45 degrees this way, it being consumed, throwing it back us that way. I feel like there's been this like insane, sick, uh, like like 360 ecosystem of like this like little like hot butcher thing that's built up. Um, and that's, uh, we can't wait until that kind of translates that to, a tap, has a to a tap to room, a ex- like a, li- yeah, a living experience. Right. It's going to be sick. It's going to, and I feel that's something we that, all like, see it in our heads and yeah. we're all super excited. It's something that we, I don't want to say we thrive, like we thrive on, but like that's where we would be in our element. Right. Like we like drinking beer, and we like like talking about beer and hanging. We like with, talking to people who yeah. like drinking beer. We just like, I mean, I so guess that's it. To some extent, we like talking to people in general. Yeah. So that <laughs> it, totally that do. it could exi- exist under this 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 hoppy umbrella is like you know this cool next step that and is yet to take place, and it's gonna be killer. And just because we're answering like this right now doesn't mean that it's not happening in the near future or oh yeah oh. sure we just gotta make how beer. near that's what people are gonna ask you know <laughs> well i as mean as soon as they hear you say that they're gonna be like well how near are they doing it? well i mean like i said if we knew uh you guys would know yeah, but at the same time we're, we're cranking out 90 barrels of like we're self-delivering we're self-distributing every beer and it's we're doing to like we're, one, 120 every two weeks now every two i mean and this is all out of the back barrel wise yeah i mean so, so it's like and this is where I'm saying where, where it's banks, whatever where it's ben, gangster. Yeah. Ben is uh, driving around. Yeah. So it's like we're, yeah, we we're making... Should we get Ben on uh, speakerphone? God, I love Ben. He's should, we, should we try? Can we do oh, who's, who's, no, be, who's the other... No. It's going from a fermenter. Go ahead. It's going, going from a Keep fermenter going. to a back of a car, you know, to a back of a van. And in, two, in three days, it, it gets distributed. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're going to drink like it five minutes. Days. And in, I want to give a shout out to... Ron, who is Ben's... Ron's the man, dude. One-two combo. Yeah, I mean... Dude, yeah, I canned, they, I canned, two, uh, I canned is, with Ron one day, and he was like the sweetest guy on the planet. Dude. Just a, just a nice guy. Name he, a more iconic duo than Ben and Ron. <laughs> there isn't one. Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Oh, come no. on. That's not he fair. Came in, they came in and dropped joke. off Beer to Crafted like the last They're an iconic duo. Got, got Beavis and Butthead? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what it says yeah uh, but th- he's such a nice guy he walks in he's like how you kids doing man like how's this going on like, he's just like the nicest guy Dude, whenever he comes in and i'm brewing he, he'll stand around for like five minutes and be like 
He'll examine every single thing I'm doing and ask me about it. He's like, uh, he's like, so what are you doing now? Super positive. And, and every and, and it's not like just him. like it's not just like he hears it and he glazes over. He hears it and he goes, huh? Huh? Like, oh. He was so thrilled he's, to hear about shit, my man. Thanksgiving. Like, he's fantastic. <laughs> he's a great dude. You know, just that kind of guy. That's all. I am. A and huge again, that's what, it's all it, it, what it's about. Like we're all in it together, like figuring out the same things. It just so ha- you know we're all. Either we making beer, drinking beer, yeah. but in the end, uh, you know, we're all after the same thing. Deep down, we're united by the same thing. Just Beers. sharing, sharing moments, beers. sharing moments in your life with with uh, people. Mostly happy beers. Well, what are we drinking right now, dude? Is that all you guys know how to do? Is happy beers? That yeah. is my that's my consumer impersonation. I can't wait. You have to <laughs> respond to that. No. You have to respond right eventually, now. The, eventually, though, there'll probably will come a time where all the hop combos will have extinguished themselves. No, they won't, because they'll have a new experimental hop XC nine five eight seven eight. I mean, and then that'll turn the into like some cool it. name. That'll be like a Diggler hop. There'll be some sort of weird hop. Uh, Who knows? You know. Maybe we'll get into breeding hops ourselves. Ooh, but do you have the uh, climate for it? That's the problem. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, Not yet. you got to get on that uh, latitudinal line. Forty-four. We got to get yeah. on that terraforming. Yeah, <laughs> terraform. <laughs> get it's that like hot magne- magnosphere. HPF TW. I mean, but terraforming but company. HPC nine nine nine. But honestly, I mean, seriously, what we're doing right now on this Monday afternoon is is literally one year in the making as as it comes to conversations between myself and hot butcher and then also one year in the making and the fact that the first episode i recorded of this show is december 6th which is my son's birthday of all things which is hilarious uh, happy oh, birthday Iron oh that's saint nick's so day this, do you guys celebrate december saint 6th day? yeah oh right, right my on. wife's a catholic school teacher right, right we motherfucking celebrate <laughs> what's your what's your son's day? name joseph Happy Joseph birthday, Ryan. Joseph. I am Joseph Kyle Bobby. He is Joseph Ryan Bobby. So, so today's December third. Happy birthday 3rd. to Today, you. No, no, no. Happy today, birthday no, to on the six. But uh, you could listen to on this the on the yeah. six. Happy birthday he to, to my, you. He's listening Joe to my podcast. number two <laughs> and many more. That's Joseph Ryan Bobby. I'm Joseph Kyle Bobby. So cool. we, we are not junior and senior, but uh, uh, yeah, it, it, it was the, the first episode of the show was at Iron and Glass uh, about uh, one year ago. How, how crazy is that? That's on December sixth, huh? December sixth, uh, and the, uh, and who was the first one? Who was it? Uh, Iron and Glass. Oh, Iron right and Glass. They were Eric. the bottle shop. Who was yeah. on it? It was Eric and uh, Kristen. Cool. So Kristen nice. had the bla- the blaze orange milkshake yep, yep, the yep. dress. Yeah, yep. yeah. So Kristen was on. But she it. had it on that day. No, 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 no she no, did. No, no. She had it on. She That's was only recently. That is some excellent level of. She was on one thousand BJ. She, right she was, she was, in 1000 bj in before the justin. before justin nice. era that's yeah. cool yeah that's cool she had foresight that's what that's what's up but yeah. no it was it was the, the first episode the first brewery was like days later with uh will county brewing right um they, they were the next, the next couple they open yet uh brant brant's next he's yeah. he's the only scheduled no, who are the next couple after that oh he's the only one scheduled right no now. No, I mean, no 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 like no, oh let's go back Dude, the the first one where I was like, okay, this might work is uh, Penrose. Oh, right on. Down, episode five, Tom Quarter, Penrose, and Tom's then great. Uh, oh, he was amazing. He was the shit on the on the podcast. I yeah, mean, you cite that Penrose episode quite a lot. Oh, as as much as I can, because he introduced he he was the one that finally like said, hey, dummy, let's listen. He didn't say that, but you know, mentally, I knew what he was. It was like, hey, 
this is the difference between wilds and kettle sours and different. You know, like, right on. Nice. Oh, I thought sours were sours. Like, you know, it, nice. he helped me out a bunch. And then, uh, cool. Uh, work workforce workforce gave me the brando. whole brando gave me the whole format for the whole thing remember when i talked about the rules earlier when i was talking about rule number one rule number two the long story piece is brando because brando told like a two-hour straight story it felt like awesome and, and uh <laughs> and you know brando he he told the story and raking just told metals it. too huh? no just he's just raking how metal, great was raking that? metals all the time. Uh, that was number one. That was my number one takeaway of Fobab. We standing there Saturday afternoon, and I watched him and Alex taking pictures with everyone that won a medal. Boom, boom. They were walking up. So we got Alex won. loving good. We got Brando sitting there. That's they're cool. hugging. They're shaking hands. They were so proud of everybody that won a medal. Then all of a sudden, they're like, bronze medal, fruit beer. Alex Loving, well, Brickstone, yeah, obviously. Right yeah. So Alex goes nuts. Brando's spinning him around in circles, like, right. just That's picking awesome. him up. Oh, yeah. And I then all the of a sudden, they're like, awesome, all of a sudden, they're like, second place, workforce brewing. First place, workforce brewing. I saw like, him, like, 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 holy shit. Like, it was it was amazing. It was co- really cool. I was happy to meet those guys, you know, and before they won medal and all that stuff, but they, they were great. And to watch them kind of like achieve that greatness in the middle yeah. of, you know, Rahm Emanuel standing next to him and people watching and to see Sean walk across the stage with his medal and gold. And then I had just had bottle logic on, on Tuesday. Crap. Awesome. Yeah. That, that, that whole scene at like Fobab was world. amazing <laughs> for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, they gave us uh, a big boost uh, before I may, probably around like after the first milk stachio beer, uh, with Dry Hop, we brewed a collab with Workforce called, uh, it was a coffee porter called Damn It Jim. I'm a porter, not a stout. And oh, it was wow. brewed Why with. Are with, we going to rebrew that? Brewed, Did that one get buried? What the hell? I, I've never even heard of that one. Yeah. Uh, that was a sick beer. We made it on their system. So uh, you can't on their you big can over there anymore? Uh, no? no, it was all, uh, all, all like kegged up. Oh, what? shit. Are we going to rebrew that sometime? Maybe. That sounds amazing. It was good coffee in the, in, the, in the boil. Do you guys have a Brando story? Everybody that's been on this podcast has some form of a Brando story. It doesn't it be kick, specific uh, to him. He helped out with our Kickstarter. They, that, that's it. That's like everybody has something from uh, a funding standpoint. My, uh, my but Brando. I mean, but one of the funding, one of the one of the Kickstarter things was uh, brew a beer with us and workforce, and that's what that was. So we got some Luis. Uh, uh, and uh, two of his homeboys, Colin, and I feel I'm gonna forget C75. Uh, I'm gonna forget his his real name, but I know it's like uh, C75. Either Andrew. way, that was us. Was we brewed like a big old coffee porter called called that beer. That's so anyways, awesome. That was I cool. guess he's my, got one. My brand oh, story. Is, and you know uh, who made a sick ass beer when Paul came and brewed uh, a Weirsmobile with us. He brewed uh, Paul from uh, oh, I'm sorry, Paul Schneider, like Paul Schneider, Schneider. former Salmoth. Current uh, uh, Cinderlands. Cinderlands. He brewed Weirsmobile with us. They but he brewed a spruce. Hot shit. Spruce right tip. Yeah. Was it Saison or Pale Ale or IPA? Forget. Oh. Uh, when, what did Paul and what did Workforce brew? No, what oh, did Paul? It, was, it was a spruce tip IPA. Yeah. Yeah, was yeah their spruce tip was set. dope. All right. Yeah, Over to you. Awesome. I was going to say my Brando story, it's not really that, it's not crazy, but it was the first time I'd ever been there uh, to uh, Brewwork slash Workforce. And me and Sean went, and we we went down to visit, and uh, we had just been talking about it. Like I I floated Sean the idea of like, what if we did like a New England style black IPA? Would that be like, oh, right would that be would That's that be weird. stupid or like ridiculous? And he's like, Sean's like, it would look ugly as hell. And like we were talking about it, like, and I'm not I don't mean to I'm not throwing shade or anything, but like we were talking about it, and we were like kind of laughing about it. We're like, yeah, you know, it'd still be kind of cool to do it. 
you know and we go there and we visit brando and that's the first time i ever met mike in person him and mike were brewing midnight midnight squeeze or whatever it's called oh, mike. Right on. their uh, new mike. england mike from microphone palin mike palin okay, yeah okay. They were brewing their New England style black yeah, IPA, yeah, and Sean's yeah. like, "No shit." He's like, "We were just talking about this. I can't like, believe you, you guys sons are doing of it. bitches." I'm like, we didn't, we weren't gonna brew one, but it was just like, I think we brought up to Mike that like the reason we were like, uh, it's gonna look ridiculous, and Mike's like, "Yeah, that's part of the fun." And I was like, "You know what? He's right. <laughs> like, like, damn, why, this guy gets why it. Why not do it just because it's gonna look ridiculous?" Like. And so they released it, and like people enjoyed it. And I just thought it was funny. This first time I met Mike uh, it was one of the first times I met Brando, and uh, I got to drink some beer at Workforce, and they gave us their sours they had just released that Ugh. were super good. So Brando. that's my that's my Brando story. Brando is not scared to talk to anyone. He just he just hangs out. He just wants to help everyone that yeah. walks through that that area. They're like, whoa, what? You know? I think they've, they've brewed that again yeah. since then. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, one other time I think. So I haven't been there since they've uh, got that that. Their new Make it a point to get I, there. Again. I need no. to, man. Yeah, He's it's not best. too far away. I yeah. have no excuse. And I, they win. <laughs> they win medals. I mean, that's what he does. I don't think he even needs to. I think he just accidentally wins medals sometimes. No, he's cool, dude. So, I mean, what do you guys want to leave with? I mean, we got we got three hours and forty eight minutes down. Down. Oh wait, I, I was just letting us talk that wax. long. Did you? Uh, did if you let Brando listening. know that we won the gold medal in in uh, podcast girth? Boom! <laughs> Straight wideness, son. <laughs> Who do we beat Wait, out? No, it's who, do we, who, do we, who do we beat out? <laughs> I don't know. Was him? Was it? Well, Moore was number one on the length. Oh. We're talking length. <laughs> but the, the girth that you guys are bringing is strong. Quality? You're talking <laughs> about quality. You guys, are, you guys quality. are long past the length. Quality. I mean, that's fine. But well, shit. Well, thanks for letting us talk this long. Oh. For everyone that's still listening Man, at this still, point. Are we rambling at this point? Much appreciated. we were down a guy. Like, we did yeah. pretty well. We did pretty well, I'm, right? I told you this would have been three times the length yeah. that Jer was here. Jer each been of us like, would have spoken have the same round plus Jer. Just texted, by the way. And then, just, and then sent a text message. So, Jude would have been so telling him. I heard you guys doing my accent. It's garbage. <laughs> yeah. It's not live. No, I wouldn't have done this accent. <laughs> Jude would, there was a Facebook live. Jude would be like, man, it's, he's like, man, it's good to be in St. Louis. Good to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, right. what we, that's what we should have. Hey, can you believe we're in St. Louis? Good to be in St. Louis. Oh, way to bring it back to the beginning. Yeah, all right. It wasn't even actually the beginning. That was pre beginning. I want to talk to. I want to talk to whoever, like in the future, that's like I listened to the whole thing. Yeah, whoever listens, like, what can we can we do? Like, a I'll oh, buy you. No, no, no. How about a giveaway? If you come up, if if you come up to either of us, wait, we have to and say I listen to this whole thing. No, 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 no. stop, stop. Because you have to come. No, 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 no. Because if you if you get this far, there's only one way you can do it, and I don't mind. No, it's got to be. We're not going to come. No, all right, sorry. Go, you go, you go, you go. Secret word. What's the secret word? They, it doesn't know. matter. They still need to listen you the same it. amount of time. They're G- still going to listen. Give me a secret word. How about... Let's, let's think of a secret word. How about like, ribbit? No. Do you have to come up to me and just whisper? No, no, no. Ribbit. <laughs> that would be good. Come on. If they're listening this long, it doesn't matter what word you pick. They're listening this long. Yeah. I know, but if they like, make this it is three something... hours and 50 minutes into the podcast. What about like they they deserve deserve something. Something. The, the bird flies at no, midnight? No, someone yes. just needs to <laughs> yeah, say, there it is. no, the bird but flies like at midnight. I like it. All right, right on. Or they could just say three hours and 50 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you say both, you don't win anything. But like if you say the Can't bird flies at like, midnight, like a shirt or something. No, we'll just drink beer. We'll just let us know and we're drinking beers right there. Yeah. I mean, Done. Jude says that. But if you come to the brewery and say say it to me, I'll give you uh, 
I'll give you a couple cans. We'll just be drinking beers. But if you get... No, you won't be drinking cans. <laughs> All right, well, can't so say that. Let, let's no, see. strike that from the record. No, Let's say I get happen. this out. I'll give you a couple we cans will of buy water. A, we yes. will buy a beer at a bar that we are currently For you. at. <laughs> For you. Very legally speaking. Whoa. Well, we will be hanging out with each other and we will <laughs> I wish share you could see his face right now. pint glasses with the each other. The eyebrow is fully raised. If you say these things with us at well, that time sir, if you that could you please listen. tell yeah. me the bird flies at midnight. If you, you come up to podcast, Justin at a some sort of a facility that sells beer I'll, and say the bird flies at midnight, Justin will gladly take the nearest can to him and shock him. Justin will very legally, <laughs> no, Justin I mean, will very legally say, that's, that's okay, I would like to partake in some enjoyable experiences yes. right now that involve beer. So let's, let, what would you like? You need to carry t-shirts I will you read you times. a 13 Here's page contract to make you sign it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And then Hi. we can Hi. chug a beer. From all liability resulting thus forth from this. All right. And if you're in Off Boston, you head. say that? Austin. Boston. Stay weird. Oh, we're going to Boston. Oh, Boston. We'll be in Boston, Boston. on the 14th oh, and 15th. Right. Yeah, we're going to IPA Fest. Yeah, no. So December if you're in 15th, Boston, you pour a couple beers. Podcast. <laughs> yes, that was good. Shout out to the Watch. public house. We're going to have a couple beers on with tap at night. Public with a K. Yeah, public with a K. Public caps. Yeah, get it. So, so yeah, important two sessions on a Saturday. Two sessions on a Saturday. What are you bringing? <laughs> oh, you don't I even believe. know yet. Oh, there's secrets. We're bringing Double like grid. we're bringing sixty cases of mixed assorted beer to be all distributed all around Boston. Yeah, and if you're in Boston, oh, cool. We got beers that we're Expect selling out to there. Drop. Dropski. Yeah. So That's follow cooler. our Instagram to of, find out where those all the will beers be we drank today. Actually, uh, yeah, we did a lot. Milk. Pistachio, Elder Is that Kickstarter going to be in there too? <laughs> said, said uh, Mountain Dew oh, Kickstarter. Yeah. Kick yeah, I mean, we're not sponsored by them. <laughs> Mountain Dew. Code Red. Code Red, son. <laughs> Code Red IPA. I feel, I feel it in my veins. Cheese Gordita Crunch. Cheese go- Ooh, Instead of using awesome. water, we used soda. I'm more of a Baja Blast guy. Hey, just a shout out to any hops players out there. I'm a live hops, wire guy. Holler, holler yeah. at us. Holler at your boy Jude. Just, just send us a bunch. Just <laughs> let us know about the new hops coming out. Holla. Yeah. Uh, and we'll also have, uh, we'll have Elder Secrets and Double Grid on at Public House, and then we'll be serving uh, Ribbit, I Want to Believe, and uh, Double Grid at the festival. So what hits the market this week on for, and say for the Chicago Land folk? Double what, Grid. What they see? Milkstachio, Elder Secrets of an Ancient Past. The last one being Ribbit. Really, Ribbit. The, Ribbit. Ribbit will, next will week, possibly right? next see week. Next week, yep. Next week, we got Bottle Logic collab called Test Your Might, Test straight your up might. Imperial Test Stout your to the dome. <laughs> and then watch out, third week, it's double blazed orange. <laughs> oh, double blazed. The week after that, double blazed orange. Air glow. Air glow. Strata. Air glow. Hundred percent Strata pale. That's strata it. Pale. That's the one you were talking about. Yeah. Coming soon. And then oh, unlicensed nuclear accelerator. accelerator. And then the more I think about that, the more I think we're going to end up on a watch list. Yep. Yeah. Don't do that's that. <laughs> America. And uh, I think that's it for. Uh, I think that, that. I think that's tying the bow on 2018. God damn that's it, it, hot butcher. Let's tie the bow on that's my it. one year anniversary. Cheers. And Are you sure you don't Cheers. want to go any longer? No, I. I, I don't. I want to pee. I want to. Yeah, yeah, look at excessive cheers. Hey, thanks for having us on. Hey, man, I appreciate both of you guys. Happy You're one awesome. year, brother. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Thanks for being so patient. Oh, nah, yeah. Don't tell me that. Macho oh, Man, yeah. Randy Savage. Slap and, into a podcast. And we're out.